getting into conspiracy theory, anybody who get, dives really deep into it, at first, you will go crazy a little bit. I, th I, th whoop, I think it's almost an imperative. Yeah, right? it, it's part of the part of the process. Is I think dancing with psychosis. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you voluntarily. Get, right, right. Yeah, you you. Um, they talk about. Um, you know, pulling back the veil and seeing the world for what it really is. And there's a, there is a step in that process where you think you have it all figured out, you know, you, um, where you can see, you can see in between the cracks of reality and yeah, you've, you've found out what the quote unquote, the big secret is right. and you've, you've got this this big secret that you're in on, but you've got to tell everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Like as, as imperatively as say like the president's just been assassinated. Right. Like that like like guys, did you know the television broadcast of the moon landing was a hoax? Oh, yeah. And then you, fellas, I don't know if you heard about this. Nine eleven was an inside job. <laughs> Dude, you're not gonna believe this, but people see shit in the sky, right? That they're planes, but are like. Shapes of light that morph in and out of like hyper speed faster than you can ever imagine. And supposedly there's like little gray beings attached to them. It's for like six for like six months you treat everybody like they've never seen the X-Files before. Right, right. Yeah. And some people haven't, you know. Yeah. Well yeah, true. So. <laughs> I, I think that's one thing I'm so uh so grateful for for uh you know my uh circle of friends that I that I have had and stuck by me over the years is that when I started like going bananas with some of the stuff about like uh, uh, geocentrism and cosmology mm -hmm. right and I would show uh, a bunch of my friends some uh, some stuff that was like uh, the principal documentary then other stuff that was like flat earther arguments to just be like 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 isn't this like, like, fascinating Isn't this to you? the most amazing idea ever? And, like... <laughs> They're just like, shut, shut yeah, the like fuck 80 up. Yeah, like, 80% of them are just like... I mean, yeah, I get it. It's... Yeah. They were essentially... It was essentially like seeing a band live that you didn't like, but you were like, oh, I don't hate them now. Yeah. Right, right, right yeah. I get yeah, it. Like, like, yeah, it's like, it's like no, no, I, I definitely would not go and see this band again nor mm. listen to their records, but, like, I... I, I understand. Like if somebody shows you how to not not why tool is good, but how to listen them mm. listen to them. <laughs> like this is this is why. I think there's a lot of acid-eyed people like that are just like that. Uh, especially of all the all the bads that I've admired and loved over the years, as far as the bad fan base, other than like shitty like hardcore bands at a local dive having a shitty fan base. Big bands though, Tool. Oh my god, dude! Like, it's <laughs> a fucking cesspool of of like incels and know-it-alls, and <laughs> you just won't understand. Right, right. It's it, like it's like the it's like neckbeard prog metal. Yeah, you know? yeah. I and I feel like I am to Tool the way that a lot of reasonable people are to hardcore conspiracy people. Like, so like any of my friends. Who, like you said, stuck around, you know, through mm -hmm. the the depth of the weirdness. Like anybody who knows, who still knows me, and also knows me, knew me in my early twenties, mm -hmm. was like, "Ah, oh, Ted's going through a thing." You know, he's just 
<laughs> just do, do it. He's doing his thing, you know. Let him do his thing. Yeah. And, and um, that's how I feel about those kind of bands, you know. It's just like, yeah, it's it's good. Like, do your thing. You're fine. You're fine. You're harmless. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like. I've I've never once understood why people would give Bruce Springsteen a dollar. Right. Yeah. At all, like the the big conspiracy there is that like who who legitimately likes Bruce Springsteen that is not a cyborg (laughs) (laughs) or like some paid reptilian informant working for like Columbia Records or whoever. He's the voice of the working man. He's the boss. (laughs) Like, of what? Of what? I've been to Asbury Park, New Jersey. That town has a lot more to offer than Bruce fucking Springsteen. I'll tell you that much. Golly, I don't know how, how those folks feel about feel about Bruce. I just I just don't fucking get it, man. Like like out of probably any musician, like man, I mean it'd be a toss up between like Bruce Springsteen, I think, and like Lou Reed mm-hmm. in the Velvet Underground mm-hmm. between like who I would want to listen to the least. <laughs> Uh, but I, I actually like the Velvet Underground. I, well, I mean, I get the appeal right, with right. the Velvet Underground and Lou Reed. Right. With Bruce Springsteen, it's like, bro, this sounds like I'm at the dentist. Yeah. And like, just, like, waiting I, I in the waiting room, you just hear, Baby, we were born to Maybe, like, 40 years ago, it was just, like, a different... Maybe because it's been around our whole lives, we're just like, this sucks. You know, maybe if I had a yacht and, like, <laughs> yeah. some hookers and, like, a mountain of cocaine and, like, $2 million cash at my disposal, mm-hmm. and I'm just, like, like somewhere, like, on a, on a boat traveling to a Jimmy Buffett concert, you know, later <laughs> that night, like, I need something to help me kick this up. You know, how about a little Bruce Springsteen, yo? Born in the USA? Oh, God. Did he do We Didn't Start the Fire? No, that was Billy Joel. Oh, okay. But, I mean, B- Billy Joel... I, I mean, Billy Joel can, like... There's, there's some I actually can, awesome I, I can Joel say songs. a couple nice things about Billy Joel. He can handle his drinks, for yeah, sure. I don't think I well, could... Probably not. I think he's got, like, 17 I don't have one... G- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he would have made it. He's, I mean, you know... He would have made it to, to the house if they... Or for those damn cops. They're shoving him in the car. He's like screaming, We didn't start the fire! <laughs> it was always burning, system. That, that song in particular is like such a good example of... He, like, he basically like drops like 40 red pills in three minutes. You know what I mean? He, he's like... Yeah, he, he explains like so many different like cultural movements like well he doesn't even explain them he just mentions yeah them. just name you know drops it's like it's like if you were to do that now you'd be would it be like it'd be like epstein q hunter biden laptop gods yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> david ike no rights trouble in taiwan <laughs> We'd like to thank all four of our listeners for tuning back in. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> we have the, had... the, we we lured you here with conspiracy talk, but really we're just going to be singing Billy Joel songs remixed. <coughs> so, 
I want to shout out a local business, um, Retro Games Valdosta. It's uh, part of Pond USA on Ashley Street. I go there once a week and I spend basically what I used to spend on booze. Now I spend on video games. Mm. Got a little collection going and it's healthier. Uh, yeah, right. And um, so for what I for what I hear, better for depression too. So wh where's this where's this place at? It's on it's on Ashley Street. It's um, a pawn shop called Pawn USA, and um, it's half pawn shop, and then the other half of the building is a retro game store. So they just sell video games and you know pop culture stuff, memorabilia, and um, I've become a regular there now. And the guy who runs the store follows me on Instagram, so he knows about the show. I don't think he listens, but. If he does, that's okay. I don't. <laughs> if he does, what's up, dude? But um, I was about to say, uh, I uh, ran to a couple of a uh, couple of friends over the Thanksgiving holiday, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I, sorry, I haven't been listening to the show." I'm like, "Oh, you don't owe me any apologies." Oh my my mom my mom said she tried to listen. I think she got like 45 minutes in. She's like, "They're just talking. What is this?" Yeah, yeah. And my uncle said the same thing, and I'm like, "You, you don't you don't want to listen to this." My, my grandmother like. She's like, well, so what do you do when you go over there on Sundays? I'm like, well, it's it's like a radio talk show, but it's on the internet. <laughs> Lots of mess. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, but it's on the internet. And she's like, well, can I listen to it? I was like, you do not want to listen to this. But um, so the the guy who runs the, the game store, he, um, he, you know, how's the podcast? When I go in, he'll, how's the podcast going? Or he's, you're, he told me a couple of weeks ago, you're a very political person. And I almost I took it like as an insult almost because like I don't feel political. You know what I mean? I think it means that you've got an opinion right, that isn't right. just well. I don't want to ruffle any feathers, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, and two I, weeks to flatten the curve sounds good to me. <laughs> but it, it, I went in uh, last week and he's like he's like so how's how's the podcast going? I'm like oh good good and um, you know I've I've told him like basically I'm a tinfoil nut job you know and I'm not afraid of it you know <laughs> right. like that's just what I enjoy. And he's and uh, I was like, we did um, we did three episodes in a row that are not political at all. And he's like, whoa, I might have to listen to that. <laughs> we had we had the Halloween episode, mm -hmm. and then we had the episode with Jacob where we just talked about movies and yeah. Stephen King, and then we had like a nice like wholesome Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, I'm just like, damn, we're like a real podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's just you and me, and we can get into dark. Fuck shit. yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. I have to worry. Well, because I mean, and like, right, rightfully so. Like, there's there's some things people don't want to want to talk about, you know. Right. So, yeah. and it's happened before. Like, I've me and my you know big mouth on the uh, the earlier episodes. I'll start talking about something, and I'll just see like the guest faces just be like <sighs> like their eyes glaze over. <laughs> like, like and like they like tense up mm -hmm. and like start pulling inward, like mm -hmm. like. Defensively, like so oh no no, no 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 I don't. It's kind of like you're on a. You see, we live in a prison planet. We're controlled by invisible forces. Oh, I thought we were gonna talk about the Avengers. That's <laughs> me. Me and Disney adults don't have really much to uh, yeah much to share, unless unless they're coming out of and they're just like. You know, my life is a lie. I've been following Walt Disney this whole time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they go into uh, Disney um, recovery programs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, I don't know. Like it, it, it had um, it took it. It kind of took um, it takes some wind out of your sails whenever you, you know, you're kind of talking with somebody and like, either inadvertently 
like they get a get offended or um, uncomfortable, you know, just by mm-hmm. like conversational topics. And I think uh, it's because a lot of times people they they haven't unpacked their ideas right, like verbally a lot of times, except with I don't know maybe people they just agree with, you know, so that's, it's just church. Right. You know? Right. Like this echo chamber. So, whenever you... I'm going to say things you agree with, and then you agree with them. Yes. Okay. I, I agree with these terms. <laughs> it's like, who the fuck wants to listen to that, man? That's like, that's, that's just describing the news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then it just becomes like regurgitation of what you saw on your news feed and social media, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, it's like, oh, now can you can you believe about this? I know I can't believe about yeah. that. And I I'll sit back objectively after having tapped out from this for a few years, and just sort of be like, huh, that's interesting that people are getting wound up about this, like whatever it may be. You know, you right. see like all the current thing. Yeah, all the daggers in people's eyes just like start going at one thing it's like that seems like bait to me yeah so there's probably other stuff like going on and who who would have figured out you know about you know six some odd years later that uh that seems to be the norm now let's just give uh almost like the conspiracy has become so meta right that they uh, people don't even care anymore mm. because the people that uh, how can I phrase it? The people that could be converted with um, a new idea or a new way of thinking that may be counterproductive towards getting somebody's vote or money or you know time or work or anything like that. Um, yeah, I'm losing my train of thought. I'm sorry. Um, well, it's like the conspiracy being meta and that, like, so, like, a few, yeah, yeah. So, uh, if it, it becomes to where it's like uh, they already have, like, the uh, a thing ready to mock, right? You know what? You know right. what? I'm phrasing it like poorly, but it's like, um, it's like they're they've already decided, kind of like, um, who, um, what what's his name? The the Nick Fuentes right. guy, mm-hmm. or even the the horror Milo Yiannopoulos. Mm-hmm. You know, like they they already have at their disposal weapons, right? Pre-pa- right? Like prepackaged dismissals, right? Right. For people that could be converted to latch onto, mm-hmm. right? So it's like it's like uh, the debunking like preparation kit mm-hmm. like they, they already have this stuff where it's like oh well, you can delegitimize somebody by attacking their character mm-hmm. in a certain way years ago it was gay frogs like if you say any if you agree with anything alex jones says though what you think frogs are gay <laughs> and it's like well i have never seen two frogs <laughs> fucking your i refuse to answer the question on principle alone <clears throat> Or it's like calling, so like calling Ye a Nazi because he said, I love everyone, including Hitler. It's like, he, he said the thing you can't say. Well, he did say more than that. Well, but yeah. what they, they, they don't provide any context to what right. everybody's talking about. Right. You know? So, like, it becomes, which, I mean, he's, he's not helping his case at all by wearing, like, the Balenciaga hood mm-hmm. and going into obscure comedy bits even getting alex jones himself uncomfortable Dude, that was 
glorious to watch. I was laughing out. I like you know how like you're sitting at home watching watching a comedy, and it might be like hilarious, but you don't laugh because you're alone. You mm. know? Yeah. And if you laugh out loud by yourself, you know it's genuinely hilarious. Yeah, yeah something touched you. I like exclaimed while I watched that whole interview, and <laughs> he just and watching Alex Jones trying to do damage control on the fly. He's like, "Well, you're you're not saying that, you know." <laughs> Oh no, Alex! That's exactly what I'm saying. He's like, yeah, we we have to be mindful. We can say whatever, but um, <laughs> I was thinking of like potential, uh, you know, titles of episodes while before we got started because of other stuff we were talking about. I was like, I was like, ah, well, what would be controversial? Jabs and Jews. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh God. There's um. There's a, a couple of things. One is that this, whether people like it or not, what Kanye West has done is he has impacted a punk rock movement that has seen black American culture pick up pieces of ideology from Nazism. Right. Whereas we have seen countercultural movements before this pick from Marxism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... That frightens people, I think, more than anything, mm-hmm. right? You know, but um, and you know, I'm not a fan of a of a Kanye West. Uh, I think he's I think he's a great musician, but like his um, he he himself. I mean, he's essentially a, a politician. You know, he's trying to get into politics. So right. What people say as far as these little these little blurbs, the headlines or whatnot, yeah, I I I don't I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the I think the bigger context is important. And uh, this guy, um, I don't know his name. Do you know this guy's name? I'm not sure. I do. I've I've been. Um... But he, here he's got a like, forty seconds. Let me play this real quick. I think Kim Kardashian used him. And the fact that they're making that man pay $200,000 a month in child support when both he and the wife are billionaires are absolutely uh, ridiculous. I think they want to break him. I think they want to break him. And although I don't agree with the way in which Kanye articulated some of his thoughts, I appreciate the fact that he was the first black man since Michael Jackson to speak truth to power, to specifically identify certain communities of Europeans who have exploited gangster rap, black entertainers, and other people since its inception, and nobody has called them out. He's the first to do it since Michael Jackson. But when Michael did it, he wasn't in his prime. Kanye did it in his prime. I can't get... Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, like that, 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 that's that's the most succinct and um, cl- as accurate as like I could formulate my opinion. Like that's the so closest when, when, that it could be. When he went on Tucker Carlson, the right wing internet movement was like, "Wait a minute." Because he said, he said, he specifically called out Jared Kushner. And anybody who supported Trump in the last few years, their number one problem was the people that Trump surrounded himself with. And the number one problem that he surrounded himself with was Jared Kushner. Jared Kushner was basically, Ye called him out for doing all that, all the Abraham Accord stuff with Israel. He did it all for money. Mm. And so the whole internet right wing was like, 
did he just, did he just say that? They're like, wait a minute, this is our guy now? Like, you know, so it's, it's, it's hilarious to see because in the, in the media, the right wing is, they're painted as white supremacists and Nazis and, you know, racist, sexist, homophobic, anti-Semitic, every insult in the book. Right. And so to see a hand reaching from right wing politics to the like most successful black hip hop artists in history is like this mind blowing event. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the reason I'm excited for it is because I like nobody has nobody is talking about Zionist influence on American politics. And so not on not on a big uh, corporate level, anyways. No, like well, because if you are, you're removed from you're deplatformed. You know, if you if you talk about the about the state of Israel's influence on our country, on our policy, on our foreign policy, on the some of the wars we've been to, you'll just you just get labeled anti-Semitic, and you're not allowed to speak on the internet anymore. Yeah. And so there's a now there's a voice who's coming out who has, a, he he's rich and he's already famous, and so you can't stop him. You know, you you can't stop him. Well, and you can't also throw um, successfully anyway that he's a white supremacist right. onto him either. Like his influence is is transracial. Mm -hmm. Right? It, it it is beyond the scope of race and it's on bigger ideas, including how our history has been taught to us and what is accurate, what is what is the truth. And that it's it's interesting that there are certain protected classes mm -hmm. right and then it seems that there are even like i'm not a well uh well read fellow i'm you know i'm an i'm an idiot at the end of the day but it seems that all animals are equal but some animals are more equal than others right yeah right that's a very good way of putting it you know that's a very good way of putting it and i i think that for too long we have sort of been as a um, by by we I mean just you know culturally speaking we we've kind of been um, blind to the propaganda in our own culture mm -hmm. you know what I mean mm -hmm. and because the the whole argument becomes right wing and left wing right which uh, yeah like if 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 there's guns to our heads and people are like choose a team right like, right I know I know begrudgingly I'm gonna be right of center at mm -hmm. the end of the day mm -hmm. that that's that's just the way I it mean is. I've definitely moved right in the past few years but I mean really my views haven't changed that much you know no, like, I'm still I'm still I'm still um <laughs> more politically bottom you know what I mean <laughs> yeah you yeah. know like like I'm I'm right of center but mm -hmm. like I, I I don't like authority, you right. know. I'm I like liberty-minded communities. So some liberty-minded communities have a, a hard on for Jesus mm -hmm. and uh, Muhammad and for Yaldabaoth, right. you know. Yeah, you know the Old Testament, the Demiurge. <laughs> yeah, and um, others have a hard on for Karl Marx. Right. And right. You know. Um, uh, some sometimes that goes all the way up to even like Maoism, where it's just like like oh no, we don't have unhappy people. Mm -hmm. We just get they don't exist. Well, that, that I think that's another positive thing that Ye is saying is that 
um, I don't think he wants to be president to have authority, you know, like, because he said that he, his, his authority is God, you know, he's performing for an audience of one, yeah. you know, so he just wants to get into a place of power to where that, that's the, I mean, cause that's how I feel. Like I'm like, no, no, no King, but Christ, in my opinion, you know, like I don't like uh, political leaders have no, I don't recognize their authority for the most part, you know, they're not Kings, you know. But, no, I, th- I think I think they're they're all pawns in a circle. Yeah, they're all cl- they're, they're, they're all clowns. Yeah, yeah, and the the things that Trump could have done, you see that even at the end of the day, he chose to be beholden to other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's Pfizer's bitch. Yeah, in in my opinion. Um, so I think you know what Kanye saw was that the possibility of like what a person can do mm-hmm. because. They did not like Trump, you know, but he still got in, right. you know. And then at the end of the day, <laughs> like you know, utter shitstorm he created. But he, uh, I, I don't think I think the the corporate news pundits are correct when they talk about things like a um, like a civil war on the in, within the right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because eventually, this whole idea of this dichotomy, a political dichotomy, is going to crumble, mm-hmm. right? So, I think on the long term, whichever schism is more effective first, in the long term, they're going to be more prepared to assert their dominance, mm-hmm. right? So, you want to, I would imagine, want to have somebody that is liberty-minded and mindful of the truth and not afraid to say something that may upset people even though it's true mm-hmm. in order to get a point across and change culture and move the needle forward. Um, I, I don't think you'll find... I think you'll find very few people that are of, of the left, we'll say the colloquial left, that would say that there's not a problem with corporate fascism currently. Right. You, you know, like, like clearly. There well, they is. don't even see it as that. They just see it as. But if, if you if the you correct. don't if you don't start mentioning specifics, right? If you mm-hmm. just keep it as blanket as possible to just be like, hey, would you or would you not agree that corporate fascism in America is a problem? Right. And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah of it is it. a problem. Yeah. And then you ask them, do you think unvaccinated people have the right to walk the streets? And they're like, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, they should be rounded up and put in camps. Right, right. So I find that, like, a lot of these, um, we, we've been encouraged to be um, intellectually docile mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a bigger problem than anything. Like, a lot of the stuff that, like, Ye is talking about and has mentioned, we would have, as, as far as, like, debates and discussions in history class, like, in high school. Yeah. And I went to a, like, no no offense to my, like, alma mater, but I went to a very small podunk country school, like a single-A school. We, we still had teachers there that were not, would not shy away from having, like, controversial discussions. Where'd you go? Uh, uh, Lanier County High. Oh, okay, okay. Lakeland, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Graduating class of, how many people was it, 62? 58 of us walked. Damn, holy shit. <laughs> small school. There's uh, 350 people in the school, in yeah. the high school when I graduated. 
Damn. Yeah. So. I think in Lowndes there's like a few thousand at any given point. Yeah, I think uh, somebody told me their graduating class was like 2,000 people mm -hmm. or something. I'm like, good God. Like, there wasn't even that many people in my right? school. <laughs> anyway, not to derail, but... Well, I mean, because I, I know what you mean. Like, we would have little debates in social studies class or history class, you know, yeah. like, you know, what do you think about this? And, and sometimes, not even formally, just like in the middle of a class, you know, the, the students would be divided over like, well, wait a minute, you know. Yeah. But like you, and then and then the the lesson becomes a discussion, you know, which I I really think that's positive. I, how how else are people going to learn? You right. think memory banking for tests right. no. is like the proper thing? No, we want we want people to learn, you know. Um, so maybe and not saying that we because we definitely had some like awful teachers mm -hmm. there for sure, and there is definitely a I would say a lack of some like proper equipment but like they it was it was still like a, a very good school at the time like it had um it had ag classes it had welding classes drafting classes home ec classes um um what else they had Biz business classes art like uh journalism so i mean like it it had everything like as far as we had computers you know you had uh Kids uh, taking classes to learn how to type on a computer, you know, <laughs> yeah. and some some of them never had a computer before, and so like it's it's like their first time in like keyboard mm -hmm. and like learn it around, uh, learn their way around. But it's like, bro, these are job skills though, man. Mm -hmm. Like that, every every one of these students had like the opportunity to choose from. You know, it was it was a a good school, and I I like that it wasn't controversial at the time like during history class when we're talking about what led up to like war, uh, world war ii and for a student to say you know <laughs> hitler had some good ideas <laughs> right you know <laughs> and them not being referring to a holocaust that's you know right. kill six million people you know right like that's that's not what like they're referring to. Um, I was talking not about this specifically, but um, about just ideologies in general and um, uh, cults of personality throughout history, and that like every ideology and every religion has some truth within what they talk about, no matter how despicable or brilliant it may be, you know. Um, you you kind of have to do like almost like a cafeteria mindset with ideologies in my opinion mm -hmm. to fi to figure out what you believe mm -hmm. you know like i get like i i can understand somebody's perspective a lot more that way and it it makes me also kind of humble to be like well you know god doesn't want everybody to be the same, you know, right. then, then we're not these microcosms of God mm. and, and, at all. But my my beliefs don't require other, I sound like Morpheus, but my beliefs don't require that other people believe what I believe, Right. you mm. know, and that's one thing that turned me off of, uh, no, no pun intended, I, maybe it's a pun, orthodox Christianity mm. was <coughs> this, um, this notion of 
conversion and that you, you kind of took like what uh, the Christ talked about and his philosophy and ideology and that's like, okay, now we have rules with that and we have churches and everybody, we're all going to have these rules about how we agree to interpret this type of thing. And then we're going to just dominate the world right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if anybody disagrees with us. And like, it turns out that that's what turns a lot of people off from God on the um, political left of center mm -hmm. and beyond. Forcing other people to agree with you. To th that and the, um, the colonization of ideas. Right. Right. Which is paradoxical to how clown world operates because everybody wants everybody else to follow their fucking ideas. Right. Right. And like I, I bodily mean, autonomy, right? Well, unless you want to do this. If you want to get an abortion, no. Well, if you don't want to get vaccinated, then no. Right. The, you have to do bodily autonomy like like I do it. Right. You know what I mean? And like it's. <sighs> so I I I know what you mean. Um, I think like the denomination Orthodox Christianity. I don't I don't see them doing that really. They're more. No, they're, yeah, that's why I was like, maybe, you maybe mean, this is a you, pun because you, I mean, right? You mean mainstream Christianity? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah between yeah. something being orthodox or unorthodox. Right, 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 right. right? I, yeah, I totally, I totally I, see. What I would, I definitely not call the Roman Church unorthodox uh, other right. than their own terminology. Right. Yeah, know? yeah. Because I like the what you're describing. I see more as like historically the Catholic Church and uh, on more modern in a more modern sense socially what Protestants do. We're like, well, if you don't believe this, then you're burning in hell. Yeah. Like, where, whereas the 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 orthodox the orthodox church are more like um, uh, Jews in that in that sense is where they don't um, they, they don't evangelize. You know no, they I mean? they've kept a lot more of. They're like, we're gonna stay over here and. I forget what branch of uh, Islam it is, but like it has sort of a mystic quality to mm -hmm. it. But it's um, it, it's more about like like a a, a quiet. Like powerful, reserved right, right. On, uh, honor of it's more God. more stoic, in very, a way. very stoic, and, and they they don't not as not as much rampant pedophilia, right? As from, right. In my in my travels, in the gr in the well, there is a problem in the Greek um, Orthodox Church right now, not with pedophilia, but with pushing the. Wait, are you saying that the global powers <laughs> from the Mediterranean are yeah. controlling other places on yeah. the planet? Was Surely it, so not, Ted. You've got. I know. We're, I'm totally getting off rail. Uh, off I don't even rails have right rails. Now, but um, I, I am omni rail. Been re reading reading up on orthodoxy the past couple of years. There's a yeah, actually, there's a schism going on within orthodoxy right now between. Between the Greek Church and the Russian Church, because the Greek Church seems to be um, falling victim to um, three-letter intelligence agencies and uh, telling everyone—that's plenty, thank you—telling uh, everyone that it's the Christian thing to get vaccinated and to, um, you know, accept. Um, I'm exaggerating, but submit and go to heaven. Su submit to drag queen story hour and stuff like that. But um, whereas the Russian church is more like what we were just talking about, the, we're going to stay over here and and keep doing what we're doing. And if you're interested, you're welcome to come check it out. Right. You know what I mean? Which is more of like what um, the conversion in Judaism is more like that, where it's like, yeah, we don't really want you over here. But if you want to come, you're welcome. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know.
But because uh, you, I mean, ultimately, it's something you have to work to do. Whereas, like, you can trip and become a Protestant. You can trip on a on a stone, and you're like, oh, I guess I'm Baptist now because they are fighting really hard to make you become. You know, there there were a couple of a uh, couple of dudes in the uh, in the county where I went to high school at that uh, got a had a had a reputation of being a little being a little forceful with some of the uh, ladies in the church mm. but then would uh, would just get uh, get baptized and get saved and would, again and again and yeah we'd, we'd turn it around <laughs> and I'm like huh that that works for y'all yeah. like that's yeah you don't you don't want to get the law involved with that maybe no oh no he 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 accepted he done wrong and asked Jesus for forgiveness. Oh Lord! And he said, "Yeah." I just drank my coffee like it was the same temperature twenty minutes ago. Oh no, that's <laughs> like, like you didn't just refill it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. But, sorry. I know I got I got off there a little bit, but what were we talking about? No, the, I found that well. The, I think the evangelization of authoritarian politics. Yeah, yeah. So like that's why um I I find like. Things like, and I'm, I'm still getting into it, so I don't know a lot of it, about it, but like, like Gnosticism, mm-hmm. you know, and this, this idea that, like, this is a prison planet, mm-hmm. you know, that is partially um, sacred. Well, it's not partial; it is sacred, but it's it's like the top floor of heaven, bottom or top floor of hell, bottom floor of heaven. Right. You right. know. Um, it's where pain is inevitable, mm-hmm. death is inevitable, and it seems through my uh, psychedelic travels to the nether region mm-hmm. time and time again that there is something much more powerful going on behind the curtain mm-hmm. than, than what we see, and that we are we are so lucky and cursed at the same time to be here, mm-hmm. so we have to earn our way out, right? Otherwise, you got to you got to come back and do it again. And the damning thing is that you forget everything, like when you on, come back. Yeah, mm-hmm. on on your judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I I do believe in judgment. I, I do believe that there is transcendence involved, and I think the Gnostic idea of that this was a um, in their 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 space time cosmology is completely different than. Uh, a, you know, floating space ball that just got here happenstantial. So that's that's one thing I like about it. Anything that can tie in things with reality that makes sense to me, like a centralized, fixed planet mm-hmm. that could be a simulation, could be a holodeck. You know, there's even CIA documents that have uh, Judge Judd had sent me, uh, I think a, a couple of them, or no, maybe uh, um, my PI friend did. But uh, I forget the name of it, but they're talking about like essentially that in order for this place, Earth, to work, if it's a simulation, it can't be this floating space ball out in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Like it, it can't. A computer doesn't operate. Yeah, that we're way. on like a local server. Yeah, it has to be. Mm. It, 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 like it, it has to be. Mm. Um, so like Gnosticism kind of ties in with that where this, this realm is not created by the true God. Mm. The it, it's it's still um, it ha, it shares with modern science that it is kind of an accident, though, right? 
Well, I think the the create the creator of this realm existence, according to Gnosticism, was the unforeseen thing. Mm -hmm. But that it was this demi urge uh, was spawned in, in an unholy manner. Mm -hmm. They say without a um, without a partner for uh, Sophia, uh, the goddess of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And that it, uh, when it was birthed, that it was hideous. It was like a serpent-like. I've like heard a, it called an abortion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she, uh, she took pity on it and knew it was horrific and cast it away. And then when she saw that it had started mimicking the gods themselves and creating a planet mm -hmm. and a world... She went and got the other gods and made them aware of it. <laughs> like, guys, I screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> so the the idea I may be doing it poorly because I haven't I haven't listened to all of the I want want to dive a lot deeper into the Nag Hammadi text. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of this stuff with Gnosticism. The the after uh, during the Renaissance or before it, they buried away. Mm -hmm. You know. Like a, this whole library in Nag Hammadi, so they, their their gnosis, their knowledge could be saved. Mm -hmm. And it just so happens that we're in a timeline and in a point in history to where these were found and became available and translated into English within you our and lifetimes. I, our lifetimes. I think some of them are still being translated. Like there, there's there's. There's some that they're even. Yeah, it to put put it like this. It's it's causing enough quiet ruckus currently that I think within maybe the end of our lifetimes, mm -hmm. so like in towards our 80s, that it will it will become a uh, a cultural threat in some way, mm -hmm. and you'll start having uh, anti-Vatican like quote-unquote terrorism. Right, mm. another another Irish Irish uh, Republican army. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll uh, like because like the you know the Gnostics were declared heretical. Yeah, you know? well, that's before the Nag Hammadi. <clears throat> the the way that we know about Gnostic teachings were through the Catholic and Orthodox churches because yeah, they talk about how damning. Well, they, they were. yeah, they've been calling them anathema for the past two thousand years. Um, and um, the I was into Gnosticism pretty heavily for a while, and it's it's funny because even though it's um, not compatible with Orthodox Christianity, it is similar in a way where it's like um, like so. I think that people who believe in simulation theory and people who believe in creationism basically believe in the same thing. Yeah, I agree. You with know, that, you know totally. what I mean? It, well, it. But it's it's how it how it came about is just once you get into the nitty gritty is where you disagree. Yeah, you then know? it becomes the uh, was it that how many angels on a pin? Right. Yeah. Discussion. So, so like in Gnosticism, where it's like it's a prison planet where death is inevitable. Like from the Orthodox point of view, it's like a more positive spin on the same idea, where it's like it's a, a fallen world where that was meant to be perfect, but because we have free will, we destroyed it or we altered it in a negative way right like so in the orthodox view death is unnatural 
it's not um, death as a result of the fall. So it's like there are bad things, but it was a it was a side effect of free will and choosing evil, mm. or basically ch- turn. It, there is no there is no subs- evil has no substance in the orthodox philosophy. It's the price of free will. It's the privation of the good. Mm. It's the it's the turning away from the good is what evil is. It doesn't have any actual ontological substance. You can't touch evil. You can only... Ten points for dropping off the logic <laughs> casually. Into can, the I've been, I've been um, reading into this like as a hobby for like, I don't know, three or four years now. I've been super interested in it because it has answers um, that... Um, it has answers for a lot of the problems that Gnosticism asks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um... Like, and just the general premise of Gnosticism saying that, well, um, reality is negative, um, is kind of its baseline view. Like, I just... I don't, I don't think that's all of Gnosticism. I definitely think that's kind of an aspect mm-hmm. of it. I, I find that it's more or less that the reason why uh, Jesus was the uh, anointed one was because he more or less explain to people how you beat the game. Right. He's like, hey, right. this is the material world. Mm-hmm. It's it's made by a, a he's, jealous... He's mater- it's made by... The, the God of the Old Testament is is uh, not the true God. It mm. is Yaldabaoth. And Yaldabaoth is a jealous God and a material mm-hmm. God, right? And once it has an aspect, I think it's of luciferianism or one type of uh, satanism where it's they are the deceiver that the one that calls themselves yahweh yeah yeah it's luciferian in the in the view that basically the serpent in the garden was the good guy yeah yeah and and gnosticism takes that as well right and is like because that's one thing that always you know from growing up uh going to catholic school from second grade till eighth grade that's seven years um, six, seven, let's see, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, yeah. Um, that, like, the, the Genesis story all, always just, it, it, it didn't make sense to me, mm-hmm. you know, and no matter how many times we went back and, like, reread it and everything, it was, it was like, God shouldn't want, if God loves us so much, God shouldn't want us blind and docile, mm-hmm. like, like cattle, he, right. should, he should want us to be free. Right. Like freedom is a good, mm-hmm. you know. To control somebody like that's and not let them decide—that's mm-hmm. that's wrong. So I I like the aspect of that with a Gnostic teachings. From my interpretation, is that you know Jesus essentially said, "Hey, if you if you want to really get out of here and transcend and get to a place that." This materialism doesn't mean squat, mm-hmm. like, and get to like our true home. You got to be good to people. You got to make this planet better than what you got it. You got to be charitable. You know, mm-hmm. you know, be be honest with people. Be kind to people. You know, if somebody needs food, feed them. If somebody needs clothing, clothe them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I think it's what is it? Uh, Astro theology that. Uh, takes in with the they argue that well you have to um be of a certain harmonic frequency to pass through the wormhole of a sun 
to transcend the, the Saturn Moon Matrix. Is that what you're talking about? I, I think that's part of it. Like some stuff that David Icke talks about mm. as well, which that may be true as well. But I mean, that's kind of what the ayahuasca experience that the Americans, you know, not USA, but like you know, the Southern Americans like talk about. You know, when they're, you say, you say, they're Americans, damn it. You say Southern Americans, I'm thinking like, yeah, man, like we're gonna journey to the stars. Man, I tell you what, man, I was tripping balls at church this weekend. <laughs> I was, I was I was sitting there looking at my wife, and then all of a sudden the clockwork elves started descending from the ceiling, and the Joker popped up, and he started whispering his secrets to the universe to me, and I said, "Oh, Jesus, this is a miracle." But that that's an, another issue, not with the philosophy necessarily, but like just like Gnosticism is like a modern label for like fifty different belief systems mm -hmm. that have all kind of just been consolidated in one category you know what I mean because you had your your like Manichaeans like or your like the Manichaeans are Gnost were, were Gnostics but they didn't call themselves not nobody called themselves Gnostics no no modern area. I, I, yeah I think they just referred to having Gnosis right like mm -hmm. so they just said like like oh no we just know what's up right yeah so I, I like the aspect that they they were kind of disorganized. At mm -hmm. least that's our interpretation, I guess, from a modern lens. Mm -hmm. Is that you know this? They may, if they were organized, it was not at the level of like the Roman Church, right? And they right. were politically weak. It seems like most places compared to Rome at the time were so. Well, uh, up until three hundred eighty uh, three, I think it was three twenty five at the Council of Nicaea. Mm -hmm. Before then, every sect within Christianity, whether it be Gnostic or Orthodox or, or whatever, you know, they were all decentralized. And so the Gnostics were on an equal playing field in that sense to where there was like, well, we've got these uh, letters from Paul and this one book of, you know, the Gospel of Judas or something, you know, something right. like that. And then there, there's other people over here. It's like, well, we have the Old Testament and um, Luke and that's it, you know. Man, the poor bastards that tried to offer the gospel of Magdalena. You know, right. Mary Magdalene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Was like, like, oh, we got one from a woman. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> sit down, Thomas. Burn him. <laughs> <laughs> a woman writing? <laughs> Is that the one that um, says that uh, Jesus and Mary Magdalene started a family? And I'm not, I'm not sure. I... Uh, I haven't, uh, I haven't audio uh, mm. listened uh, to it, but to my... to my, listen. Yeah, 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 because, you know, it's my... I haven't visual seen it yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, because like you, I got to... My, my information is mostly taken in auditorily, yeah. you know? So, like, like if I'm, if I'm like, like, like taking a shit or something, I'll, I'll read, you right, know, right. analog style with mm. a, with, with a book, you know? But, no, if I'm a... Uh, like working or something like that, dude, I'll just pop something in. I can Same. listen, but no, I think um, loosely what I talked about was I think that women have souls, and I, th oh, I think no. I think that, that, <laughs> that caused like an uproar, you know? Because mm. then it's like, well, if, if women have souls, and that means that Jesus was talking about them too. Wait, <laughs> I think it's um, I think it's the Gospel of Thomas is another Gnostic gospel where it talks about. Um, Christ's supposed like early life, you know, because you know, like in the uh, canon, it's like 
the nativity scene, and then the next thing you know, it's he's like thirty years old. Yeah, I and, think uh, I think maybe it's Luke. That I think that's where like the like the, the famous like passages about the nativity come mm-hmm. from or whatnot. But yeah, like even like I don't think the Book of John even talks about Christ very much in the, a personified manner. The Book of uh, John is. The, Probably like maybe next to Revelation, the most mystical book in the Bible, I think, because it's it's more metaphysical, talking about Christ being the incarnation of the Word or Logos, right? And um, and also being a person of the Trinity, rather. Which <clears throat> I don't think I don't think Gnostics have the same view as him being the physical manifestation of God as more of being like a I think the, enlightened spirit I th- being. If I'm remembering correctly, at there's the totality, right? Mm-hmm. Which is which is God, right? The, the Trinity. Well or, or, oh in the Gnostic Yeah, yeah. In system. the in the Gnostic <coughs> system there's like a, you know, the Godhead, right? Mm-hmm. The the supreme personality or whatnot. Um, but then there is the thought and the first thought is uh, this uh, feminine mm-hmm. goddess, right? Um, I forget what her name is, but it's a uh, maybe it's a Barbalo, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from them spawns the um, they they call them eons, right? Um, but it's uh, the eon of I think it's like something like the self or like self knowledge mm-hmm. or something, and it's called the Christ. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that. Jesus, uh, the uh, biblical version is the pretty much had th- the right amount of genetic code from the gods to be the messenger. He had mm-hmm. enough knowledge uh, uh, from that to be considered the Christ. Right. If 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 that makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's it's, it's, like, it's the Matrix, and yeah, yeah. And, G- so, and Jesus is Neo. Yeah, yeah. Because so, I mean, that's what the Matrix is. is a, it's a Gnostic gospel, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the idea is that uh, it it is still like um, like the Catholic Church is about uh, the Trinity being the Father, the Son, and the the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. The Gnostic Trinity of of these eons is uh, the totality, the Barbalo. And the Christ. Okay. Okay. And that Jesus is the most accurate manifestation of Who, Who's Obra- Abraxas? Isn't that the the serpent god? The chicken headed snake god yeah. that Sam Tripoli always talks about. But I don't know what his place in the pantheon it's not Gnosticism is like super complicated in that sense that it's platonic. Um, it has like um it the it's emanation based basically so it's like like you said at first there's totality and then the totality thought about itself mm-hmm. and then so that created an emanation of a it's like you had the totality which is i think it's been called an undifferentiated nothing which is so which is something right but it's like but then it like thought about itself and became a second under differentiated nothing, which then differentiated. Yeah. And so it's like platonic in the way, if you think of like sacred geometry, you have like the circle and then like the circle becomes the seed of life shape becomes the flower of life. And each one is a, it's a, not a reflection of itself, but an emanation in that the next step is like, um, an expansion on what was already there. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Right. So it gets super complicated in that way where you're like, well, this aspect of the Godhead, you know, um, thought about itself. Right. And that's where we come from. And you're like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, um, the origin uh, stories of like, like kind of any religion, mm. like, I, I, I think is, um, it's kind of irrelevant, right? It's, right. it's like I was, um, I was talking with a, a friend of mine. I was like, well, you know, as far as like my religious beliefs go, and as far as how I interpret Christianity to be, like, because that's as my father told me once, whether you like it or not, you're Christian. That's right. <laughs> like that's that's how you were raised. That's yeah. That's like what our people are, you know. And uh, it's like you know no other way. In a sense. Well, I mean, I mean, if I want to choose to rebel and then, like, what? Like, wind up like one of those sad fucks going back to a, a, a church and be like, I just need to get saved again. Yeah, yeah. The government done caught me invading, paying my taxes for 30 years, and Loretta's left, and they took my plane. I don't know where else to go. Oh, come on in, brother. Welcome to the fold. Speaking of folds, you still got anything in that billfold? <laughs> oh man! But um, I th how I interpret Christianity is that wh whether or not you say the correct name is regardless to whether or not you get out of here. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you I know agree with that. That like it's. It is about the totality of yourself. It's mm -hmm. like, well, what was your score when you got out? Right. Like, right. that's, I mean... I've, and it doesn't matter what religion you believe in. Like, killing people, stealing, and, like, just being deceptive in general has negative negative score you points. Know when you know, you've done, I mean? you know yeah. when you've done something wrong. Right. You know when you've hurt people. Mm -hmm. And you have to ask their forgiveness in order to move past it. Mm -hmm. The same thing has to be said about yourself as well, mm -hmm. you know. Like, you can't compare yourself, not to be Jordan Peterson, but, like, you can't compare yourself to other people. You should compare yourself to who you've been. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, a grind is is important. I've been watching a fair amount of young Mike Tyson fights and interviews the uh, past week or so. And... Um, until he, you know, in the nineties, you know, lost his mind, and but like when he was, I eat your children. <laughs> I'm gonna make you my bitch. <laughs> but he, um, now Kith. <laughs> <laughs> he had um talked about that uh, that all all he does is 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 train, mm -hmm. and like that's that's all he does, and he just. Works. He talked about how the people, like the the old, like worn out, like <laughs> white boys that he trains with, are like better fighters a lot of times than these champs that he comes up with. He's like, he's like these these folks don't train. He's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, they they look good. He's like, but what, what's his quote? Everybody's got plans until they get hit in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you see like how fucking heavy like Mike Tyson punches, and it's like. Bro, what are you? What are you gonna do? Like, cause then after he hits you with one of those, he's coming right back with another one. Yeah, if you're still standing. Yeah, yeah. But he, 
he he talked about like like that that's that's all he focuses on is like his 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 goal is mm-hmm. like you know just to to be a champion it's like man it's like the that amount of drive and de- aside aside from what the man has done in his life but like just that as like a young man to like have that amount of drive like there's something godly to that mm-hmm. you know where like that I believe that purpose is abundant on earth. It like it's so abundant. You can find so much shit to do here. Mm-hmm. Like even me, the sad sap I am, out here in the woods, somewhat. But like I can I I I, I find stuff to do. You know, and then I at the end of the day I'm like, man, I didn't even do enough. Right. Like yeah. there's always more to yeah. do. There's always so much to do. And if you really focus on something you can get incredible results, right? Even like like physically, like that cat was in ridiculous shape. Like you talk about, like nobody gets up as my Mike Tyson's not as good as you, but like nobody gets up as early as me. <laughs> like like they don't, they don't get up and start running at five. You know they don't hit the gym afterwards at six o'clock. They don't come up to the to the to the yeah uh, yeah. Uh, what do they call it? It's like the gym. Yeah, no. <laughs> They don't work out at six o'clock. They don't hit the gym and then like start sparring at like you know like ten o'clock. They don't they don't wait two hours waiting for everybody you know to settle down so we can you know fight. All I do is this train, man. That's all I do. There was one fight he did against um oh fuck Jose Rebalta Jose Rebalta. This dude's like six foot seven and like jacked mm-hmm. and he um I think it was like by the 10th round or something like he finally like TKO'd him but Tyson did yeah 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 but he uh, afterwards like it was one of the rare instances like in a post fight interview that he was like commending his challenger of the, like <laughs> not not calling him a, a bitch and right. said like, like no he came here to fight he gave it all he got I have to commend him he was, it was great and you just see him like <laughs> Stand up in the background, like, holy shit! Mike Tyson just said good yeah. things about me. Yeah, I mean, if you get a compliment from Mike Tyson, you did. Well, you did, you did you something a, with your life. If you life. get a compliment from somebody who is a master, yeah, mm-hmm. at that same thing, mm-hmm. that's something to like. Be like, okay, well, thank you, right? You know, and that's in anything though. Like, I, I don't know if I've ever said thank you to somebody after they whoop my ass though. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, well. I've never had my ass kicked. Uh, it's been a minute. <laughs> I definitely didn't say thank you after. Um, which for most people I think is a problem. I think a lot of people need their ass kicked. But uh, I'm about to say, like, I will avoid it as, for as long as I can. <laughs> I, th- I think that's one thing I kind of in, maybe a double-edged sword, but encouraged me and my big mouth was that like, oh, bro, I've gotten knocked in the fucking mouth for, like, using this yeah. thing before. Oh, I've been punched in the face, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never actually, as an adult, been in a fight. Because I don't like to get punched in the face, you know? I try to just... I don't want to hurt somebody. Mm-hmm, me neither. The, the last two times I've put hands on somebody as an adult, it's been on people I care about yeah I didn't hurt them right you know I didn't like punch them in the I slapped one of them in the face but it was one slap and they they were disrespecting me in public man and they kept twirling my mustache and I told them not to do it 
And it's like changing a black man's radio. Uh, <laughs> Jackie Chan taught me that yeah. you don't do that. <laughs> if, if Rush Hour and or Rush Hour 2 has taught me anything, so you, you never touch a black man's radio. Supposedly they're coming out with Rush Hour 4. I, I saw that. Well, thank God, because the world needs it now more yeah. than ever. If there's if there's anything the world needs now is another um, long dead series to be re <laughs> reignited. To <laughs> be it'll be uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan's uh, transgender daughters. Oh my God! Taking the role, <laughs> being captured by the Russians. Yeah, yeah. Vlad, what's his name? Vladimir Zelensky. Yeah. Is that his first name? Vladimir. It's like, so like, where's there's Vladimir Putin, and yeah. then Zelensky is like Volodymyr. I, I've only read it. I've never heard anybody say it. But he makes a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> Zelensky. <laughs> he's got he's got Sean Penn's Oscar in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Zelensky. Uh, he just he's we, he's just, we should be mindful because he's he's the man, man of the year for Time Magazine. So he's also a big fan of the show. Yeah, I was talking with him yesterday, and he was telling me. He only he only speaks in binary code. So he this week outlawed Orthodox Christianity in the Ukraine, which, if anything, to me is a sign that it's true. You know, like well, you you don't you don't think that there's neo-nazis in ukraine <laughs> do you that are trying to homogenize an entire I don't, country under I don't know, to be man. just like them right? it's, it's so it's so weird well because like the whole thing is a fucking shit show yeah and i think the idea of them making quote-unquote heroes out of political pundits is absolutely absurd and i I think sometimes it can even go beyond absurdity and into gross. Like yeah, it is. It's that's what it is. It's gross. Yeah, it's gross. These TikTok dancing, quote unquote, soldiers. You know, like that's straight out of the Israeli playbook using um, e girls for military propaganda. And it's so it's so obvious. I mean, we do I it. I knew we'd eventually come back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know, we do it too. We, yeah, we do it too. We went, we went off the rails for like an hour, but yeah, it's work. fine. Like you say, there are no rails on this uh, show. All right, hang on. All right. <laughs> but I mean, we—I think everybody, everybody does propaganda. I mean, that's a common fact. You know, like I think if you're a government and you want to be efficient, you would have to. Mm -hmm. You know, like how. How else are you going to unite people other than trying to have a common narrative or ideology or... You have to trick them into it. <laughs> Your smirk is like, is like, oh, he's got porn on behind you. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that kind of look. It was like, like I, don't, I don't watch pornography on this computer. What's going no, on? No, I was just... While you are explaining how else do you get people to unify under, you know, um, one belief, I'm, I was just smiling because in my head I'm like, you have to trick them. You know, yeah, <laughs> through deception, yeah. Obvi obviously. Yeah, was it the uh, Sam Tripoli talks about that uh, the word nasha in Hebrew NASA, to deceive? To yeah. deceive, yeah. Which I mean, I'm, sh I'm sure there's no coincidence, you know. But that's you. Yeah, you. 
if you don't think that you have been, if you or a loved one has been a victim of propaganda pushed by the state or a corporate media entity, you deserve a right to nothing. <laughs> but we will represent you nonetheless. But it's, One it, of our lawyers is standing by to handle your butthurt anus and to deal with your cope and crumbling ego and the loss of reality that you once had. Call us today for a free consultation that will only be five ninety five per minute through a Zoom meeting, with an upcharge of an additional nineteen ninety five per minute after that. You sound like you've given this <laughs> you've given this spiel. My lawyers have advised me not to give any further details. The um <laughs> I just, I just drew a blank. Yeah, sorry. What no, was I don't, I don't know. Oh, propaganda, decep oh, yeah, deception. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you'd, you'd have to. You, you'd have to. Um. Oh, if you, if you can't point out the person in the room who's been tricked by propaganda, it's you. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would say. Luckily, every time, every room I walk in, I'm already that dude. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then it's funny too because you have the people who take that to the next level where they say like. The people who say everything's a psyop, especially the psyops, like the psyop is a psyop to make you think that everything else is a psyop. Yeah, or I think then, the, what Eddie Bravo talked about that with like flat Earth because he was already into conspiracies. He's like, I started thinking, is this a psyop? Yeah. Like a psyop for the psyop? And I think a lot of that was kind of like what the QAnon stuff kind of turned into. Yeah, that's a perfect example. Was of, how they were like, hey, how can a uh, this this kind of stuff is kind of spinning out of control. What can we do? Oh, we can just take over and make it way more absurd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just dry, just fly it into the side of a mountain. There, there's there's still people that like are are all about. They're like, oh, it's happening. It's yeah. happening. It's like, bro, that if if so many of their breadcrumbs they've come across or ones I've come across, I'm like, yeah, man, totally agree with you on this. Mm -hmm. Why are you going in that direction then? Right, like. Like I've I've followed it. Like when I say I followed it, I kept up with it. Not mm -hmm. not that I believed it, but um, I kept up with it for a good while. Even after it was obvious that it was just complete controlled opposition, and um, I think when they had the meetup to welcome the return of JFK Jr. in Dallas, yeah, oh. I, I, that's when I was like, I just I can't do this anymore. When when they started talking about that. That's when I was like, "What? Where? Where's this coming from?" Yeah, like that. That dude is dead. Right. Like, well, for the for the <laughs> long, for the longest time, they they kind of floated the idea that that's who Q was was JFK Jr. That he faked his death and that he's been, you know, putting out all this information. And it's like, but they had they had a bunch of stuff that they were. Floating as maybes, you know what I mean, and that's yeah. what I was really interested in. Or like, well, maybe it's this, and maybe it's th this other thing. But then once they started accepting it all as true, that's when I was like, this is this is beyond. Yeah, like the. It's beyond interesting. Now it's just sad. When, you know? Any time it, it becomes some sort of exchange ideologically, right? Where it's like you you have to accept the entirety of our orthodoxy. Or our dogma, and you you have to be willing to you know go along with trust the plan. Mm -hmm. Where we go one, we go all. Mm -hmm. It's like this is a cult, like in 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 its full blossom, and much like how they kind of took by they I mean like at a corporate level took movements of say 
<laughs> like the other social programs or social ideological movements such as uh, uh, Black Lives Matter or the uh, LGBTQIA plus uh, groups and exploited them and started just using them as like thought campaigns to get people's dollars and mm -hmm. be like, oh, you guys need to go protest now. This this just happened. It was weaponized. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like so like and the the Q stuff was the same way. Mm -hmm. It's like where it's it it is like a, a psyop within a within a psyop. Mm -hmm. It's you you start seeing like all these fingers connected to it where it's like especially stuff with like that they talk about with uh with uh Epstein and the sex trafficking and uh the Nexium and Weinstein Hollywood cults and the adrenochrome market and like all this stuff that was like had alarming amounts of data on it and then it became well don't worry Trump's not involved with any of this stuff right he he doesn't like those guys right it's like well he probably doesn't like them now but who is it the journalist Whitney Webb mm -hmm. like she had like uncovered that like during the 90s that like oh no Trump was all about like the Epstein stuff. Well, like, his mentor, <clears throat> his mentor Roy Co Roy Cohn. I don't know why I can't say his name. Roy Cohn. Um, he was into a lot of. I think it's because it summons a demon whenever you say it. <laughs> I've already said it twice. Don't say it again. <laughs> um, he was involved in some of that dark Epstein style shit too. And, yeah, and he was like, I mean, he was Trump's mentor. I mean, they were very, very close. Oh yeah, you know? and the 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 notion that. This guy, this billionaire who owns casinos and real estate, like he's a gangster, had no idea this was going on. Like, like, oh, I only went to the island one time. It's like, well, yeah, no doubt you were probably like, this is a bad idea. There's a flight log. Right, yeah. <laughs> he's at least a competent enough businessman that, to know that he doesn't need to get involved openly with you know certain things. But you think his hands aren't dirty? I mean... Dirty as fuck, yeah. man. And well, and just just to see him these past, really the past couple of years, but especially in the last um, since his announcement speech, how much he is willing to put his head down and do the acceptable thing. You know, he's not um, he's not the uh, punch you in the face presidential candidate anymore. He's the yeah. He's, I'm going to do what my advisors tell me to do. I'm going to, you know, placate to the um, to the neocons. I'm going to placate to the media. I'm to going the military. To the military, to Israel. To he's not the he's not the I hate the word maverick, but he's not the maverick that everybody has. has and maybe maybe he was, you know, in 2015 and 2016. I, th I think up until 2020. Yeah. Like, like honestly, when I, he placated to the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah, and while talking about that, like. That uh, you know he had beat him with the uh, uh, favored nations clause on mm -hmm. one of his exos. It's like, yeah, bro. But if if you lose the election, which you did, they can just come in and negate all of your executive orders, which just, they did. Which <laughs> they did. <laughs> yeah. Like that's so. Like nothing gets done, and like it's it's the illusion, right, of getting shit done. Plus he. I forget who is, who is, I think it's, his name's Kennedy, Robert Kennedy, maybe, mm -hmm. uh, which, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure that, that name wasn't the, the guy, The guy with the voice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
talks about that there were these uh, committees initially that were supposed to be like vaccine like safety or advisory committees, and that uh, somehow Trump got I think like 1.8 million from like Pfizer, and mm-hmm. then the oh no we don't need that committee anymore. <laughs> the committee's gone. Yeah, I'm not surprised at that. I mean, you could tell in his in his speeches once the vaccine started coming out that it was um, he was compromised. Yeah. He's like he's like. Oh, we did it faster than they said we could do it. You know, get get it if you want it. You know, you don't have to get it, but get it. Because his crowds turned on him. You know, like whenever he he started speaking positively about the about the vaccinations, his his base were they were booing him like yeah. at his own rally. In my like, opinion, well, as they should. Yeah, absolutely. As, as they, they should. should. Like it, it, I I wouldn't cast a vote for him. No, like, hell no. At, at, at this at this point, absolutely not. Mm-mm. Especially after that sad sack except, uh, announcement speech, it was just it was. I mean, he's the one that went around calling people low energy. Did you hear his speech? No, no, it was must, must have missed it. It was yeah. It's not worth it's not worth watching. It's actually kind of sad. <laughs> he's what seventy two seventy three something like that. Yeah, like bro, you you did it. Yeah, you did it. But he was having rallies up until like up until the week of his announcement. And he's given some of the best speeches he's ever given in the weeks leading up to the announcement. But what it was is he had a prepared... He was reading off a teleprompter. And and anybody who, like... Like, I didn't vote for Trump in 2016 because I thought it was a clown show. I mean, I still think it's a clown show, but I I didn't really, like, enjoy, I guess is the right word, Trump until, like a year or two into his presidency when I saw that he was pissing everybody off. Mm-hmm. Like, when, once I realized he was a, a, a agent of chaos in modern politics, that's when I was like, okay, I'm in now. You yeah. know? And that's and that's what he has been. And then this acceptance speech, it was, it was low energy. It was, like, the most... Like, the most... Um, I don't know what word to use... Um, out-of-the-box thing that he was pushing for in his announcement speech was using the drug, I mean, the death penalty on drug dealers. Yeah. Suck my dick. Yeah. And, well, first of all, what the fuck do you mean by drug dealer? Like, I have friends who have drug dealers, you know, like, and they're not hurting anybody, you know, but, um, like, that was his main, that's the main thing he's going to run on is the death penalty for drug dealers. Like, what What about, what, this, what about, I think about you and Jan- I had talked about it, uh, a year or two ago, but talk about how the right wing will, because of the lack of police presence during 2020, it's just going to catapult the need, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. to have more authoritarian police force. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, look, they said defund the police. Mm-hmm. Now we can't. So we need to get more, more yeah. money and more power to the yeah. cops. Yeah. And it's like, bro, this... It's it's like chess moves you see like unraveling on a global scale, and you're like shouting from the mountaintops like, "Don't move there, yeah. don't!" Yeah. And sure enough, they're just, "Yeah, we're gonna move uh, Bishop to C seven Well, yeah, it's like it. How how is it that like dumbasses like myself can 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 in three steps tell you how our involvement in Ukraine can lead to nuclear war and the third world war, which could end to like literally the, the apocalypse, yeah. you know? Um, 
But yeah, here we're still doing it anyway. You know, like, and it's good. It's a good thing. And actually, you should want that. We should actually give more guns and ammo and money to the Ukrainians so they can keep going, and yeah. keep fighting. And it's like we know, like, so the American it's, people. It's really crazy how like quickly it went from. Don't worry, we got out of Afghanistan. What's that, Ukraine? They right. need us over here. Right. Yeah. Well, we're gonna. It was like the week, same week. Um, it was not very sh soon afterwards, and not that it was a shock, it, it, but seeing how like people were just like immediately just like hooked on it, just like yes, yeah. we must support the new war effort yeah. in Ukraine. It I, is good. Here is my new avatar. It is yellow and blue. It is better than yours. What are you, a bigot? It you was, better change, change. Yesterday, that yesterday, people were. Um, freaking out about you not wearing a mask in public but today i don't really care about that as much anymore now it's the war effort in ukraine no. you know, it was like it was like and i'm exaggerating when i say it was the next day but it was it was like the day that people stopped being pissed off about how fumbled the exit from afghanistan was yeah was when people started caring about ukraine yeah and it's like what well so like in the two, early 2000s and well you know from basically 2003 until the present the, all of the wars in Middle East, it's kind of like unspoken that it's like it's kind of a proxy war on behalf of Israel. You know, like it's if you dig into it, you can find out that that's what it is. Just like the same way that like the war in Vietnam was a proxy war against Russia, but you don't really think about it like that. Right. You know, it was like anti-communist movement. Um, but now it's like war in Ukraine is open face, just like proxy war funded by us against Russia. Yeah, no, no need for uh, uh, what was it. Uh, pretext yeah like you don't have to read about it to find out that it's like well why are we funding ukraine it's like well we're we're at war with russia right that's, that's what it is we're at war with them but since we're not shooting the guns it's not like uh technically you know world war three yet but it's like we know it's a proxy war the russians know it's a proxy war the ukrainians know it's a pro everybody knows and like china and iran are just sitting over there like any day now, just like checking their watch, like any day now. Iran's been a shit show. They've been executing men and women just for protesting, mm -hmm. like repeatedly. And it's like, bro, why, why aren't you guys talking about this, mm -hmm. man? Like, you guys are still talking about, like, putting Zelensky on fucking Time magazine and shit. And it's like... We've got, you know, we've got. They people. put somebody else on the cover of Time magazine one time. They sure did. He's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> you you could you could apply that to any person that's on Time magazine. But that's I, why I, I said. Like, <laughs> like clearly, I was I was referring to Michael Phelps. I was, I was, I was talk, obviously Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if either of those were Time magazines and Matthew. I'm, I imagine they probably were. Um, yeah, I'm assuming. But um, Michael Phelps, the only man to swim in the Olympics and pussy in the same day. <laughs> While stoned. While stoned. <laughs> but, um, That's a hat trick right there. It, it's weird because I don't, like, the only consumption of, like, legacy news media that I consume shows up on my alternative news media. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know, like, in the, the only place that I saw any coverage of the... Um, the protests in Iran are on social media, you know, so it's like, I don't know if they, have they even talked about that, like on CNN? Yeah, I, I, I follow it from, I guess what they would colloquially 
call like you know unverifiable right. news accounts. Mm-hmm. So there's like um, what's one I follow like Atlas News on Instagram mm-hmm. is one where it's just it's just folks on the ground. Okay, and like it. You you see some of the footage of like some of the protests like it's it's like where I initially saw the uh, like the stuff in Sri Lanka. Uh, when was that? Last twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two? I think that was. I thought that was earlier this year. It may have been, um, but like that's where I saw it first. And I was like, holy shit! Like, that's like a Woodstock crowd that just took over their government. Like it was like a legit January six rather than LARPing. Right. You know. Right. Which, which that's another thing that I think is um, kind of despicable about uh, about Donald Trump is that he didn't pardon any of those January six quote unquote uh, which would have been the obvious move. It would have been the obvious move. The the people he did pardon, I don't have the energy to pull up a full list. Alice, Alice Johnson is the one that that Ye was talking about. That um, which you know, well, I think was a good thing. She was a a, a grandmother who was in. Uh, prison for life with no uh, no parole for a drug charge. Yeah, for yeah. a marijuana drug charge. I'm not I'm not 100 percent on that, um, but it was a nonviolent drug charge. I right. know that. So that's a good thing. But it's like, what about all these people who are rotting and and some of these people were in might still be in solitary confinement. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the weirdo that she is. Large Marge. <laughs> She's got um, she's got some principles, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of all you can ask for in a politician. Mm-hmm. It's just like, bro, what are your principles, and will you, will you stand by them? Right. So like, with with her principles, I, I I don't agree with a lot of them, but I also agree with a lot of them. Yeah. You know, so like, I, she said some good things, but like, I'm confused on her at this point, like, because. I think at the end of the day, she, she's Trump's lapdog, well, and, and she will just gargle his balls as long as like he wants it. Like, oh, that's, oh, that's fantastic, Marjorie. That's great. Well, that's great. You're going to be a senator. I think day. even more so with McCarthy, who's lying, lined up to be the next speaker, mm. um, she is basically doing whatever... He tells her to so that she could get her committees back because you know she lost a bunch of her. She's positions. not on any committee. She lost all of her positions. Um, I think over her comment about the unvaccinated being treated like. I think it was b- before that she made some nine eleven comments on the floor. She, she said something about space lasers. Yeah, direct energy. <laughs> but yeah, she she was talking. About, I think what she actually said was like. Um, direct energy weapons funded like people funded by people like. The Rothschilds or the Rockefellers, and that got translated by the media into Jewish space lasers, and so that's the that's the like we were talking about earlier the pre well, I mean, the prepackaged insults. You have freedom of speech, right? Right. Unless you unless you talk about one of the protected right right animals that are more equal than the rest of us animals, we're all equal, right? But, but these, these people are more equal. What? Well, I, well, no, I, no, matter, no matter who. I'm not trying to use that disparagingly against one particular group, right, mind you, right. but any group can occupy that space. Mm-hmm. You know, and there, historically, any group can yeah. occupy that space. And there's a, it changes, but there is a hierarchy of mm-hmm. protected classes. Um, but what I worry about with Green is that she is portraying herself as Trump's lapdog when I think that she's actually 
McCarthy's lap dog, and McCarthy has, um, I don't know if it was recordings or leaks, something, there was leaked conversations about McCarthy, about talking about um, pushing for DeSantis rather than Trump, mm. which I, since Trump's announcement, right after Trump's announcement, DeSantis, you know, they you heard more people talking about how he was the next favorite, you right. know what I mean? Which, um, which he may be, but dude just won an election. Like, right. He managed to keep a state away from federal control of corporate influence mm-hmm. during the uh, point in time in my life where it was the highest. Um, uh, I shouldn't. It was the most tense moment as far as the debate between a state's right and the right of the federal government, mm-hmm. and that's. Why, um, uh, in in our state, uh, I I voted for uh, uh, Brian Kemp for governor uh, a few weeks ago. I don't I don't give a shit about his good old boy image right. or anything of that. Um, but he kept the state open. Right, right. Like he 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 didn't double down on any of the nonsense. Mm-hmm. He let people go back to work. He let businesses say, like, "Hey, if you guys want to do it." Mm-hmm. Do it. Florida's running with it. Seems to be working. Mm-hmm. We're right next door. We want to get that commerce going as well. So, you guys get back to it. Other than that, I have nothing good to say about. No, that, that just became like my my deciding factor. Right. With a governor race yeah. was mm-hmm. like, well, okay, how did they handle twenty twenty? Well, and also, Stacey Abrams is a puppet of the New World Order. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She she's a click. I want She's I, a click different than Herschel Walker football man in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. Which, uh, for for those who don't know, I I voted for Ted for uh, for uh, senator. Technically, you voted for my dad. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't. Um, you know, for the record, I I don't think uh, Raphael Warnock does a, a bad job, nor uh, do I think he's a, a bad man by any means. Right. He, 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 he seems to be, like, on, on the good side of the coin of politicians, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I think he's a company man at the end of the day, and I don't like the company he works for. That's right. I, I, it's been a while since I've said this, but I want to make it clear, I'm not a Republican. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, like I'm right of center, like you said earlier, but I am not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm a generally, consi- even though we end up talking about politics all the time, genuinely consider myself apolitical. You know, but it's just the world that I'm interested in. It involves politics. It's ubiquitous. You can't escape. No, you can't escape con- it. Conspiracy and politics are siblings. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Um, for it, what astounds me a lot of times is that people that do fancy themselves political, I don't, I don't think they're political. I think they're just partisan, mm-hmm. um, if, if that's the correct terminology. But I they, think so. they, they just like. Like making sure you know whose team they're on, mm-hmm. and it's like, bro, they all suck, man. Like, and that's and that's if, what I like about Trump. He's not a he or he wasn't a politician when I liked him. You know, like I don't like politicians. I, I don't because they're all like so. On the right wing, you have neocons, yeah. which is the majority of the Republican Party. Is you got you've got neocons, and you've got what they now call mega Republicans, which half of them are really just neocons anyway. Yeah. And then on the left, you've got the company men, the your um, DNC, you, blue no matter who, your mom and dad's D- Democrat. You yeah. know what I mean? Your who fancy themselves Kennedy style. And then you've got your far left, 
you know, cut your kid's dick off and throw a party about it, you know? So it's like... Look what an awesome parent I am! Yeah. So it's like either side, it's like... It sucks. The... I, th I think at least on the... I think a silver lining, uh, again, with a, a schism on the right, like a counterculture mm -hmm. happening, is that you you have more wild cards mm -hmm. on that side of the aisle than you have on the left side of the aisle. The wild cards on the left side of the aisle seem to shout a lot and then vote the same way as... Your AOCs. Yeah, your yeah. like... Voting for war. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're no, they're no different to me than, than Trump is. Yeah, they're, they're the left-hand... Well, like... I think they're the left-hand side of the neocons. That they get up and talk like on the right side. Yeah, when, um, whenever uh, leftists argue that there um, there is no left, mm -hmm. that they're they're all right-wing. It's like, well, some aspect, yeah. They're but the uniparty. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's top bottom. Mm -hmm. you know? Right, right. It's authoritarian, libertarian. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to uh, to have lived in uh, uh, Portland during the chop. Right. That's not my kind of libertarianism. No. At all. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, they got rid of, like, they wanted to run their neighborhood a certain way. Well, that's what they got. Let them try it. Yeah. At least they're not killing people. <laughs> well, they, they sort of introduced segregation really, really quickly. Yeah, right, right. Like, that was, like, one of the chief things. It's like, all right, now let's make sure black people have food first. Right. It's like, oh, so you guys are white savior complexing it. All right. We well, have fun with that. And Which is just, just the opposite side of the coin of what they hate so much in white so-called uh, so white supremacy. You know yeah. what I mean? They're like, segregation. It's, it's literally the same thing. <laughs> so like, I, I, I wouldn't describe myself nor nor you as apolitical, but it's um, maybe apartisan for sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The like, um, you know, there's there's these. Unspoken rules that you don't uh, when you sit down with somebody, you talk with them. You you don't you don't talk politics and you don't talk religion. Which are the two things I like to talk about. Yeah, same. <laughs> it's like fuck you. It's like pretty much fuck you. Pretty How are you much, gonna tell me I can't talk about what I want to talk? Pretty about? Pretty much all we've talked about this entire conversation is politics and religion. Yeah, yeah, it's been pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll um I'll do that a lot with uh with uh like women. I'm like. Potentially going to date, you know, mm -hmm. the, the courtship. You know, I like to have a, a phone call or FaceTime before I'm going to meet somebody mm -hmm. in public. You know, but I'll, I'll tell them, you know, it, like I'm when it comes to me politics depends on what we're talking about, whether or not who I'm going to agree with. Right. And I'm, I'm usually not fringe with a lot of stuff, but there's certain things that I'm just like, oh no, like I'm like. All, all the, like, like uh, freedom of speech and gun rights. Oh right. no, all the way, all the way. If somebody wants to build a cannon in their spare time, yeah, let them build a cannon. Mm -hmm. The military it, has it. And it yeah, yeah. There, during the um, uh, Revolutionary War, like there was only a quarter of the colonists that wanted to have freedom. Mm -hmm. You know, and they're taking on literally the biggest army and the biggest navy in the world. So they would hire brigandiers, these rich assholes who had their own fucking fleet of ships. They're just like, Basically oh yeah, pirates. yeah, they're yeah. Like, oh yeah. You wanna you wanna pay us to shoot our cannons at people at the British? We love shooting our cannons oh, at the British. Fuck yeah, bro, <laughs> dude. You got you guys are going for freedom? Mm -hmm. Shit. No no no. We we like that. We'll play along. Sure. You want to give us a port afterwards? We can 
set up in? I, I think that's like an argument to be made with uh, the founding fathers and a lot of the um, like the uh, the slave trading like colonies. Is that that the whole notion of like well, all of them were you know all about like you know white supremacy and slave trades? Like no, they probably teamed up with a lot of folks that were in that yeah. in order to beat a greater enemy. It's a very sm very small percentage of people in the colonies owned slaves. Well, you know honestly, what I think. Uh, probably happened with a fair amount of our history is I imagine a fair amount of it got whitewashed, mm -hmm. literally, in that there are probably some black founding fathers mm -hmm. because they were black slavers. Right. You know, the the Carolinas, like, they had uh, uh, slave plantations, some of the first, uh, what were they, LLCs, like, businesses mm -hmm. that they uh, could take out uh, were from Moorish men, you know, from... Mm -hmm. Northern Africa, they were they were not white, you know. The, even the flag of South Carolina still has Islamic iconography on it with the crescent moon. Right. It's because there was they were like, ruled by Muslims for so long. Yeah, it was it was influence there. Like it's, and I think that's one of the ways you can break an entire population. Right, is by lying to them about their history. Mm -hmm. So, Black Americans were taught that not only were they not conquerors themselves but all of them came from the slave trade in, mm -hmm. in every Africa. single one of them every single one of them not one of them not not one of them could have been descended from you know nobles from Moorish Europe and they sure as as hell weren't native to America yeah. they, they definitely were already here when we got here you know uh, or it, I said we you know, <laughs> Europeans <laughs> well it's it's just kind of like when you when you Start unpacking a lot of taboo topics again. Like you, you start going back to what I was saying earlier that there's truth in a lot of ideologies mm -hmm. that you you don't want to admit something's being mm -hmm. true. You know, so like me early on before I started kind of like looking at NASA and what I've been taught about NASA and our universe objectively. I, I would get really upset when people didn't believe the moon landing happened. Mm -hmm. And I had no data on their arguments whatsoever. But I would just get really upset. Like, they would bring it up. And there there would be other things as well that, like, I would... Looking back with hindsight, I see myself and it's like, I would get so emotionally upset yeah. when something would challenge my perspective or, or my belief and I had no way to counter it, you know, and you realize that's what cognitive dissonance is, right. you know, and the way you, you cope with that is to, one, sort of listen and try to, try to grasp a perspective that somebody else is providing you, then analyze it and interpret it yourself, you know, so a lot of the stuff with the conspiracy world even in that, there are taboo subjects, and most of them have to do with things stemming from World War II mm -hmm. down, right? It's like some conspiracists will they'll be all in when it comes to like Nazi influence over our intelligence agencies mm -hmm. and our, um, our uh, space, space, program. space programs. And yet they won't sort of acknowledge that, like, it kind of seems that maybe that there is a point to ending 
the war, right? Mm-hmm. For for those involved that like they kind of saw that like Nazism would be defeated. But silver lining, fellas, we have a way for you to. It's kind of like how the government will employ hackers mm-hmm. after they've been hacked. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, like, oh no, you're valuable. Like we don't want to yeah. kill you. Yeah. That 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 would have been. I mean. Taking the Nazi scientists after the war is probably one of the smartest things we've ever done as a country. Yes, you know it's, I mean? it's strategically wise. Yeah. You know? It's, it's you, you have to be an idiot wise. to kill all of these geniuses. Yeah. You know, just you're going to hang all these geniuses with secrets, you know, with, with technology that we had, don't have any access to? Right. But, it, you know, it's... Um, I, forget, I forget the, uh, the story of, like, uh, the official story of like how Hitler dies but it's like he and Ava Braun kill themselves like in a bunker they got married they got married in a bunker and he shot her in the head the next day and shot their dog and took um, cyanide and shot himself yeah and then and, and then, then they burned the and then they burned the body yeah so they they you know they couldn't be identified that's the people. official story right so decades go by and it turns out that there's actually a giant German-American population down in the Southern Americas in mm-hmm. Argentina. Blonde, <laughs> blonde-haired, blue-eyed, yeah. German-speaking. Yeah. Like, and, and never, nobody, nobody knows where they came from. No, no. <laughs> so odd. It's, it's definitely not like they, you know, I don't know, were refugees from a war and then were relocated elsewhere mm-hmm. to maybe, I don't know, rearrange things on a political map. It's. It seems that like, or even a breakaway sect of the Nazis before the war ended. Yeah, I think I think that they were expanding. Um, you, you hear about bases in in our in, in Antarctica. Yeah, you know bases in Argentina. Yeah, I think um, maybe like that's where the dispute decades later of the Falklands came from. Is that I think mm-hmm. at one time the Nazis occupied them. I may uh, be wrong on that. Maybe I don't know. And then like. You know, the British and Argentinians started fighting over them. Which, I mean, why the fuck would... Why, why would sensibly anybody think that Great Britain has a right to I, uh, islands? Well... On, on literally the opposite end ask, from them, on, could, on a different hemisphere. You could ask Indians or Taiwanese the same thing, you know. Oh, or, or um, you know, Hong Kong, you know. The whole, they did that to the whole world for centuries, so why would they stop in the 40s, you know? Yeah. And now you get in trouble in England if you <laughs> say something about like being pro-English. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how dare you, bigot? It's like they're they're interviewing uh, a man on the street from Pakistan, and uh, he was talking about how he is English mm. uh, because you know, England. Everybody he likes is, crumpets. Everybody, well, everybody is is English. They're all welcome to come to England, and then. Uh, the British guy asked me, he's like, so am I Pakistani then? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. He's like, he's, like, he's like, is that how it works? And the guy's like, you know, not not like pissed off, but like upset. He's like, no, no, that is that is not like how it works. Right. It's like, well, it's like, it's kind of how colonialism is and operates. But, it, oops, sorry, it's interesting though, it's like, um, whoever 
won the last round of colonialism. And it's like, okay, well, guys, we need to stop. Colonialism's right. yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. All right? Shut the, shut the door behind them. Yeah. yeah, hey, now, <laughs> let's not get carried away. Right. Look, we said we're sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay? But we're in charge now, so. Hey, tell you what. We've got some great companies we want to invest with in your country. It'd probably be best, though, if you nationalize all your resources, and then you can outsell them to us, and we'll all of your citizens get paid for it. It's great. <laughs> it's great. I love it. And four years later, their leader is assassinated, and yeah, yeah. the entire society falls apart. Man, it's crazy how quickly it got swept under the rug. A lot of those uh, world leaders during the pandemic that refused to vaccinate their mm. country started dying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh... Sure, sure. That's just coincidental. Mm. They they even started. There was one. It may have been the, the Haitian president, but it was after. Is he the one that tested and like a a melon? No, I. He's he sent in all these all these tests. There, there was another leader. It may have been the guy from Nigeria or Nairobi, maybe. Sorry. Anyway, the Haitian but, guy. Yeah, yeah. The yeah the guy you're talking about. Yeah, he tested uh, like a fruit. And it was positive for COVID nineteen. He tested a Coca Cola can. It was positive for COVID nineteen. Like fresh, like yeah. cracked open. And then he died not long after that. Well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, like COVID serious. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't he didn't have a mask on. That's why he died. Yeah. It's quickly how people's lack of sympathy or empathy goes out the window. At least uh, during that time, it's like somebody died and they were like against vaccines or masks and it's like well that's what you get bro yeah that's what you get for not wanting to follow fucking rules now you're dead mm-hmm. and it's like now you start seeing people pop up that were like like oh only vaccinated people you know people are unvaccinated you know they're a health risk to us all i just got my third booster dead yeah mm-hmm. that's like, what's really sad about yeah. what were you about to say about the haitian president Oh no! That like um that after he had said something like that, and I think I don't know if he survived. I think he got killed eventually, but he had like more than one assassination attempt. Oh yeah! But there was like after like the first one, these obscure news stories came out of just like oh how he was like he's like a terrorist and had like been so cruel to the Haitian people. That's I could be mistaken, but it kind of looks like if I'm not mistaken, the timeline was that after. You know, Haiti got wrecked by all those earthquakes, mm-hmm. and then all that money that Wyclef Jean and the Clintons were helping out seemed to just disappear mm-hmm. and go nowhere. Then it seems like the people had an uprising and elected somebody else to lead, and then a drug cartel that seemed to be hired. Who knows? Probably not by the Clintons, yeah. you know, because they're squeaky clean as they mm-hmm. come. But like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, it's kind of a little too coincidental when you have these these political wild cards, real mavericks. They're like, no, we're not doing this with our country. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but you kind of co- have to, or we're gonna kill you. Yeah, well, their their countries are like pretty poor, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, well, how good your military? Right. Can your military protect you from private companies sending in a couple of death squads yeah like the, the united states military can definitely take care of like 
if if Pfizer's death squad, yeah, you know, the, the, little, little the Johnson and Johnson black ops team like comes. I in. immediately pictured they're shooting like um, hypodermic needles out of their guns. Mm -hmm. <laughs> These are the new ultra vaccines. Like, oh, are we gonna get them? You do not want this one, Johnson. <laughs> this will be loaded into your hypo rifle. This is specifically for political dissidents. <laughs> if anybody knows. <laughs> The dangers of accepting foreign aid—it's Haiti. They, whether it's whether it's money, whether it's food, or Thank God, it's, Laura Silsby got in there and cleaned that yeah, mm -hmm, up, right? Mm -hmm, saved all those children. Oh man, they um, were in, they were in rough shape. So, like Haiti, after those earthquakes, they they denied food. You know, you think the number one thing you would take, and you know, because money, you could say you're on the hook for something. You know, right. it's like, well, we gave you the money. So now you have to do what we want. Well, right. well, you think they would take food? Well, no. They realize that American food is basically poison because it's all genetically modified. It's all processed bullshit. You know, so they're like, no, no, we don't want your, and it contaminates. You know, like the, like all the Monsanto, the Monsanto, you know, Roundup Ready seeds contaminate non-GMO yeah. cr crops. Yeah, you can't grow them. Anymore. And then, and then all of a sudden, your entire country is full of GMOs. So, and. Like you mentioned, you know, the problems with certain um, DNC operatives being involved with missing children, you know, in a, in a fairly small country, you know, you're going to you're going to notice when a shitload of children just disappear. And then pharmaceutical, you know, pharmaceuticals, it's like, no, we're not playing this. Yeah. You've got a base leader. He's like, I'm not going to play your depopulation game because we know what it is. And they've said, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've made your decision. Yeah. Which you wonder about, like uh, something like a lot like closer, like Mexico, where it's like, I mean, the cartels are like they they essentially operate like terrorist organizations, mm -hmm. but at the same time, their federal government can't take them on. Right. You know, mm -hmm. it's their populace isn't well armed though. Like in Mexico, it's very difficult to get a firearm. You have to go to Mexico City, and there's like one place Legal you, legally it's hard. Yeah. 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 So. Like the Mexico's not a small country. Either. No, it's fucking massive, yeah. dude. Like, and like you've got all these different states in it, and it's you know it's very similar to America. But ju just imagine if you're like out in the boonies somewhere, and like you're not allowed to have a gun, and then oh what a fucking drone shows up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with, with like a fire rifle or a claymore attached to it. Mm -hmm. Like, what? how are you going to get it out of the sky? Pray the rosary? Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> run? Yeah. It, that is a weird um, example, though, because it's almost like they have two governments. They do. Yeah, they, yeah, do. they literally do. Because if the, if the cartels, at which they've demonstrated that they can take on the federal government... In a, <laughs> yeah, they want somebody out of jail, they just get them. Yeah. <laughs> Really, at this point, you could say the Mexican government is subservient to the cartels. Like, I'd say that's they're, a fair argument. They're the ones who are actually in charge, and they just kind of let the federal government, like, well, you can deal with the foreign politicians, but we're going to, you know, we'll handle all domestic. Yeah. You know? I saw something where, um, like, uh, Brazil has been in uh, a lot of upheaval over uh, their recent election, mm -hmm. where it's, it's like the over overwhelming majority of like the country folk and the farmers and 
the blue collar workers all voted right wing, and all the cities well, I voted in the a new socialist mm. leader, and so they sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I'm I'm guessing probably will not bode well. Uh, I think that's what I don't think a lot of people realize with just just socialism is that you're taking the idea of like giving the government more power mm -hmm. like no, no matter how you boil it down to it's like well we're gonna we're gonna make sure that everything is distributed equally and it's like yeah but at, at what cost right at what cost you know it, it's the the enemy is not inequality the enemy is poverty right. you know and socialism invariably creates equality and poverty right yeah Everybody's just as poor as everybody else. Yeah. Erstwhile, you still have people that are rich as fuck, mm -hmm. and now you can't get to them. Yep. They're the ones with the guns. Yeah. So they're just going to make you constantly war with yourselves. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's one of the frightening things about American politics is you can see this dichotomy and, like, the road where it leads, like, both lanes are going in the same direction. Yeah. You know? And it's like, fuck, man. Like, is, can we can we just be honest? And, yeah. like, <laughs> speak honestly about, like, what's kind of going on? You know, like, I, I liked, initially, I, like, I liked both Bernie Sanders and Trump before they both became sellouts, mm -hmm. in my opinion. You know, they, they were... Not not afraid to be like, hey, what? Why don't we think about like Americans? Mm -hmm. Like this, this is our country, you know. Like so, who's taking our money? Where's it going? Well, it should be going back to us. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's it's an, an America first thing. I think that's one reason why I like Bernie, and he's the only politician I ever gave money to in 2016. But um, you know, I was always left of center, being you know the artsy, fruity dude I am. And he was it's not an idea of America, American exceptionalism. I, I don't think you falling out of a pussy and being born here makes you exceptional. Right. But, like, I, I think as far as us having a constitutional republic, I, I think that's, like, exceptional, mm -hmm. right? You know, and we should, we should be happy. I don't know about being proud to be an American. I haven't earned anything about being an right. American. But, but I'm happy that, like, I live in America. But the game is rigged. Yeah. The, the game is rigged. And when you when you start talking about it openly, people identify with it because they're like, I can't believe this dude just said this. Mm -hmm. And if you if you stifle your outrage and you're like, let, let me unpack this and see what the person's talking about, you, you can gain, like, a, a better perspective on a lot of things. And I, I saw these two guys as being a catalyst for change, which I, I'd argue they were, but god damn, man, like some people treat politicians like fucking messiahs. Yeah. And oh, yeah. It, it, it just grosses me out. That, I think that is the religion for a lot of modern people. Yeah. With, I mean, without, uh, they, I mean, <clears throat> tongue in cheekly, Trump was called the God Emperor, you know, by people on the right, yeah. you know. And I think people on the left do it with everyone who comes along. Everyone, you know, whichever new model of that comes along, whether it's you know Stacey Abrams or 
They did it with Bernie. They do it with AOC. AOC, I'm sure, will run for president in the next 10 or 15. <laughs> he, uh, Probably. Her tits could win. I'm telling you that. <laughs> yeah. right. She... I, I don't think a lot of politicians by nature are bad people. I th- I think they're all criminals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, that doesn't necessarily make you a bad person. But in order to operate within that system, how like unless you've got an absurd amount of wealth and power, how else are you supposed to make a difference without having to get your hands dirty. It's poisonous, yeah. what it is. You you go in clean, and you might have good intentions. I think a lot of them do have good intentions, but they end up killing people. You know, they end up... Taking a paycheck. Yeah. Like, that's... like so, Yeah, they're taking a paycheck to somewhere down the line sign off on killing children. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like somewhere. For that, when they sign that piece of paper, somewhere it might be a uh, hundred degrees of separation mm-hmm. leads to dropping a drone on a wedding, you know. Which is wild when you start seeing across the aisle that a lot of politicians all seem to be really pro-Israel, mm-hmm. and is Israel is is not a representation of Judaism mm-hmm. across the board, mm-hmm. and it, it's marked as that and even see there's a meme i saw that was good it had a jordan peterson being brainwashed by ben shapiro <laughs> yeah and like going into oh well you know israel oh gosh you gotta want to have he's, them around he's there. so excited about israel lately it's like well, like why man why like in well, I, I think a lot it is of it, luc- it is lucrative to be pro-israel well no doubt <laughs> But it's like a lot of these goyim, mm-hmm. as uh, Zionists like to refer to us cattle, like they have this apocalyptic fantasy, like a, some type of evangelical Christians do, right. where it's like, oh, well... We have to be pro-Israel, so they'll usher in the yeah the new apocalypse. We have we have to start the new world war. Yeah. So Jesus will come back. Yeah. It's like I don't think that's how it's supposed to happen. Well, no, Jesus <laughs> is going to come back for every we're person. Gonna, so that's that's an allegory for your own demise and judgment, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, you want to force him to come back? You want to force God to do something, dude? It's really easy. Just blow your brains out. Yeah. <laughs> you'll meet mission him. accomplished. You'll meet him real quick. Just <laughs> deep throat your own tailpipe in the garage. It's, over and over. See, see how far you can take it down your throat hole. Yeah. Make sure the car's running. It doesn't count unless you got the exhaust going in. But guaranteed, you suck that chrome long enough, you will see Jesus. He's gonna come. <laughs> In more, in more ways than one. Trust the plan. Trust the plan. Where we go one, you go one. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's so it's almost I mean not really almost it is comical to these especially Protestant evangelical Americans. They think that the state of Israel is synonymous with the nation, like Isra- Israel, the nation, like the biblical nation, the group of people. Is the same thing as a country that didn't exist until seventy years ago. <laughs> yeah, but they're like, well, I'm sure they didn't choose that name, right, for yeah. some sort of I don't know <laughs> self fulfilling prophecy yeah. of. Uh, well, you, it's like you ask any 
just like Southern Baptist about like, what do you think about what's going on in the Middle East? Well, you know, they've been fighting over there since the beginning of time. And, you know, when, and finally, once they, you know, once the Israelites take back their land and they build the third temple, well, Jesus is going to come back. And then that's what you want that, don't you? It's like, yeah, but not. I'm going to say hot take. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't want that. Do we have the genocide and apartheid and. Uh, send them $50 billion a year. Oh, no, it's cool because Book and Dogma says right, so. Right, uh, Like, that's just no different than, like, like you know, some fucking tweet that, like, people will uh, become, like, like oh, good for you mm. for, for stand up what's, what's right. That's right, you know. Trans kids are kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I identify as a child. I expect to be treated with a binky and a baba when I come home. Wah! Wah! I'm trans child. It's fine. I identify as a toddler. I just shat myself. Wipe me. Clean me. It's Feed me. You need to argue that way you should get free health care. It's like, you know, like in, we have free health care for children. You know what I mean? Why, why don't I qualify so, as that? Yeah, right. Sir, you're 52 <laughs> years old. No, I'm not. <laughs> How dare you? I'm this many. I'm trans aging. <laughs> you see, you see the, um, the you know people freak out if you say you know trans women are or aren't women depending on which side you're you're on. Mm. But that's not an argument. You see people like putting signs in their yard. In in this house, we believe trans children are children. Children are children. God bless you for being brave. <laughs> yeah, so brave. So brave. It's like, like again, like these, these are things that just like powers that be just exploit, you know, like to. It's probably hilarious to them, you know. I'm sure, and probably not to Klaus Schwab with his fucking. Have you seen the picture of him like on the beach in the wedding? It's like a wedding dress thong with a top hat or something. That's like that. that. That's a very good description. That's better than I could describe it. <laughs> Is that is the it thong, the thong may be a bit generous? Is for it confirmed what that that's him? That's really him. I mean, I look. I don't. It want, looks like. I don't it. want to push fake news. Right. Right. So no, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't confirmed. But with taking in consideration how a lot of stuff with what what got a lot of stuff that the Q thing got correct with as far as like. This globalism, new world order, mm -hmm. and they seem to have a perverse, like, dereliction, and the, seems to be tied with things that we've known, like big organized religious cartels that are also into, you know, children as a commodity, mm -hmm. and banking, and tying it all together, and running drugs, keeping drugs illegal so they can make the most from the drug trades. Yeah, I I don't I don't understand how it has become taboo for especially like on uh, for people on the right wing to call out some of these mm -hmm. groups, right? Where it's like they want they want to talk about how well, Hollywood's a sex cult and you know they're all pedophiles and whatnot. It's like, bro, what about your churches? Right. Well, you know, you've you've got uh, the uh, Catholic Church and Catholicism is rampant pedophilia. You've got it within 
Zionist Judaism as well, mm-hmm. where they'll have the brises. I don't, I don't, I don't want to call it brie because it sounds like <laughs> cheese. cheese. <laughs> oh, there's cheese involved. Oh uh, yeah, but they'll the moils. You like the... they'll they'll suck like mm-hmm. a fucking baby's dick. Like after they like circumcise, they're like, oh no, this is good. I'm just getting rid of the blood. It's like I I told somebody that once, like a <laughs> this this girl who's like super duper leftist, and I was somehow we got on the topic of Israel, and I was like. That she, she, I think she brought it up. You know, they th- they say that you know, they, these people suck baby dicks. And I'm like, oh well, you know, that actually is, you know, I even qualified it to not sound like you know, outrageously insane because that's what it sounds like. Right. You know, I even qualified it. No, it's a very small percentage of a very small sect of a very conservative uh, Orthodox Judaism, but it is real, and they are just like Israel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's but, that's all. That's all people like will hear about it, and they're like, "Oh, they're like, oh, you're a bigot. You hate Jew- you hate Jewish people." And, I, this is so sad to see you take this path. Yeah. of hatred yeah. and bigotry, the con- and, and it's it's concern it's concern trolling is what it is. You know, it's like, what, are you okay? Like you seem to be going down a hateful road. With some oh yeah, I've got I've got some messages like that before. Oh, I have too. Yeah, where it's like, hey, I just want to I just want to check in and make sure you're okay. You're okay. It's like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm fine. I probably could have used a checkup about a, a year or so yeah, ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. But no, I'm. I've, I'm, d- I've I'm done good. the I've done the dance with psychosis, and now I'm I'm never well, I'm better. S- I'm still dancing. <laughs> still dancing. I just got. But now I now I know the steps. Oh yeah, my choreography's <laughs> top It's so tight. Um, but no, like they'll they'll, that's like yeah. Some of the, some of the stuff that Ye has talked about, like is whenever I first started getting into conspiracies, like the like the We Was Kangs conspiracy, and it's like, yeah, man, there's there's some stuff they're talking about that's legit, mm-hmm. you know, like there there are black Jews, mm-hmm. like they're like in uh, Ethiopia that've been around a long fucking time, literally forever, yeah, and they have been doing their thing, and even when Christianity came to them. Some of them adopted it, and some of them were like, eh, no, yeah. like, we, we already got our thing going on, we're yeah. good. We, we acknowledge what it is, but we're good. So, like, the, the notion of these people in Eastern and Central Europe in the 19th century getting together, forming an ideology about their own supremacy... Mm-hmm of white people, mind you, and choosing geographically where to set up... An ethnostate. Yeah, their their nation. Mm-hmm. And the um, choices ranging between Alaska, Madagascar, Uganda, um, I think Suriname may have been another one. I've never even heard of that. Uh, it's in, a, it's in uh, South America. It's uh, on the Caribbean coast. Okay. Um, it's like near Guiana and French Guiana, mm-hmm. um, but there were there were all these different places that they were deciding essentially where are we going to start our legend from? Yeah, they're like these were banking cartels. Yeah, like, very, they had they had their own convention for themselves, you know, of, about Zionism, and they decide on Palestine because it seemed to be 
you know, historically important mm -hmm. to them. And, you know, but before the Zionist movement happened in the uh, early 20th century and the late 19th century, there were different Abrahamic religions in the region that mm -hmm. had not fallen to Wahhabism. Or, right. You know, yeah. like, like the Saudi Arabian uh, civil wars, I think that was the late 1700s. I may be wrong. It may have been 1800s. But, um, like, that's where, like, the uh, the modern Arabian state that we see, of, like, their type of Islam and mm -hmm. how they handle their business, that's Wahhabism. Right. Like, fully. Uh, <laughs> and that's re relatively modern. Like, yeah. it's a new thing. Yeah, like, uh, about... About as old as the U.S., maybe a little younger than the U.S., mm -hmm. but de definitely not like an old school like idea. They um, forget the guy. I think his name was Ibn, Ibn Taymah. Maybe I'm butchering that. Name. Yeah, I'm not good with the Muslim names. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of consonants. Um, but he he was like uh, this. Um, uh, radical uh, Muslim guy that was essentially like hyper conservative mm. with everything. It was like, like no, like graveyards are blasphemy, temples are blasphemy. Like, it, pretty much you can't can't do everything. Everything's blasphemy, mm. and they sided with the Saudis to help them win their war of the Arabian Peninsula. Anywho, but these cats, the the Zionists, they just they show up and essentially war starts breaking out in Palestine and then Great Britain occupies it after World War One, mm -hmm. you know, because it's, you know, they're, they're there to make sure everything goes on the up and up. Mm -hmm. You know, everything's right as rain. We need something for our museums. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Plen plenty of space on all walls for some of your <laughs> deliciously beautiful artifacts. But uh, then uh, I think that civil war ends against the British... I think in 47, I think. And that's when the trouble starts because then the Zionists are granted Palestinian land. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, why, why is that the case? They weren't even, they're not fighting over this land. It's like, oh no, but they will be. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, We're uh, going to make sure well, this is just the way we want it. That was, all. you know, the, the Holocaust had just happened. And these people needed a place to go because they've been kicked out of 109 countries in, you know, in history. Right. It's like they've been so persecuted throughout history and they just killed six million of them. We, they need a homeland, you know. So, <laughs> like, this is my homeland. <laughs> you know, we're already here. It's see, like, that's, yeah, but you don't belong here. In Catholic school, go, go that's, that's what they taught us. Go back that, to where you don't come from. Yeah, yeah. In Catholic school, that's what they taught us was that it was... Uh, Israel as a nation were, was essentially reparations mm -hmm. for what happened for the Holocaust, mm -hmm. and I, you know, I'm like eight, nine years old when we learned that, so I'm not like thinking about geopolitical right. stuff in history or anything. But like, as an adult, I started unpacking it. That's you look at the history of like Palestine just in the 20th century, and it's like that is not at all what happened. No, like. Palestine had already been essentially colonized and then got recolonized by the Brits. Mm -hmm. And then when the Brits left, they're like, okay, you guys can keep colonizing now. Right. And change all the maps. And, and it, it's like, then the U.S. goes in the Cold War and Israel becomes a business partner, right? Because mm -hmm. 
all their enemies are allies with Russia, yeah. and we're like, oh, well, we have to stop the, the imminent threat of communism. We have to. You don't hate Jews, do you? <laughs> Every single Jewish person came right out of this place. Mm -hmm. They're not white either, even even though they're of European descent. And they definitely didn't have anything to do with any communist revolutions. Not one. <laughs> not one. But now, now it's this political sword. If you're not, you know, if you don't. If you if you don't back our greatest ally, you know, um, well, if they if they fall, well, the whole Middle East is just going to, you know, go to shit and, you know, nine, it'll be 9-11 every day. Every day. On every block. Mm -hmm. You have no idea how many planes the Israelis have. Like, it's the only, it's the only, it's the only way. Planes and moving vans and Celebrate, art, art, art students. But uh, it, but it, it's it's so wild because it becomes after a while a, de a defense doesn't work as well, mm -hmm. right? Your your opponent is going to figure out what you're doing and find a way to get around it. So with this has always been like I think the most obvious example would be somebody like. Kanye, or rather, any black American, mm. because they'll be allowed to say any word they want, mm. anything they want to any person they want, but you can't criticize Jewish people mm -hmm. or the state of Israel, because that's, that's, that's different. Yeah. That's, that's, you, that's, that's Nazism. You, you can't promote that. It's like, that's not what Nazism is. No. That's an aspect of what the Nazis did was... Right. They didn't like Jewish yeah, people. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the political system of national socialism, which is more of an economical system than anything. Yeah, know? yeah. Like, like I, I think that Hitler probably saw what Mussolini was doing and vice versa, and they're mm -hmm. like, hey, this is great. We can, we can do some, some stuff together. Mm -hmm. Like, the, the idea of, like, ethnic cleansing, in my opinion, that's, that's a eugenics idea. Yeah. You, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, and eugenics isn't that old but like it's it's older than nazism is oh yeah for and sure like it's that to me is the disgusting part of like that ideology is this notion that hey we fell out of this type of pussy when we got here and everybody that fucked before we got here came from a certain way and that's the best way yeah like that's that's the best team go team mm -hmm. and then they start deciding like well i, th I think the what the uh, maybe it's all descendants of Seth. It's it's all of like one one of Adam's sons or something that they. It's, are, no, it's they, Noah's sons. Noah's sons. Because after the flood, the entire human population came from uh, Noah's. I think it was three sons: Ham, Sh Ham Shem. Shem, and Japheth. And Shem is where the word Semitic, Shemitic, right. comes from. So that's. So they, they basically they split off and went in different directions. And so depending on what part of the world you're from, then you technically descend from one of his... I think it's the three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, something that the Nazis talked about was, you know, what, Aryan race or mm -hmm. whatnot. You know, the, the, the whitest of the three. You right. Know? But how that there were... Essentially, history was a lie, right? And that 
the Iranian and Pakistanian and even like some Indian and Mongolian peoples were of a similar tribe yeah. as the whites he was talking about mm -hmm. that those Aryans were from. And if you look at the names of a lot of countries, a lot of countries have Aryans still in their national name. Well, Iran is, you know, before this became a, you know, geopolitical um, no-no, right. you know, they are Aryan, you know, like from a, like a taxonomical point of view. Oh, you know, like You remember when we met my future wife at that uh, restaurant in uh, Jacksonville? Yeah. yeah. Dark-skinned, blue-eyed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the blue-eyed, blonde-haired uh, Palestinian. Oh, she was there too, but the oh, the dark-skinned yeah. dark mm -hmm. uh, girl with the the blue eyes. It's, it's like, oh yeah, my family's Persian or Iranian. So I was like, God damn, man, this is the most beautiful. Fun. Yeah, I know. She, I know she's mad. I haven't. I haven't called her or spoken to her <laughs> or <laughs> gone back. She totally remembers you, bro. Oh, she totally does. She she longs for it all the time. But that whole. Um, the whole Aryan thing, and I don't even know if you would really should call it Nazism, but of like Hitlerism, you know, mm. um, stems from uh, Madame Blavatsky. Was that? She, she was a, I believe, nineteenth-century mystic. She was like a channeler, like, um, but she wrote. She basically, um, in my opinion, she was full of shit. But she she basically ripped off a bunch of like um, Eastern religions and like kind of synthesized it into her own like um, uh, pseudo philosophical. It was called um, theosophy. Mm. So it was like a, it was like a mixture of the, theology and philosophy. And she wrote this whole like supposedly she was in contact with what uh, she called ascended masters. They were like these. Tibet, Tibetan so, monks. So she's making up her own origin story as well? Basically, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, she wrote about what they called root races. And and from Blavatsky's point of view, the race had like race had nothing to do with it as far as like genetic, you know, who's anybody's better than anybody else. Right. But, like, but uh, I think it was like three or five root races, and, and one of them were the Aryans that um, that Hitler adopted. That, but like if you look at um, <clears throat> like coming up, Hitler like got into all these weird like um, occult and esoteric philosophies, you know, that kind of shaped what he was doing towards the end of the war. Yeah. That um, you know, that's where you hear about them, you know, going to Antarctica and finding they were searching for like. They were searching for like religious artifacts all over the world. That's yeah, why they were they were in the yeah. Middle East. They were in South America. They were in Antarctica, doing nothing that seemed to be productive for their war effort. You know, but they were you know they were all over the world. But uh, his his ideas basically came from cultish whack wackadoo stuff. I mean, like all like I think I think anybody that thinks that eugenics at the end of the day is the conclusion that you should get to right. has been greatly misled yeah. in their philosophical absolutely. journey. Absolutely, absolutely. And like one of the things that Ye has brought up about, um, you know, he he said what he said about you know death con, which I can't, <laughs> I have not heard anybody make this uh, connection. But like, why hasn't Cat Williams like Cat Williams has not been used in this at all? I think it's a great opportunity for him to say, no, nah, not death, death. You know that joke about the where mm -hmm. he goes to he goes to buy some weed and he's like, 
yeah, this shit is called death. He's like, death? Like, you gonna die? And he's like, no, not death. Death. You can't hear shit after you smoke it. Man, Cat Williams, they sent him off after uh, talked about that uh, they wanted him to dress and drag mm -hmm. for a movie. And he's like, he's like, I'm not wearing the dress. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I can't do it, man. Y'all can find somebody else, some other motherfucker to wear a dress, but I'm not doing it. But they want you to wear the dress at the end of the day. But I see clips of, of Cat Williams every now and then floating around. I don't know what, how recent they are, where they're coming from, but he is, he's straight up like saying the Illuminati. Like he uses the word Illuminati. He's like, yeah. he's like, I mean, they got me. He's like, they got me. I got, you know, I got up high enough that they wanted me to do some stuff I wasn't comfortable with to go further. And I said, I'm not doing that. And they, so they got me. Now everybody hates me. You know, they got me on the side of the road screaming like I'm crazy. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. So, um, even uh, props to uh, Ice Cube, O'Shea Jackson, mm -hmm. for being one of the few in the music industry to be vocal enough to say, no, fuck you. I, like, if you want me to take the jab to work with you, then we're just not going to. He work said he together. turned down $9 million. That's what they were going to pay him to. That's ridiculous, to dude. Work, but he had, to, he had to be willing to get the jab. To do it. You told him no. More money than I'll ever make in my entire life put together for yeah. one decision. Yeah, and he said no. So yeah. fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, like I said, at the at the end of the day, it's all about your principles. You mm -hmm. know, there was there was a, a girl I was talking to, fucking moron that she is. Um, <laughs> and the the reason why is this: we were we had been talking, and um, she had uh, we had. Both stated how you know neither one of us are jabbed, and I was like, I don't plan on partic uh, participating in that program at all. And some people have issue with that; they don't, you know, they don't want to date or be with somebody. And I, I get that. I would prefer my partner is not right, but you know that's that's their decision at the end of the day. And she she agreed, and I was like, oh, well, thank God, that's a uh, you know. Because you want to be on a similar moral page with yeah. whoever you're dating, mm -hmm. you know. But then she was like, yeah, but there's a cruise coming up that my mom wants me to go on. And, God. you know, depending on what it is, you know, or when it is, if, um, you know, they say that I have to get vaccinated to be on the cruise, then I'm, I'm going to take it. And immediately that's your price yeah it's like oh so luxury <sighs> a, Lu a weekend in cancun is your price that's that's all it is for and like to me it's like well you're an idiot then like if if you've waited this long like two years and held out and, and didn't succumb to pressure you know you stood by like what you you felt was the right decision and then you're gonna whore yourself out for a cruise because you you really want to go, man. I I had I mean yeah. Good luck. More power yeah, I, to you. I lost friends. I lost my whole like musical like pursuit at the time. I ultimately I think that's part of what drove me like into the bottle so much. You know, was the not just the shot, but the whole pandemic situation in the beginning. In in general, yeah, it was like that drove me deeper into alcoholism. Because well, you're going you're going through something that everybody seemingly is going through too, right? right? And, and then when it comes to a point in the road where it's like, can we go left or right, you know, 
if you don't if you don't go down this road with us, and you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You know, you, we're all gonna die if you don't go down this road with us. It's like, bro, if if I'm going to die in this manner, then I'm gonna die by making the wrong choice myself. Right. And I choose to go the opposite direction. Yeah. Like I, I, I didn't want it. I didn't want to participate in it. And like, like you said, whenever you, or you find yourself like that, and you're already been dragged through it. And then you you don't want to go with people where they're going because you think like that seems like a bad idea, mm-hmm. y'all. Like I I don't think you should do that. Yeah. And I'm not going to do that. Well, then it becomes okay, right, to be nasty to them. Mm-hmm. Like it, it becomes we we have this thing in our culture now where as long as we're given permission to be outraged at a certain group or a certain person, then it's a okay to just dehumanize them. And just make them into just filth that you can do anything with. You can be as nasty to them as you want. You can be as unkind to them as you want because they're not a person, right? They're a thing at that yeah. point. How can you? How can you not? They're a danger. You know, yeah. they're not only not equal to humanity. You know, you strip you strip them of your humanity. They're also a detriment to your existence. The, fa- the fact that they exist in their unvaccinated state is evil. In, yeah. in the fact that it could kill you and your family. And they're yeah. dangerous. Look at all these news stories of these people saying that they're not going to take it. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you what. We're going to take away their bank. We're going to take yeah. away their freedom. We're going to take away their show. We're going to take away their them, They wanted their to take away their right to use a medical facility. In some places they would. You... you you couldn't get an organ transplant in some states. It's ridiculous. If you were not on the vaccinated list, right? Because that takes higher priority. Mm-hmm. These are good boys and girls that played along. Where's that Jimmy Kimmel clip where he's like, he's like, oh, we got a vaccinated guy having a heart attack? Yeah, come right on in. And then, we, oh, we got an unvaccinated guy having the same heart attack? Oh, well, rest in peace, buddy. Yeah, you're going to have to wait. Yeah. You're going to have to wait. It's like... These are like the, the <laughs> most the uh, high, most high-paid performers on the planet you know that have the most eyeballs on their uh you know i mean not just him colbert um you don't think colbert's compromised by <laughs> pharmaceutical industry do you Dude, so the vaccine watch, the scene of vax watching the died suddenly documentary there's that compilation of clips from late night talk shows hosts um who's the 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 lesbian with glasses who looks like stephen colbert Rachel Maddow. Rachel Maddow. <laughs> they do. Yeah. They look like they look <laughs> like they're competing to be the same person. Yeah. Keith Olbermann's out. Like yeah. They kicked him out already, right? Well, like that that compilation of them telling you know telling their audiences that unvaccinated people are dangerous and that they should be shamed and that they should be excluded. It's it, infuriating. It, it looks like the opening scene to like Children of Men or like Twenty Eight Days Later or like some like post apocalyptic like nightmare of like of the rappers like talk, you know making songs about getting vaccinated and like the Stephen Colbert dancing with the people in hyperdermic needle suits yeah. just like get vaccinated get that va-. it's like the first of all the worst entertainment in all of history it had zero zero it was you don't think it was edgy <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, you talk about propaganda like at least like good propaganda well, it, it, I, you can't even call it propaganda because it wasn't even clever. You know, like it, 
It didn't like. It re it reinforced it though, man. Like yeah, I, I did. I, if you give again, you just gotta give people permission, right? If if you give them permission to say like, oh no, you guys are fine to destroy this block, mm -hmm. like that's fine. Go ahead. Oh no, you you're allowed to hate these people. That's fine. Go ahead. Have, enjoy it. Like especially like if after you put them through 2020 and you like you you stifle them emotionally it's like okay get ready guys we're gonna let you rampage here in a little bit mm -hmm. can you believe what this person said look at that mm. have fun <laughs> like you guys can say whatever you want about this person in fact we encourage it yeah. like the uh I, I think it's uh in manitoba which is western or central canada but they're um they recently had an election, and their uh, head of state, she came out and talked about how sorry she was that she had witnessed the, in her, her mind, the, uh, she, I, I don't know, persecution was the word, but it was pretty much discrimination against the largest individual group of people she'd ever seen, mm -hmm. uh, which was the unvaccinated, and that people had lost their jobs, people had gone to jail, like all this over a medical decision and that she was going to do whatever she could to make sure it uh, didn't happen again. Meanwhile, I think Minnesota's across the border from it. They had an election and during the debate, one of the candidates stated that I am never going to stop choosing Big Pharma over my constituents. What? She said, actually said that? Actually said that. Proudly, quiet part loud. Whoa. And her opponent, you see like his little window of the, the Zoom meeting or whatnot, just sort of perplexed like, did this bitch really just say that? <laughs> she said the quiet part out loud. But Oh my God. Pete, if, if, you're not, if you're not cognizant politically of like what's going on mm. and realize that like, hey, you shouldn't root for a team. You, you should listen to these people's merits. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, good good lord, you get football man with CTE <laughs> yeah. potentially being a senator. Yeah. Which in my in my opinion, that's no different than our president. Like mm -hmm. that man has no autonomy. No. Neither like Herschel Walker nor Joe Biden have any autonomy. He's whatsoever. just doing whatever the people who pay him tell him to do. Yeah, exactly. Which, which why wouldn't you? I could do that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sign me up. I'm not qualified for office, but I, I I'm qualified to do that. I I mean I'm both. Yeah. <laughs> Culture twenty twenty four. That's <laughs> I'll do nothing. I'll just be a whore for the whoever's got the biggest paycheck. I'll be like, hey, whatever you want, boss. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's literally the, most of the platforms every year. It's like, and, and they, they, all you have to do, you do the little fist thing with the thumb on top. Yeah. Like, I will do whatever my corporate backers tell me to do. Yeah, and just, just shake it about. <laughs> like, this man has poise. This man has grace. He's going to do a... He's going to do a fine job. I will sell out to Big Pharma. I will distribute poison to our citizens. And I will always back our greatest ally in the Middle East. Let me make something abundantly clear, Jim. I will never stop choosing Big Pharma over my constituents. <laughs> oh. Like, you you can't... I mean, she she said it. That I mean, that's... That's her platform. That's her platform. It's a corporate platform. But people aren't going to listen to that because they're, they, they've somehow become pro-pharma. And yeah. it's so fucking gross and odd. I don't get it. 
but it, it's I think a lot of people are just so stuck that they want something to be true. Right. You know. Right. It's kind of like when you you present like a philosophical dilemma to someone who's never gone through atheism's arguments before, mm -hmm. right? And they're just sort of like, oh, can God create a stone so large you can't lift it? If God has omniscience, does, has somebody already written out the script for God himself? Or is he blind to it himself? And if so, he doesn't know what's on the script and he's not all-powerful? Oh, Jesus, help me. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to hell. That's what it is. You've tricked me with devilry because you're a devil. Yeah, it did. Do you mind, uh, since there's only two of us, can we pause real quick? Take yeah. a pee break? Uh huh. Oh, sweet. There we go. Cool. So I won Piss Chicken. Oh, you did. You did. <laughs> but I forgot what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. Probably about, probably about the Jews. <laughs> Oh yeah, the Jews. Oh yeah, and so, the jabs. so here's the thing about the Jews. Oh God! <laughs> what did uh, Dave Chappelle said? Um, Whoever they might be, uh, I reject all forms of anti-Semitism. That's Kanye is how you buy yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah. some time. And I stand with all of my Jewish brothers and sisters. I think. I think maybe it's an idea about like. I don't think an individual should ever be a representative of any sort of identitarian no, group, no. right? But maybe if the person doing it is proclaiming like like I am the leader, like like <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, it's, you know, maybe it's okay. There is a guy that they called the king of the Jews. <laughs> there, there maybe that's why like 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 Jesus was he was a nice guy, like very kind and generous, but he was a total dick at the same time. Like he'd walk in places and be like, The King Jew has arrived. Hey! Yo, what's up? How the bitches here tonight? Yo, I got twelve of my boys here. The 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 it's the Jewish version of that song from Aladdin. Make way for Prince Ali. It's like the elephants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, now you just got that. Jesus song Christ! Oh, he's so nice. <laughs> Son of Mary. It's absurd, not one word will she speak. <laughs> she does just what she is told. The same bullshit of the scrolls. <laughs> I had one. I'd, she not answers even. only to Joseph of their Mathiahi. <laughs> Prince JC, but he's on Yahweh. <laughs> She's a virgin at birth, yeah, likely. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we have to make this now. <laughs> oh, no, that's how... They would, they, would, they would let us get away since the show is incredibly, incredibly uh, successful. You know, but they uh, let us get away with <laughs> critiquing NASA and the state of Israel, but you don't get 
to make Disney songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's where we draw the line. Uh, you gotta, you better cough over some uh, intellectual property permission money. There's a uh, a couple whose child died, and they did like a Spider-Man themed gravestone. Disney sued them. Good lord. For, for using. God. A trademark image without their permission. At least they're consistent. <laughs> At least their little boy won't be around to hear that he didn't get the Spider-Man yeah. uh, merch that he wanted. God. Imagine how heartbroken he'd be if that happened. You uh. know? Not only are you dead, but he found out that, he, <laughs> that Spider-Man himself said no. Spit on his grave. You're not taking me with you. <laughs> So fucked up. Oh man. Wait till they find out about all the people who have tattoos of their IP on their on their bodies. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> well if that becomes a thing, they're like You do not have the right to wear the Incredible Hulk as an ornament without permission from Disney Corporation. They start repossessing your Tattooed flesh. Oh <laughs> that's that's what happens if the authoritarian right like gets control over it. Then the Disney will just be like, "Hey, isn't that something in the Bible about like it's yeah, okay right. to like remove people's flesh or something?" I believe he's right. <laughs> sounds sounds good. That's the the authoritarian death camps or death. Uh, squads. Everybody's worried about. They go door to door. They're gonna. They're coming to. Oh man, they re could repo your skin. They could put all of the skin repossessions into the Disney vault, right? <laughs> they, they'll cryogenically freeze the skin, right, so it doesn't deteriorate over time. And then, like you know, opening the Disney vault yeah. for the first time in 2062, when the uh, <laughs> copyright laws finally expire. Oh, no, 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 no. They'll just find a way to make sure that they already own the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney and Coca-Cola and a couple of other uh, country, uh, countries, well, they might as well, well be, companies, <laughs> cor corporation countries, have uh, succeeded, at least in America, with extending the, uh, uh, whatever the, the trademark laws are, yeah, with yeah. intellectual property Yeah, rights. Disney's infamous for that because uh, Mickey Mouse should have been public domain like 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And there's an uh, old uh, Comedy Central uh, animated show called Drawn Together. Mm -hmm. That uh, one episode that's it's about it's about Disney, you know, and the villain at the end is they use a, a beep for mm. Mickey when they say Mickey Mouse the first time, mm. and then the second time they use it on Mouse. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll uh, yeah it'll switch it up. Get but, away with it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, because like I think even in a in South Park, um, they couldn't say Mickey Mouse mm -hmm. whenever they did the episode. So it was either Mickey or Mr. Mouse. Ah. Uh, wonder how they even got away with like portraying him in the first place. because uh, it's parodic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's fair use. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're doing a parody, then. Mm. Or, a, or, or a critique, mm -hmm. right? That's how, like, YouTube videos can do, like, critical analyses and video essays on right. Disney uh, trademark stuff. Because they're, they're not just uh, using it for so what, whatever it is, like, 
intellectual gain, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <clears throat> it has to be transformed. As you, as you can tell, I practice law every day of my life. <laughs> I read the books, I do the work, but in the long hours. Yeah, I think it has to be, <clears throat> they call it transformative material. It's like you take you take it and you add enough that you're actually changing it, so it's mm. not like uh, we're, we're just going to watch the new Star Wars, I'm going to pause it every ten minutes and be like, so in this scene, you know, <laughs> CGI is pretty good. That Continue. Makes, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, par- apparently uh, Disney does not like it when you uh, when you use their stuff without getting their permission. Yeah. That's fucking sick, though. Like, they have a tombstone for their dead kid, and Disney's like, oh, that's so sad. Here's a cease and desist. Yeah, right. <laughs> you see the lawyer. The lawyer's at the funeral, like, uh... I'm picturing the blue-haired lawyer from The Simpsons, like, yes. Mr. and Mr. Anderson, <laughs> your child's departure from this realm has left the Disney Cole very sad. Unfortunately... Our parent company does not treat the infraction of trademark law lightly. You are hereby ordered to tear down your your dead kid's monument immediately. Or have it chiseled away so that the Spider-Man himself is not a part of your child's demise. Thank you. Good day, witness. They just like make it make it legally distinct. It just like chis- chisel a mustache on him or something. <laughs> <laughs> Give him like big like anime pupils yeah. in the yeah. in the Spoder. whites of his mask. Spoderman. <laughs> Spoderman. Spoderman. Ichinawakiyawasu. Have you seen Japanese Spider-Man? No. Oh, it, oh, it's it's a thing. Oh, is so, it? Yeah. So in the I think it was in the eighties. Stan. I hope I didn't just rip off the the song. It probably, a, something like that. Disney Co. will get me for that. Like, um, you have violated the Japanese <laughs> trademark laws. In I think the '80s, like um, Marvel did some kind of like exchange with Japan, so that like they they basically exchanged intellectual property, so that Marvel could use some Japanese characters um, that they had over. The, I don't. You know. Is that somewhat related to the Sony Spider-Man sort of thing? No, this is way way before, way before. Well, that. I mean, I figured that, but like I. I'm I'm not sure it could be related to I don't that. Know if that was like attributive to it or not. I'm not sure, but it maybe that's why Spider-Man specifically is like open to licensing. But right. um, so th- they made this Japanese TV series about it, it was legit Spider-Man. It was totally sanctioned by Marvel, but it, like they made it super Japanese, like where he I think in one episode he becomes giant, like you know how they do in all those old Japanese shows, mm. like the the boss fight at the end of the episode he grows in size and fights a monster I, I noticed that was kind of a trend yeah, <laughs> yeah I think there was a like he had a gun and a, like a motorcycle and stuff it was, I hope it increased in size with him <laughs> yeah <otherwise>. right <laughs> yeah uh, there's a there's a YouTube compilation of clips it, it's great he's got a little Japanese sidekick oh no Spider-Man Spider-Man it's short round from uh, Temple of Doom basically Okay, Dr. Jones, hold on your potato! <laughs> that kid, he was in, um... Christ's sake, there's a kid driving the car! <laughs> that kid was, um, in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Have you seen that yet? Mm-mm. It's his first film 
role since since, the Goonies? since the Goonies, yeah. Holy shit! And he basically he's looks exactly the same except like he's in his fifties or whatever. But that's it, a great movie. I recommend it. I think it's uh, getting Oscar bub. Not that I I care nor that matters. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> so we had uh, we had talked about briefly the. Uh, um, Instead of everything everywhere all at once, uh, died suddenly. Right. And, yeah, that's uh, a another recommended film. It's um, it's about these uh, as concise as I can sum it up, and uh, feel feel free to interject. Uh, it's about these uh, mortuary scientists, these morticians that uh, have discovered an alarming amount of anomalies within the. The circulatory system and the blood itself when embalming patients that have died from these clots. And in some instances they're pulling these these quote unquote clots out that are taking the shape of the I don't know how clots work, but these take the shape of the circulatory system itself mm. that they're in and they continue to grow and they're like Rubbery, mm -hmm. like it, it's it's like this rubbery material. And he, de he described it like calamari, yeah, or rubber bands, yeah. And the blood itself has like thick chunks, like granulated sand mm -hmm. in it as as well. Um, and that there, the only way they were able to discover this was not through um, like uh, an an autopsy, unless they were being embalmed mm -hmm. and. Because you know, uh, none of the people who died suddenly, they they just they just don't do autopsies on random people, you know, like for, yeah, for no I, reason. Well, I, mean, yeah, I think you like, have to have, depending on the state and the circumstances, I, I think you have to have family permission. Yeah. To do so, um, if it's not like involved in like a criminal investigation or like yeah. to find out if it was a drug overdose or something. Yeah, like that. something that uh, law enforcement would have to get involved with. They, they don't generally do autopsies on heart heart attack victims. No, well, especially if that's the prognosis, right? right? That, which on on paper, again, I'm an idiot. I'm not a doctor. I'm no scientician. But on on paper, as far as when they're finding these these things in the in the circulatory system that are these rubbery like white fibrous materials, yeah, is, what, is what he called it. Um, that they would act like how a blood clot would act. Mm -hmm. You know, like the, it's it's not preventing <laughs> the circulatory system to do its job. That's what I understand a clot to be, mm -hmm. right? So, like from just like on the surface, I, I don't I don't think there's anything like, and I don't think any of the morticians in it were thinking about that somebody's covering these up or anything, <coughs> right? Right? You know, but there there were a couple of. Uh, uh, morticians on there that they they definitely were anonymous and mm -hmm. you could tell that they wanted to keep yeah. it that way. It was it was um, embalmers, licensed embalmers, um, funeral home directors, OBGYN. Uh, there was one lady. She was a flight surgeon for the Air Force, I think. Yeah, she was a whistleblower. Yeah, um, but it's it's very you know people from various occupations who deal with. You know, either surgical procedures or the handling of dead bodies, all saying the same thing that that up until like I think what eighteen months ago they had never seen like 
the this um, volume of people dying from what they at first called blood clots, even though the material is not blood. Yeah. You know, like blood, usually blood clots are, you know, blood congeals in the vein and then it like gets caught and stops the flow. But in this case, it's not blood. It's this weird calamari. I don't think it's, I don't it looks like calamari. Yeah, I don't think it's actually been determined what the material is like chemically. But uh, the, these cats are like very concerned. Mm-hmm. Like none of these people, and there, there's a multitude of people that they interview within the course of an hour. You know, it's not a long documentary at all, but. Um, they they all seem legitimately concerned mm-hmm. about this, and I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely biased with their, I guess, conclusions that like seems like a bad idea mm-hmm. at the end of the day. But I, I I think it also like I like to have some sort of like a, a, objective data to like support my biases right. you know like I, I don't like the whole blind faith thing that that doesn't turn out well I feel mm-hmm. so like it's I don't like being right about certain things yeah you know what yeah. I mean but <clears throat> I'm I felt yeah, not validated I guess I, I, I felt like not as crazy right hearing other people like kind of confirm things that like I have been coming across reading and mm-hmm. seeing like on on the internet you know the web of in- information and misinformation and disinformation and all that shit so I mean yeah. a, a year ago you know when I was saying I hope nobody gets hurt from this but I wouldn't be surprised a year from now you know if we see a lot of people you know dropping dead from taking these experimental shots you yeah. know what I mean and it's like like you said, I mean, objective data, objectively, the all-cause mortality rate for people from 18 to 49 has gone up 40% in the last year. And they were talking about this is this is literally catastrophic to the like if this keeps happening, like the human population will be decimated. Yeah. You know, if it, if this happens every year from here on out, 40%, I mean, that's billions of people. What what's uh what's alarming to me is that despite that I feel that there will still be this push of the hijacked environmental movement to tie in eugenics again. And be like, we've got too many people still yeah. on this planet. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we gotta, we gotta start like really, like putting the foot down. Decide who's worthy to breed mm-hmm. and who's not. So, you know, we're 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 taking measures. Don't worry because we have to save the planet. Which is so. It's so fucking stupid. Like their their ideology is that the planet is meaningless. It's happenstantial. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's just floating in, in nothing. Cosmic nihilism and big bang cosmology. Yeah, we gotta make sure that we don't be stewards of this place and make sure it's well kept and good to go. But instead, we need to make sure that we don't have too many people on here. Mm-hmm. We're doing a bad job, so let's. Let's get rid of the people, and we'll just let nature take its course for a while. Mm-hmm. It'll know what's best. I, I like. Oh God! They didn't. They didn't draw like they didn't directly point the finger at the depopulation agenda in the documentary, but they did like they open it up with the introduction of Thomas Malthus and like the Malthusian philosophy that eventually 
there's going to be too many people on the planet and that we're not going to have enough resources to sustain the population. Yeah. <clears throat> and they also point at, pointed to like several people in power all over the world who have this same philosophy that we need to depopulate, like um, Ted Turner, uh, George Soros. Um, not, not Billy. Billy Boy Gates. <laughs> yeah, Bill Gates. Oh, yeah. my Lord. Prince Charles. Um, the... Uh, what was um, what was his dad's name? Edward. Yeah, Prince Edward. He um, before he died, he said that um, he would like to be reincarnated as a virus that would come out and decimate that would decimate. Was the that Philip? Populate. Well, it might have been Philip. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One of those guys. One a of those charming <laughs> fellow. One of those royals. How would you like to come back? I'd like to kill all of you. Yeah, that's how I'd come back. Cool. Good seeing you, Grandpa. Yeah, we're gonna go. And it's like, no, happy birthday. Nobody thought it was a big deal that he said straight to the camera, "I want all of you to die." You know, yeah. like the like they act like humanity is a is a plight on the planet. I mean, they don't act like they they actually believe that. You know, oh, we've got too many cattle. We got to get rid of yeah. some of these cows. And that's how they treat it. It's a culling, is what it is. And whether whether or not that's what's happening with the. With the uh, push of the vaccine, I mean, that's a 40% all-cause mortality rate increase. I mean, that's a hell of a culling. You know what I mean? Thank God they got rid of the Georgia Guidestones. There's, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. There's, there's no, no data left over. The It's so funny that that happened when it did. You know what I mean? Like, that was... Just, just in time before people started drawing the correlation between the the death rates and the not to mention the lack of birth rate the yeah. the decrease in the birth rate that's the most alarming thing it was showing the graph from all over the country it was like i think norway was like a 40 percent reduction um hungary was similar numbers and australia was like 60 or 70 percent reduction which i mean it's a correlation it's not like objective but australia had the like biggest push for the mandate like they yeah, I you, would argue that. I, I think that literal Nazis and fascists yeah. took full force in Australia. And, and everybody was okay with it. Like Even with uh, locking up Aboriginal people that mm -hmm. refused the, uh, the vaccine, be like, oh, well, they got to go to a quarantine camp. Mm -hmm. and it's, it's, you would think in a, <clears throat> in a quarantine, like a... Thor could still go surfing, though. He was allowed to, <laughs> yeah, to yeah. surf. In a, in a quarantine situation, you would... Uh, as long as what you're quarantining from doesn't affect birth rates, but like directly, like it's not a, vir a virus that makes you infertile. If whatever you're quarantining from, you would see an increase in birth rate. Bonkers. No, sir. But if everybody's locked in their house for a year, what else are you going to do but procreate? You yeah. know what I mean? It's like you're locked in the house, you know, the... If you can't leave, it's like eventually you're going to get down to it. You know, you're going to make some babies. That's why you got to vaccinate those babies, right? Yeah, make sure they're safe. Oh, they're they're born without any of the immunities from this this thing. It's like whoop. the I never gave, but before COVID, I never gave much care nor interest to the anti-vaxxers mm -hmm. as, as far as conspiracists go. I was like, well, it sounds like you should just talk to your doctor and research what companies right. are 
injecting you with. Like the, you know? <laughs> the point, <clears throat> like I thought that the, the anti-vax people made a good point that um, the it, the sudden increase of the vaccine schedule over the past several years is a little um, overkill. Bonkers, what the hell, man? Will you get down, please? Ninja. He's literally hanging on a door from the second part. Good boy, thank you. But uh, like, I thought they had a good point with that, with the like seventy-two shots in like the first like two months yeah. of a, a baby's life. That seems like overkill. Like I get yeah, it. Yeah. Like what? Why? Right. Why? Right. Well, and like Tripoli makes this point all the time. They want to give newborns vaccination against hepatitis B, which is you can't. You don't just catch that. You know what I mean? You get that from like drug use and like gay sex. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like there's no chance for a baby to catch that naturally. But no, sir. After what we've seen the last two years, like I've gone, I've gone from like just tolerating anti-vax people. You know, I, I was always like, well, yeah, but um, I'm sure the MMR vaccine's okay. You know, like the that's that's really dangerous. You know, measles, mumps, rubella, or right. like polio. You know, like we all know somebody who got who has the scar on their arm from 40 years ago or whenever it was. But um, those are probably safe. They've been around forever. Yeah. But after, like, seeing what's happening now and what's been happening, I'm, I'm basically 100% anti-vaccine now. I, uh, like, my children will not be vaccinated. They will not. not. Will, <laughs> <laughs> they will, like, vaccination, circumcision, you know. They, oh, no, if I have boys, they, they can decide if they want to cut their dick. Yeah, when they're, they, yeah, when when they're, they're grown. Of age. And I ain't doing that to them. It's like push me. It's like push me into. I mean, it's ridiculous to say, but it's classified as extremist when you're like, "No, my kids aren't getting any shots. You're not going to cut their dicks off, and they're going to be homeschooled." You know, it's like that. That's where I am now. No, no, I'm a, I'm on the same page. <laughs> yeah, it, it's yeah, God, man. Like I, 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 I think public school is a good idea. I don't like public school. But, right. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, I mean, it's 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 like a it's a service for people who can't. It's daycare for people who work. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, and it should be preparing kids for the real world mm -hmm. so they can be competent and be um, uh, competitive in the in the in the, the workforce. You know, so they can find something to generate income and stay afloat stay alive in america you know it's really crucial to not just memory bank them with a bunch of data so they can get good test scores and mm -hmm. then you look good on paper like you should be educating them you know when people always use the social argument they're like yeah but homeschool kids are weird it's like yeah but the, all the public school kids been wearing masks and had needles stuck in their arms. Yeah, I was. I was never homeschooled. I'm fucking bizarre. <laughs> yeah, now know? they're com coming home wearing dresses and like telling you their name is Sally now. Oh my god, it, it's it's like who's weird now? Well, apparently we're just out of touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's totally normal. I'm uh, talking to this one girl who identifies jokingly, but identifies as a book. That was. Uh, <laughs> That was one of her like opening lines. I was like, oh, 
It's amazing. The day you're born, they're like, congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It's a 600-page pa novel. <laughs> what kind of book? It seems to be a, a mixture of all books. <laughs> oh, progressive sci-fi adventure romance? Yes. <laughs> By the nine, blessed be. And it beats the Bechdel test. I don't know what that is. Oh, that's the, that's the measurement of if a piece of media is feminist enough. Oh. Where it has... Um, do you think this show would... Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, there's no women on here, so... Well, they yeah. don't have souls. <laughs> they, left that, they left that out. The, um, the Gospel of Magdalena was not allowed in. I think know? the criteria is it has to have more than one woman having a conversation about something other than the male protagonist to meet the Bechdel, te Bechdel test. Mm. Which, I mean... Who's that named after? A couple of bitches? <laughs> a couple of hoes? <laughs> a couple of hoes got the fucking panties in a while. I made this, made this feminist test for a fucking book. Yeah, put two girls in it. Have them talk about makeup or something. The cooking pancakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makeup and pancakes. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> Give me 40 pages of it by Monday. You can do that, right? I, uh, yeah, great, great, great kid. Yeah, fight the power. You're doing it. <coughs> but the um, the push that they de they demonstrate in the documentary is like, that, that's where I was saying it's like it's post-apocalyptic it's like it's almost parody to see like all like 100% of media 100% of celebrities like not not 100% of politicians but most of them you know just safe and effective safe and effective safe and effective it's it works it'll keep you like they were straight up straight up claiming it was fact that you will not get sick if you take this vaccine and that you will definitely won't spread it and then, now, but then they said that they didn't Test it before it hit market. Yeah, yeah. So they they didn't have the ability to. How did you guys not understand that? <laughs> what did she say? She, she said we had to move at the speed of science. Which I mean, if you're honest with yourself, science moves How, very slowly. I mean, well, I mean, it depends on if you got the routing numbers correct. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. If you got the routing numbers correct, <laughs> it moves very quickly. Very quickly. But it's I, I think it was the New York Post came out. I think last week, saying that um, the majority of COVID deaths have come from people who have been vaccinated. That, that was the headline, no longer a pandemic of the unvaccinated, which is what Biden and many others kept claiming it was going to be or that it was. Yeah, but it, it, wasn't, it wasn't true. No. It, like, it, it wasn't true. Pe people die all the time. Like all the time, and like I, I'm not trying to you know cheapen people that have lost somebody during you know the the pandemic. You know, I, I lost a, a few people myself, mm -hmm. but <coughs> I what concerned me more than my own mortality was seeing how quickly people's principles, minds, and rationality went out the fucking window for the illusion of safety, and. Like I've, I've said on the show a couple of times, I, I never would have suspected I would find myself wanting to be around 
more conservative neighborhoods, mm -hmm. but by golly, I do. Mm -hmm. Like I, again, it depends on who, who, and what we're talking about with whom I'm going to side on. But as far as a neighborhood goes, no, that's my kind of libertarianism. Yeah. Is, yo man, you don't go on his land. You don't go on my land. Like you don't go on like anybody's land. You know, just. You sure as shit don't force me to put an experimental chemical into my blood vein, into my veins to go to the grocery store. No. You know? It, it, it's just, it, it, it's absurd. Like, it, it, it's absurd to even think about that, like, the majority of people who piss and moan about the evils and horrors that the Nazis did, which I don't disagree with, are somehow blind to some of the same principles that they use being executed here at home. Like, the idea of, like, the the unwell, unfortunately, they're not going to be able to participate in society. Mm -hmm. There are some people that are, in fact, sick. They're unclean. They're, they're, they're not good for the planet. And we have to think about the greater good mm -hmm. for everybody. So... The again, like the the trick is to just dehumanize a person or a populace, right? And then you can do whatever. You've got permission to just be as nasty as you want to somebody. Mm -hmm. They believe, <clears throat> oh, those are conspiracy. Th these are the same people that stormed the Capitol on January sixth. Do you remember them? These are lunatics. This is the far right. They're subhuman. They're 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 not like you and I. Right. They're not upstanding, rational, you know, members of society. Who eat the bugs and sleep in the pod. Yeah, they're good little boys and girls. <laughs> right, global citizens. Yeah, citizens of the world right. that are doing their part to make sure that life is life has meaning. Because life doesn't have meaning. So if we give it meaning, maybe it will. <laughs> and we'll be redeemed somehow. It's like, good God, dude. But that, I mean, that's what it was. They were trying to... They, in, in some ways have succeeded in implementing a caste system based on your medical status you know well they ain't done is my opinion no no I think that I think this was just the first phase yeah it's a trial run mm -hmm. it, it's in my opinion it's a weapon of warfare the sickness mm -hmm. how it's administered is irrelevant to me whether it is a, a virus through just accident or whether it is a genetically modified sickness mm -hmm. or a technologically modified sickness does not matter to me. How it was distributed to me was a weapon of war. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. You mean the vaccine or the, the virus? I mean the virus itself. Mm -hmm. um, the sickness, rather. I'm not down with the sickness. Right. Uh, no. See that—that's my thing. It's like people argue. Oh, nah. People argue about whether it came from a lab or whether it was a bioweapon or it was released on purpose. And I'm still like, like I'm more concerned. I'm still more concerned about the vaccine than I am about the so-called virus. If if, if, if I were it, a betting man and like had to choose like an origin story, mm -hmm. like as I've sort of chosen Gnosticism for kind of being like, oh, it's broad enough that right. I can. You know, for my own, as far as the virus, I would take that it was probably something released that is has a minimal fatality rate, mm -hmm. right? To test the waters out, right? 
they have all these laps that they're not just there as money laundering schemes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, which I'm sure that that's probably going on too. But the the data seems to suggest that this whole thing was planned mm -hmm. from the get go. That they have tried. It seems over the course of years with election cycles to get sickness hype to catch on in the media, right? And I think that Trump had broken everybody's brains, for better or worse, to the point to where it became easy to convince people. Like the Q movement had gotten most hardcore, like right wing folks to be docile and be like, "Oh yeah, what? No, we shouldn't challenge." The shutdown, y'all. We gotta trust the plan. Trump, mm -hmm. Trump's got a plan. He's gonna set up. This straight. is what, this is how they get all of the cabalists. They lock us up in the house, so we're safe while the patriots come in and they clean the house. Yeah. And I actually, I saw that. I saw people going, "No, this is this is part of the plan. Just just chill. It's gonna happen. They're gonna come take take everything back while we're just safe." Seems like that didn't happen. No, it didn't. <laughs> Damn the luck. <laughs> People were calling dates like, they were like, yeah, there's going to be military tribunals. We're all going to get a message on our cell phones at the same time whenever it's safe to come back outside. It's like, and I, I was, I was waiting, mm -hmm. like not believing, but I was like, let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. But it seems like that this is some way for them to just shut everything down, move pieces in their favor. Mm -hmm. And then start it back up again. I'd be like, okay, uh, false alarm, guys. Mm -hmm. But then, uh, kind of like as uh, Eddie Bravo talked about when we saw him live, you know, the idea is that, like, they've wanted to keep everything shut down for years and slowly roll out changes. But then Trump was like, hey, we can make a shitload of money if we just open it up right now and we can have competing vaccines. I, I think it's a good idea. What do you do? You guys think it's not a good idea? I think it's a great <laughs> idea. It's the best idea. And we, we, listen, we all we all know that the crooked crooked Hillarys and the Democrats are not going to allow this. They want to keep business shut down. I want to open it back up. I want to get you guys rich. <laughs> we want us all to be rich, right? Of course, of course. So I, th I think that's what he did was just like, oh, yeah, you got... Because there are... In that assumption, he is correct. There were people that were just like, oh, yeah, no, no, we can't open up for at least a decade. Yeah. We, we, have to, yeah. we have to shut everything down. It's like, bro, I don't know whose team you're on. I don't care. I'm on the literal opposite of yeah. whatever team you choose to be on. If you, if you think that that is like the end goal we need to be on, I don't care who I side with. I'll, I'll side with the black Israelites that think I'm white. This <laughs> yeah. is scum. Like... You're an you Edomite. Like, uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take that over the conclusion that, oh yeah, no, what we need to do is we need to make everybody a prisoner. Mm. It's okay, because I'll be a prisoner too. It'll be fine. We can hang out together. Mm -hmm. Like, that sounds like a blast. All he needs a webcam. It's like we're in the same room. Like, oh yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, <clears throat> I, I believe that there are people who, who have power who, if they had the opportunity, would have locked, locked everybody down for ten years. And whether or not Trump prevented that, I'm kind of, I don't really know. 
I think whatever he did was for his own benefit. That's what I'm saying. Like and, and I his think own game. he because he, he made money off the deal. Of course, he you, did. you know what I mean. So what I, like whether he actually did anything noble that actually helped anybody, I'm skeptical of. You know what I mean? But it's I mean it is it he helped is, out uh, Jared Kushner in the state of Israel yeah. a lot. Oh yeah, state of Israel got I think six peace deals out yeah. of uh, out of the Trump administration mm-hmm. with which, uh, which, different nations. Uh, which all, all that was was opening up trade. You know, that was it was just economical uh, deals. Yeah, you know, so because at the more, end of the day, so more people can make more money. Yeah, governments want to get richer. Right, but it's, it's like they, it, they'll not conquer if you can make them more money. Mm-hmm. If you can make them more money, they they don't need to conquer. You can just well, we're conquering for money. If yeah. you give us money, we don't have to do that. Yeah. But it's like the whole thing. It was it was so multifaceted. It's hard to like put it in one place because it for like number one. It was an econo- economic hit against the, the country and the whole world, really. It was a transfer of power. You know, like so many small businesses were destroyed. Meanwhile, Walmart, Target, Amazon, blah, 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 made billions. Yeah. And I know this is so petty, but two things that we lost in the pandemic 24 hour Walmarts. Yeah, gone. Forever. They're not coming back. And all day breakfast at McDonald's. <laughs> I don't eat McDonald's, but I remember that. But it's a staple of American culture. I went to, this was probably like six months into the pandemic. And it was eight o'clock at night. And I uh, was like, I got to run into town because like a, a light bulb blew. And mm-hmm. like I was, I was out of bulbs. I was like, fuck, man, I got to run into town. And they, they had people out front. Letting people know that oh no, it's it's not safe. You know we can't <laughs> can't go can't go into Walmart after uh after seven thirty p.m. I'm like really, dude. Like like the virus is more deadly at at night. Mm-hmm. Like there there are just certain things that like it became almost like a uh, like a boogeyman, right? Where it's like like oh you can be asymptomatic and then you can you can right. just your whole family's dead yep. because of you. Because mm-hmm. you didn't, you didn't want to, you want want to do the right thing. You want to think about your personal freedom. It's like these same assholes that bitch and gripe about people's idea for personal freedom will get up in arms if you say anything critical about abortion, mm-hmm. like anything critical about it. So like I, their opinion to me means very little because they're not principled in their opinion of bodily autonomy. You know, I don't like abortion. But I like government even less. Mm-hmm. Like, that makes me pro-choice, like, mm-hmm. on the grand scheme. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea that uh, you do cocaine either. But I think coke should be legal. I right. Think you, I think an adult should be able to make decisions. Yeah. yeah, or buy, have their own coca plant at their house and make it themselves. Mm-hmm. I, don't think, I don't think it's the government's business. Um, I, don't, I don't like uh, the late-term abortion stuff. I think there should be laws mm. against that. Something has a, a body and can survive premature births. <laughs> the way you think about cocaine is the way I think about abortions. <laughs> like I'm totally against them, like government or not involved. Yeah. Like I'm just abs- I'm 100% against them. And I'm, I know pe- people fight all day about um, exceptions for you know, but that's less than one percent of abortions are those ex- exceptions. So yeah, it's like, you're right. but at the same time, I do believe in like personal autonomy. And so like, if you want to do an abortion, you do it yourself. <laughs> yeah. You deal with that shit. <laughs> so it's like I am pro-life, but it's like, yeah, I think drugs should be legal too. <laughs> so, 
I don't, I don't think I could call myself pro-life because, like, I, you know, I think I think pedos should be hanged publicly. Oh yeah, no, town. I definitely believe in the death penalty yeah. for sure. But on yeah, on that's just the category that that's the the name of the category is you know pro-life, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is which is a false dichotomy anyway. I'm not anti-choice. You yeah, know what I mean? well, it, yeah, and even that, like, it's neither one of those is are pro or con abortion, but they are right. right? It's it's like um. Yeah, one one of many things that infuriate me about the DNC, but um, them using that as like the carrot on the string for mm-hmm. their voter base for forty plus years, mm-hmm. being like, oh, if you don't if you don't vote us in, they're gonna they're gonna take away your right to choose. Yeah, your constitutional right yeah. to abortion. <laughs> <laughs> the founding fathers of the church didn't believe that women had souls, so they definitely didn't put that in there. Hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I I don't think that I don't, I don't think that's a, a logical argument for for them to make. No. It's, so like, I, I get people's perspective, and like again, like I I, I get their their argument that what they're trying to say, mm-hmm. you know. But it's a good example I use is um and uh, not not to take a hot take or anything on this show, but um the sentence. Trans women are women is is rhetorically and paradoxically nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, trans means to be outside the scope of something, as in like trans transcendent, yeah, tra- transnational, right? You know, uh, transitory, mm-hmm. <coughs> transcendent, anything. It means to be outside the scope of, of of X. You can't be outside the scope of something and be equivocal to it, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. So you could say. Trans X are Y or trans X are X. Right. And it, it it's not. It's not. I under I understand the point they're trying to make as far as how people should be treated. Right. And that everybody has the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for for sure. But you gotta find a different way how to phrase your argument because me right away I could just dismantle that whole thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't follow. Logically, just based on that alone, yeah. like because that becomes your founding, like your foundational structure of mm-hmm. it. Well, rhetor- rhetorically, like, it's gone. Like as dumb as it sounds, love is love. At least plays out mathematically. You know, x x equals x. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. So once you once you add that onto it, it's like, well, bro, you're you're talking about religion or philosophy at this point, right? right. You know. And I'm sure you have a compelling argument for how you break that down, but flat earthers have a compelling argument for how lunar eclipses happen. Right. I don't buy a single fucking bit of their explanation. Well, they did. They have no interest. Logic is uh, patriarchal and racist. So. Right. Right. That's what dogma teaches. Right. Right. You know. So they're they're interested in in rhetoric as far as like rhetoric not necessarily being logical. You know what I mean? Like it's a. It's like the it's like the other side of the coin in argumentation. Right. It's like, well, I know I can use logic, it, like as if as if it's math. You know, basically, logic is linguistical linguistic math. Well, then then it becomes like math is racist. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like how? Well, objective truth is. If you start well, if you start following that path, then it's like so you're anti-Arab. Right. Is that you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You, are you Islamophobic? Right. That, that's, that's why you don't like don't... mathematics? Because you don't, you don't like Muslim people? Right. Damn, dude, I didn't realize you're such a bigot. Yeah. 
I mean, math is hard and complex, but so is Arabic. They, I mean, yeah, I don't know what those <laughs> words are. Look at them. They're written backwards from my eye. Islamophobe. I, at least I'm willing to admit my shortcomings, you right. fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so, like, I, I feel that, like, no, no matter if the vaccine, the jab, rather, has um, intent that is a, a declaration of war like eugenics or depopulation mm. or something like to that effect... But at minimal, it was a way for people to capitalize on trauma. Yeah. And for the people that were best prepared to do that, to give them even more power. And to give the illusion that it's okay. They're actually not that bad. You're, look, you're, these may be your slave drivers, but they're, they're happy. Yeah. They're going to allow, you'll, you'll own nothing, but you'll be happy. They're benevolent slave drivers. Like, like that's, that's as good as it gets, yeah. you know. <laughs> We have to all do our part. And I, from me, who came from the, the religious world and seeing like how fanaticism affects people, I see no difference in, in their ideology. In, in fact, in, in a lot of ways, I see it as way more dangerous. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's really easy to point out fundamentalism on the right side of the aisle and be like, hey, you guys are taking things a little too literally and God doesn't want people to conquer other people and right. you know to force other people to be like them like that's that's evil in, in my opinion mm -hmm. um, and left libertarians view the same thing they're anti-authority you right. know they, they want their anarcho they say they, they, say they are <laughs> well the, the true fundamentalists of like liberty like you, you, you don't want any everybody nobody wants to be told what to do mm. you know and people will agree that, yeah, you shouldn't force your way of life onto other people. It seems like a bad thing to do. You know, people should be able to choose what they do with their time, with their body, and it should be of no concern to the state what those choices are unless they're doing harm to other people. Mm -hmm. That's a good philosophy to go balls to the wall on, yeah. in my opinion. I don't agree with a lot of the conclusions of it, but as far as if you're talking about authority or liberty, I'm going with liberty. Yeah, you know. More. Well, and that that is consistent if you can classify, like like you said, unless they're causing you harm. Well, if you can classify people who are just existing in an unvaccinated state as causing you harm, yeah. Well, then you have the right to self-defense. Yeah, exactly. Permission to rampage, right? right? But per permission to, to hate. Mm -hmm. Well, once you have that, then it's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I can turn that program on in my brain, quitty, uh, quitty, <laughs> pretty, pretty easily, pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the the response that. I, I see from some people, like oh, over the past year, from people that like, like I, I love, like I love their minds, I love like their personalities, their friendship, and to to see them have having either have initially participated and then been like, this is bad, like I I'm, I'm not participating in this anymore, or to have stuck by their principles and be like, no, I'm. I'm just not doing it. Like mm -hmm. there, there's a a veteran uh, I met that she had uh, 
put in put in her notice to to leave uh, the Air Force because of the jab, and she uh, chose instead to uh, move to a, uh, a small town in North Florida and be a firefighter. Nice. And instead. That's, I mean, that's honorable. Yeah. That's the most honorable thing to do. Like, mad respect. Yeah. Mad respect. She gave me her number, too, and I, I chickened out. I texted her a little bit. and, and Just get so, her on the show. It been, it been a, it's been a while. I think she knows Judd Judd. I may, mm. I may, I may talk with him, but what I, what I don't want to be is, like, hit her back up after not responding to her text. For, yeah, a year. <laughs> I don't think it's been quite. She even texted me on my birthday, which was... Oh yeah, your birthday birthday was recent. Feb- no, it's February. Oh, never mind. No, cut no. that out. I don't know what most people's are, but um, no, like like that's that's the team I'm on. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I stayed with uh, with uh, the the folks I I work for because they they didn't. They didn't give me any ultimatum like yeah. that, and I was just like, "Well, if you guys are gonna keep 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 me employed, not you know force me to do this, then like I'm I'm not going anywhere." Right. You know. You know. Like it's it's a especially after the pandemic, it's like, like I'm very grateful and like blessed to have a job. You know? Damn right. Like yeah. that's pretty much all. <clears throat> I, I know a lot of people who lost their jobs, and there was no work from home option no. for you can't you can't um make cheeseburgers at home you know <laughs> like you can't be an unvaccinated <clears throat> nurse from home right you know mm-hmm. there there are a, a few people i met in the uh, medical field that they, they just had to stop pra- practicing mm-hmm. you know they had to stop working because they gave them an ultimatum where it's like now if you want to work here you got to get this mm-hmm. it's like well I, i'm sorry you know I I, well, the, I I have the utmost risk. Like it almost like makes me like tear up. Like thinking about like 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 that moron that wanted to go on the cruise. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Oh God, if she if she had an ounce of like the character that these like women that I've met the unjab did. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, dude, the world would be a better place with more resilient people that are willing to say no, especially when. Your career comes on the line, and you make a choice. Be like, well, I'm just not gonna be that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, that's powerful to me. So, I posted a meme <clears throat> back when I think this is before before the vaccines had even been um, released, and it was um, you might have seen it. It's um, it's like a, they're burning a woman at a stake, uh, and she's like, no, nah, I don't care. I'm still not gonna wear it talking about masks yeah posted that a friend of mine a good friend of mine we're still good friends um commented on it don't you understand that um the unmasked people die in this situation and i responded i don't think you understand i'm willing to die for this yeah you know what i mean i was willing to uh, okay turns out i was wrong this is the most dangerous virus in all of history i was still willing. i was wrong yeah then i was wrong but i was willing to die you know for my principles and be wrong and here i am completely fine i still haven't caught it still haven't had covid i'm gonna die eventually yeah i can't can't prevent that but like god damn man like i've I've had to deal with like so many like instances of fear in my life from like 
bullies and from uh, cliques of like people, you know, that like want want you to want you to be just like them, and they'll be so nice to you, but you you gotta you gotta agree with what yeah. we're talking about. And like me, man, like my parents raised me to, to question authority for better or worse, you know. But like they, I I've never really liked the notion of like we. We all we all need to agree and like well we'll unite the world mm. you know and utopia will come to be that's not what this place is U- utopia is not going to come about no. you know, is is my notion but like the there there are some there are some people that like they they look down on me from like my stance and my choice through the whole thing where it's just like well you're you you're just crazy you just lost your mind mm. you know like. Like, like you know, it's almost like pity, you know, where it's like, oh no, like I'll, I'll, I'll be, yeah, we'll be your friend, but like, like it's so sad. He got radicalized, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They he just poisoned his mind. <laughs> it's really sad. It's like, bro, my presumed schizophrenia comes from years of abusing amphetamine, <laughs> not from going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. You know. Um. The I I've I've the the only time I've I've gotten sick over the past two years was when I got ghosted and given the clap. Oh no! Oh yeah, she was a swell person. She I kept. She was vaccinated though. Oh, I guarantee you, she she <laughs> she definitely is. She definitely is. She was. <laughs> she stayed stayed over. It was like uh, you have a you have a. Bible by your bed? I'm like, yeah, normally my pistol's on top of it, but I don't know you well enough, so my guns, my guns <laughs> elsewhere. It's like, have you ever slept in a hotel? <laughs> They're everywhere. She was like, she was like, what does that even mean? I was like, it's a talisman. Like, if if nothing else, mm-hmm. like, like what, you, you don't have like dream catchers? Or, right, yeah. <laughs> Never thought about it like that, but a Bible, because I keep a Bible by my bed too. It's a talisman. It's like, even if I don't read it, it's, you know, it's there. It, it, it totally is. It's a powerful object. Yeah. Hmm. I like yeah, that. What, what, what you, you, you just chance sleeping, going to the DMD realm, and <laughs> you being laying there, your vehicle immobile and vulnerable. No, thank you. I'll take I'll take all the psychic heebie-jeebie hippie shit I can take right. with it, you know. But yeah, there was there was that. That's always a fun trip to the doctor. It's like, hi, I'm a whore. Yeah. Mm. I'd like to. Like, well, to, let's get out the two by fours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All better. If you could just put on put on this robe for me, slut. <laughs> This, light a candle. Is this, is this a red A? <laughs> she, she wasn't married, sir. Neither am I. Uh, rules are rules. Need your insurance to cover this, don't you, whore? You get an F for fornicator. It's always great whenever they give you the follow-up call to tell you what you already knew. Yeah. It's like, like cause for those who don't know, if you've ever had the clap, as a dude you're acutely aware of it about a week later. Mm-hmm. Like, your balls hurt, your dick hole hurts and itches, mm. like, and it will get worse mm. if, you don't, if you don't see somebody about it. So, you, 
you should all you should you should uh you know bang people that you plan on having a relationship or something right, with right right you know, yeah which, which I was in this case but uh, apparently I was I was not I was just she wasn't no no. <laughs> <laughs> no no also left her a psychotic video message after uh, having to go to the well, doctor I mean, and get ghosted justified she, she kept following me on my Instagram like she. Wasn't responding to like the texts mm -hmm. that I had like sent, and was still like daily, every day, just following me. And I was like, "You, what the fuck are you playing at, man?" Yeah. Like, <sighs> but yeah, yeah. the other time I got a uh, food poisoning from a uh, 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 either a, uh, a Pizza Hut or a uh, a uh, Chick Fil A, you know, one one. I put it. I put it on the pizza <laughs> if I had to put money on it. But I, um, you know, I didn't. I didn't like vomit or shit or anything. And one of my friends was like, "Well, maybe you caught COVID." But it's like I don't know, man. Like I had, I had fever. I had like I think I count four fevers to break. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's just like crank the heat up to ninety <clears throat> and throw blankets on. You know, every I like my stomach felt bad like the whole fucking day. Like I like I felt sick, but I wasn't like like vomiting or like you know shitting profusely but like i felt it come on like shortly after eating and two and two together but well at that time everything was covid anyway, yeah so, so even if i did catch covid right. which i mean it, it, yeah and it, i i could even working from home i couldn't work that day like mm -hmm. i couldn't i couldn't sit up on <laughs> you gotta a chair you gotta call in sick to a job you don't have to go to yeah <laughs> yeah that doesn't make me feel like a bitch already you know but um I, I I did put me it put me on my ass for like one day, but like next day I was working. Mm. I was fine, so I don't know if I had it. I didn't get tested. I've never been tested. Yeah. Like I, from what I understood, the tests weren't reliable and didn't work anyway. No. From the get go, so I was like, why even participate with this? Yeah. Well, you had to believe it for him to work, because if you, <laughs> if you don't if you don't believe in them, then you only get. Um, False negatives, mm. but if you do believe in them, then the negatives are true. Oh man! If only I believed in myself. Right? Yeah. <sighs> Gotta uh, do that. For I, I, I think I, I think I talked about this when Biscuit was on a few episodes ago. That I um I got I got a sinus infection in tw July 2020, and the doctors were mad that I kept testing negative for COVID. They were like, "This has to be a false negative. You you you've definitely got it." You've definitely got COVID because I had I had the fever. I was stuck in bed for a week. I you know sneezing and coughing and right. all, the, all the regular cold stuff. And they were just they were like getting so frustrated. They, they tested me like three times and every time it was negative. Because it's supposed to be COVID, right? Is, is, is it's supposed my, to be. Like, and and the chest X-ray showed that I that my lungs were clear. See, I had I had no respiratory problems. Yeah, I had I had none of the loss of smell mm -hmm. or, or taste or anything so I don't think I had it. Mm -hmm. those seemed like alarming like <laughs> side effects you know like your your sense of smell going away mm -hmm. and almost so that's the one thing earlier when I, I was saying that I'm still skeptical of what this even was whether it was a weapon or not doesn't matter to me I'm skeptical that it even is a thing you know because there, even the FDA and CDC both admitted that they did not have isolated uh, samples that were un that were un uh, contaminated with like they used like 
ba- uh, baboon kidney cells and stuff to right. cu- to culture it. You know what I mean? There, it just it doesn't exist. They've they've stated in their own paperwork that they don't have an isolated sample to test for, as, which is why they had to test for the computer computer model. But um, so like this whole time, I'm like, I think they just reclassified the flu and everything else as COVID. You know, but people say, well, I lost my taste of, si- of uh, smell and sense of taste. I'm like, well. Okay, well then maybe it is a thing, but it's not very deadly, is it? You know. You know, the only time that happened to me was I went on a date. It wasn't a very good one. I showed up. She was to the restaurant. She was wearing a mask at the table. Yeah, I was like, she take it off to eat. Well, no, I was like, hi, no. like kind of like awkwardly laughing, like you, uh, <laughs> you wear a mask while you're at the table. She's like, oh, I can take it off. It makes you more comfortable. I'm like, well, yeah, like that, like. 2021 like why are you we weren't a yeah <laughs> yeah we were in a mask at the at the at the tape like nobody else was like where this is after the vaccine and everything and she was like like you know double jabbed and all that but uh she came back here and you know because i'm a whore and like we <laughs> no no <laughs> no that was the clap oh uh, <laughs> no uh but uh, like we made out and like I for like maybe like 15 minutes like afterwards I had like that sensation mm. of like not being able to taste or smell anything. That's that vaccine shedding. Like <laughs> it and it wasn't that long. It was like almost like a hit of coke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like where you get like the nummy mm. kind of sensation, but. Definitely not like cocaine. If, if she would have kissed me and like like I felt a high from cocaine, I probably would have been more quick to be like, "You probably should leave. You yeah. should, <laughs> you're bad news. You got dosed. <laughs> Take you back home." But uh, now I still see it. Um, you know, driving as much as I do for work, I see it at, ga- at gas stations, especially for some reason. I don't know if it's because people are traveling interstate or whatever that they feel like they need to wear a mask but. i had a I had a girl uh, another another day what i explained to me that she really liked it the mask culture because she was ugly no 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 because being a black american it gives you a, some sense of anonymity whenever uh <laughs> you're out and about we can still tell you're black. <laughs> it's like, what, what? What? Is she hiding from the police? I don't get it. I, I mean, I, I kind of get like, like what what she was like saying, but yeah, at the same time, it's like, well, I mean, if people are targeting you just because you're black and they just see you as nothing more than a black person, then would they do it more so if they're just like, oh look, there's a there's a darkie in a mask driving yeah, right there. Right, yeah, like she probably got cracked. Does it hide? <laughs> Doesn't hide your skin color. Like, oh, good afternoon, officer. How can I help you? He's got a gun. <laughs> I mean, I get the, I, I, I get that a lot of people with social anxiety and a lot of people who are like self-conscious, they like benefited from the whole mask thing and made them feel more comfortable. Just like, you know, people who are. I think um, a lot of people liked it because it was a fashion accessory. Yeah, I mean, it totally was. It totally was. They started making like custom masks and, you know, like. You see pictures of people at Comic Con and they've got like the samurai mask, you know, like it's get over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah. nah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Six, six foot social six. distance. <laughs> Sorry, Scorpion. But it's like it's 
it was a social cop out for a lot of people. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's like, oh, I don't have to show my face. I mean, and I get that. You know, sometimes you want to be anonymous. Sometimes it gives you a excuse not to talk to people. A lot of times, people just want to belong. To yeah, it. yeah. It's yeah. A, it was also it was also a flag. You know, yeah. it was a, um, it was as, a, as I think uh, Joe Rogan pointed out on uh, one of his recent episodes. He went to go see uh, Roger Waters mm-hmm. in a concert after having him on the show, but they uh, they all had to wear masks like when they were like backstage and he asked like uh his like head of security like like yo so what's up everybody here is like clearly vaccinated that works for roger like what's up with that and he was like oh it's it's a uh, it's like the maga half for leftists it's just a way for them to <laughs> yeah pretty much them to sh- yeah show people that they're leftists oh man yeah, i mean that's absolutely what it is like when i see a person in public and you know, <laughs> damn libs. We're going on. Tw- <laughs> ba- I mean, basically, we're, we're we're going into 2023. You know, it's like if you if you were going to get vaccinated, you you already are. Well, I mean, unless your mom's going to take you on a cruise. Yeah, yeah. I, and then they're like, well, if you want to go on the if you want to go on the the water orgy party, yeah. then you gotta get the jab. My parents went on a cruise. Well, actually, they were supposed to go on a cruise um, earlier this year, and it got canceled because of a. Is it a typhoon if it's in the Pacific? Yeah, Any, I think so. Anyway, yeah. it was a hurricane. Right. And uh, it's typhoon in the Pacific. And like fucked up all the docks that they were going to start at, mm-hmm. stop at, like two days before, so they didn't go. But they invited me, and I was like, yeah, I'd love to go on a cruise. I've never been on one. And they were like, oh, but you have to get vaccinated. I was like, fuck that. Like, full stop. And now it's like, not even six months later, it's like they're starting to repeal all those uh, requirements anyway. No. Like, like this is not going to last unless they do it again, which they very well. I think, think Canada is trying to keep doubling down. They people keep saying that they're gonna, you know, um, do away with it, but Canada is like Canada's already lost, in my opinion. You know, like the current state, they are they're full World Health Organ. I mean, um, World Economic Forum. They're one hundred percent New World Order. Like Trudeau is. Do you see that video of um, Xi Jinping? Is it Xi Jinping? Xi Jinping. What? How do you say it? Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. Yeah, making Trudeau his bitch. Yeah, dude, that the, shit was hilarious. For, uh, calling him out for uh, talking about what they uh, discussed in closed door session. Is that what press. it was? Yeah, he was like, he was like, you should not have done that. He's like, what we talked about was closed door session, and mm. you talked to the press. And he's like, well, the 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 press has a right to know. He's more or less like, yes, but like under proper steps you know mm. and then it's like okay thank you yeah i couldn't tell i didn't know what they were talking about because he's obviously speaking through a translator but just by like the body language and stuff it mm. was like g was like coming down on him hard and like it, you yeah. it hurt his feelings yeah well i mean you see like trudeau walk away and his, his legs buckle oh. <laughs> his legs literally <laughs> buckle from presumably the adrenaline of fear mm-hmm. of being called out by a gangster among gangsters mm-hmm. of being like, yo, you fucking talking to the press. Like, it's pretty much like, yo, man, can you keep a secret? Oh, of course I can, mm-hmm. Mr. Ping. Or Mr. She. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, going to like CNN and MSNBC or having press conferences and being like, like, well, we, I made sure to, you know, Mr. G talked about this, but don't worry, we're we're not gonna allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, Yo, what the fuck, bro? Mm-hmm. 
Like I told, told you that in secret. <laughs> like, oh, they, they have a right to know. Why yeah. you put me on blast? It's, I think a lot of that's with like, you know, they're, they're G7 kind of, not necessarily allies, but like, you know, they're, they're in charge of different. They sit at the same tables. Yeah. 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 And it's like, hey man, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't want me to shit on you. You want, you want to see a place, <laughs> some like really horrifying, cringy uh, videos of where authoritarianism goes bad. See some uh, videos of uh, basketball teams getting off the bus in China with fans oh, heckling yeah. them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good Lord. I know, I know what you're talking about. Good Lord. If, if you think American <laughs> fans are... <laughs> brutal and heckling you. Oh my gosh, dude! I can't say it off mic, but I mean I can't say it on mic. But you, you might know what the um, Chinese equivalent of um is. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For people who don't know, just try to try to do some digging and find out what that word is. Probably not if you're at your office computer. You probably should be listening <laughs> to this at your office computer anyway. These guys have been talking about Jews and jabs for <laughs> over three hours. We've been so deprived of our politics and religion. I mean, you know, you don't, you don't want to upset people. And <laughs> mixed company. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I mean, what you, what you don't want to do is invite somebody on for particular discussions and be like, all right, so let's talk about abortion for a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's your, what's I, your, <laughs> let me ask you this, Jim. What do you think about the N-word being casually used? <laughs> Do you censor yourself when you sing along to Wu-Tang? Now, I'm going to play you a couple of video clips of some white nationalists and black Israelites having speeches at the same convention where they're agreeing with one another, and I want to get your take on that. I still get They've got a couple of Hasidic Jews that are there talking with them as well about uh, how Zionism's a threat. I wonder, would, what, do you do, what, what are your opinions on the state of Israel currently? Are you vaccinated, Jim? Did you get the jab? Did do you think people who got the jab are pussies, or do you think the unvaxxed are pussies? <laughs> Based or cringe? <laughs> I still can't get it. Unvaxxed, Jim. Based or cringe? <laughs> Gonna have to say based. Uh, the I can't. I still can't get over Phil's reaction. It, it didn't. It didn't really. You can't really hear it. Like listening back to the episode. But we were talking about Buzz Aldrin and like how the moon landing is fake and stuff, and just kind of like saying it outright, like it's not even a, yeah, it, well, it's not even, well, it's not even up for debate. Like, we, like you and me obviously were on the same page about the moon landing, or at least similar pages. And it's like, no, we just ought to take it. For, I think I think, Judd, I think Judd's on a similar page. Well, yeah, I don't want to speak. I don't want to speak for the man, but well, yeah, I, I know for a fact at least you and I like pretty much agree on that. Like, just just take it as wrote. That it's like all bullshit. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're just speaking casually about it, how Buzz Aldrin is like dropping hints about it's fake, and Phil's just over here like, ah, uh, what? What? No, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> and that's one, one of the main reasons why I love Phil. He's one of the few guests that engages with somebody that he disagrees with right yeah you know mm -hmm. like that's that's one thing i have always uh, loved about him as he's always been unafraid to be like now hold the phone a second fellas <laughs> yeah, yeah let me it's my phil voice let me <laughs> let me 
Let me interject here. Really. I mean, that was pretty much, and I'm not saying anything bad about the guy. I enjoyed the conversation, mm-hmm. you know, but it was just, it was just, his reaction was hilarious. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I've definitely uh, discussed, like, that kind of stuff with him before, but never was if I tried to be like, you must believe me. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> this, I mean, those conversations are, I mean, it's one thing if you're having a debate, but, like, trying to convince people to, you know, look at it's like, so have you heard of the, uh, the hollow earth theory you know it's well let me explain to you why it's true <laughs> yeah, any, anytime somebody projects himself as being like the uh, purveyor of truth yeah you know or the uh, the gatekeeper of of knowledge or information just a, a the biggest red flag flopping in the wind that you can see and you don't get it, man. I, I got it all figured out. Let me tell you how it really is. You know, you know, that, you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of... I was uh, taking classes at our uh, our local uh, tech school uh, a few years ago. And uh, they have a gazebo outside. And it's a morning class. So I'm going out there, smoke a cigarette, and you know, enjoy some coffee. You know, what's still outside before class time. There's some dude out there talking about tattoos. He's got a cut off sleeveless shirt <laughs> sunglasses on hat backwards or maybe it's not backwards but definitely cocked in a mm. in a non-traditional manner with a flat brim talking about uh how he does tattoos and like you know all this and then you know my my fat ass walks up with you know crayola arms and he starts uh not uh, I don't mind like talking about tattoos. In fact, like sometimes, like more more so if it's a if it's a dude, I'll openly compliment because I don't want a woman to think I'm like hitting on her. Yeah. But like if a if a dude has like sexy arms and like sexy tattoos on, oh no, I'll strap down like, dude, you got some sexy fucking arms, man. <laughs> Who did your artwork? Like I I want to engage them, mm. you know, because I'm I'm also covered in like tattoos. Yeah. But, like, this dude was like, yo, bro, how much you pay for your sleeves? Oh, come on. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't discuss what I, what I pay for my tattoos, yeah. man. And he's like, I, I, yeah, yeah, bet. Well, how, how many tattoos you you think you got? I was like, I don't know, man, at, le- at least two. Like, I thought, <laughs> yeah. like kind of, kind of stop counting, you know. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's still trying to there was like four or five people that were out there like before I before I you know sauntered up like like oh this loud mouth talking about tattoos holding court yeah yeah I'm just being quiet smoking my cigarette and he's like yeah you know I yeah I can do tattoos like I do tattoos I just I don't have any myself because it's never been you know my thing personally and in that moment you see like everybody's head of the gazebo realize that this guy is full of shit Mm -hmm. like they were they were all willing to like follow him along and let him talk but the instant that he was like I don't have any tattoos but trust me I'm a tattooist and I know what I'm talking about wait he didn't have any tattoos he didn't have any tattoos oh uh, what the yeah in my, no, I was picturing in my mind that he had full sleeves no but... no no no, no. He, in fact he had no sleeves on his shirt whatsoever nor his skin he was sleeveless what? and then and then states like after I politely like I'm Kind of like like not humoring him, yeah, like, and letting him know like 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 yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not humoring this this guy. The first time you said it, it just like didn't compute with me, and like that just doesn't 
makes it's like a dentist with no teeth. Well, yeah, that's 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 the that's the one-two punch of the the setup. But yeah. yeah, no tattoos on this guy whatsoever. What? Uh, uh, and then admits to it. Uh, and, and all these people like slowly like are like, like what? Wait, you 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 don't have tattoos? How would you have tattoos? Or, or no, like how to tattoo if you don't have tattoos? He's yeah. Like, he's like, oh, I I know how to do it. Trust me. Like like I've been doing it for years. Just trust me. I've been doing it for years. It's like a. I have a point out my cigarette and I'm like, I'm like, I know a lot of tattooists, bro. I don't know a single one of them that has not been tattooed. No. Like every tattoo artist I've ever met is very heavily tattooed. Yeah. So I wouldn't trust a tattoo artist. If not, not if not covered close to, you know, like, they are they have visible tattoos no matter what clothes they're wearing. Yeah. You know, like whether it's full sleeves or on their hands or like. Well, and, I, and like. Just like the quality of like the tattoo culture in Valdosta alone, like our artists are fucking fantastic, yeah. man. Like our, that scene thrives here, and like I'm like thrilled that we have such, especially in the tattoo scene here, such diverse political and ideological mm-hmm. like factions that mm-hmm. go on. But this f- fucking guy, just like <laughs> yammering on about like. How much he knows about tattoos, and it's like, bro, man, it, it's you're like l- beta level stolen valor. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I was I was in the military, but uh, you know I got kicked out. Well, that's why you're wearing. Is that your uniform? Oh no, it was my brother's. Oh yeah, <laughs> your brother's, huh? It's like one one thing again. Like mm. if you say, especially a lie though, like a lie more so than ideological principle but if you set up your foundation to just be bullshit it doesn't it doesn't take much for somebody to just like my dumb ass to be like oh so you don't have any tattoos how I don't know any tattooist that's reputable that doesn't have tattoos it's weird I don't know any dentist with meth mouth but no just trust me just trust me I don't have a driver's <laughs> license but I'm a mechanic yeah right yeah well, I, I work that. on cars all the time. I can, see I, that. I can see that. I'm sure plenty of mechanics have gotten DUIs. <laughs> that's not the same thing. That's, that's their license being taken away. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is somebody's like, oh no, never. I don't drive. Yeah. Never driven a car, but trust me, I know all about the cars. Yeah. Jesus. I think you and I talked about it before that uh, I don't think it was on mic that um, years ago, in my early 20s, I worked with a guy at Texas Roadhouse that uh, started talking with a, a British accent. And yeah. from the instant that I, I heard him be like, oh, hello, how are you? I was like, this guy's doing a fake British accent. Mm-hmm. But again, like I, like well, we were talking during the break, I like to, I like to see where, where a villain's going to go with their plan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because what I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be a bully and be like, he, he's lying! Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's lying, but he's not for me. It's given them attention it's given them status and power and i can do without giving that to anybody mm-hmm. you know so let he, him take you down the path and see yeah yeah goes. yeah i mean like uh, so whatever his name was jim we'll so yeah he uh, he, uh occasionally we we had um at the time different restaurants had football teams and we would challenge each other to you know just Show up at Valdosta Middle School at like 10 o'clock at night and <laughs> Outback versus Roadhouse, Roadhouse versus Red Lobster. 
Our team is called the Juggernauts. We made a, we made shirts. Oh my god! Broke my tailbone during one game. <laughs> Never healed from that. It's, you know, your coccyx or whatnot. I had to. I don't sleep on my belly. I had to sleep on my belly. Hey, for you like, can't really put that in a cast. No, no. And my my nurse friend at the time was like, they can give you a donut and a bunch of pain pills. I was like, I don't want pain pills, but like, am I gonna be okay? They're like, oh yeah, but like you know. Just take it easy on, on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from cucumbers. Yeah, I slept begrudgingly. Slept on my. I had to learn how to sleep on my belly because, mm. like, that was the most painful thing was sleeping. Mm. It was like two months of sleep on my belly. <clears throat> but yeah, this guy, a couple times during the during uh, some of the games, probably from adrenaline and uh, you know excitement. He would uh, he would he would drop his uh, his accent would fall and he he would say something either to himself or to like an opposing team and so I was like I was like oh you're not you're not careful enough with this like if I dedicated it to it even if I'm being arrested by the cops I'd still be like sir madam I don't know what the big force is about I tell you I come from the Isles I can't tell you which one because I'm here as a spy. You gotta believe it. Look, the methamphetamine that was in the car was given to me by JFK Jr. He's coming back. I have to get to Dallas. If I don't do this, the kids in the tunnels are not gonna survive. President Trump, he's waiting for me. Stand by. I know you're one of Pence's goons. He's compromised, I'm telling you. I don't need ID. I'm a sovereign citizen and a spy. <laughs> My name's Mally O'Malley O'Malley. And I come from the island. So you got you got you got to stick with it, right? Then we were at a we were at a Super Bowl party, and we had a, we had all eaten edibles, and I was in a particularly foul mood because my girlfriend and I at the time we were in the midst of breaking up from our two year uh, relationship, and so I was I was at the <laughs> Super Bowl party, so I didn't have to hang out with her. <laughs> I'm not even a big football fan. But I was just like like. No, 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 I would stay and hang out, but going to a Super Bowl party, do you want, do you want to go? I don't like football. So is that no? You, <laughs> you don't want to go? You're going to stay here and pout? All right, see ya. But I listen to this guy. There's, there's, like one, there's like one girl that's there that every guy would want to smash, mm. right? So, of course, every swinging dick is just paying her all the attention and were you know doing as restaurant people do and talking about you know bitching about work and she mentioned something about how something is set up that the restaurant does that she thinks there might be a better way to do it and this 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 Brit interjects like oh that's because Texas Roadhouse uses the POS system it's a specific system that only works in their culture and not other restaurant cultures it's like, bro, not only did your accent change to a different region of England, but your that's <laughs> a different voice. Yeah. And like when when that happened, the I at that at that point I was just sort of like, all right, that, next time this comes up at work, like because he wasn't a good worker anyways. It's just like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna haze him, you know, I'm gonna be the comedian that I am. And we're like falling behind, and he's not doing his work. And I was like, "Oh, what's the matter, man? Your your accent starts slipping." Like he's like, "Oh, you, come on, man! Don't don't call me out like that!" I'm like, "Oh, call you out like what? I thought you were from England." 
But you're you talking with an American accent? That's odd. So he just immediately dropped it because you called him out? Yeah, because he started getting upset that he was behind. Mm. And so, like, you know, you're in a kitchen working, mm. so, like... You're like, like, oh god damn it! I need some, I need some fries, <laughs> whatever it may be. Like you know, <laughs> I need ramekins. And it started, it started slipping, and I was just like, oh, what's the matter? What happened to your accent? It's gone, buddy. Good God! All these girls thought you were British. <laughs> you say you're not British? Come on, man! Don't, don't call me out like that. He he keep it up long enough to defend himself, you know. No, I mean? he he worked there for like maybe three or four weeks, and the, yeah. like that was that was it. I don't get it. Well, I mean, it's got to be just to talk to women, but that's that's all. Yeah, like, pussy is the greatest motivator for simps. Yeah, you know. So the, if you can, you know, people have, that have been habitually like the the fat kid that I am, you have to rely on your. Stunning personality or lack thereof to mm. woo women, you know. So with me, it's always been: uh, can I make them laugh and can I wow them with like creative pursuits? If I can't do either of those, my dick is not going to do shit for her. <laughs> She's just like you want a woman that's into you, right. you know. Yeah, so yeah. like these dudes, on the other hand, they're they're just like they have no self confidence, they have no personality. They have nothing to bring to the table. So if they can't get a, um, a superficial woman by, say, like getting their body nice, right? Because you, you can get pussy routinely from shallow, superficial women mm -hmm. if, like, you, you got a hot body. Like, it's, you know, not, not knocking them for yeah. it, but that's what superficial it's, women I mean, it's want. Math. <laughs> yeah, it's attractive. Yeah. Like, you have a better body, you're more attractive. Mm -hmm. So they don't give a shit what his mind is, right. you know? Right. But. If you can't do that and you want to compete, well, shit, be different. Well, yeah. how can you be different? Well, be somebody else. Get a gimmick. Yeah. I, I, I watched a couple of the YouTube videos on how to talk like a British person. Oh, <laughs> Some people that. just want to see the world burn. Some people just want to see the world burn. Some Mike okay. Mike okay. Some people just want to watch the world burn, Mr. White. <laughs> What have you learned from like Austin, the Austin Powers trilogy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I get a side of green beans? Yeah, fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, man, but like you should. It's it's ties into like kind of the bigger thing of what we talked about is that you know you you should you should be yourself, mm. right and. It's not easy to figure things out for yourself. In fact, you're going to piss a lot of people off. You're going to lose friends. You're going to lose lovers. But if you're, if you're on the right path and, you, and you're doing what you know is the, the right thing to do, like, that I feel is more important. You yeah. know, it, 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 There's someone in a David Icke presentation where there's like a missionary is talking with an Inuit about uh, you know, making sure they spread the word of... of the gospel, you know, that, uh, you know, Jesus, uh, everybody knows about. And they're like, uh, would you, if I didn't know about Jesus and accepting him in, into my life as, you know, the, the Messiah, the one true Messiah, would I be damned? They're like, well, no, because you wouldn't have been aware of his presence. He's mm -hmm. like, well, why did you tell me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So like like you know at the at the end of the day it's it's about the life you you've led you mm -hmm. know and like whether or not you're Christ-like in action not whether there are a lot of despicable people in churches and churches aren't just under the religious umbrella anymore right. you know I mean Disney has their own church mm -hmm. you know fucking apparently uh, certain. Uh, <laughs> uh, pundits and uh, celebrities or organizations they, they also have like their own like culture and ideology like you know the the whole uh, Twitter thing with uh, them thinking that oh he launched the Antichrist he's coming in and yeah. doing all this stuff <laughs> yeah. it's like bro it's a new boss yeah have, have, have you ever worked for a company and then your switch, old, switch management? Yeah, yeah, your your old boss is like no more, and then mm -hmm. you get a new boss like, all right, there's gonna be changes around here. Yeah, yeah, you you adapt to those changes or you go elsewhere. <laughs> it was the same people, the same people that were like, uh, if you don't like the uh, TOS on Twitter, you can go start your own platform. Yeah, are the same people going? No one man should have the power to decide what free speech is. Yeah, it's like, come on, dude. Uh, who, like you don't who have, should it be you all yeah, instead it was, it's just it's just like laying bare that they don't have any principles at all you know they're not they're not being principled they're just you know they're shape shifting into whatever fits for that moment you know it, it is completely disingenuous it's bad faith is what it is yeah oh, shit man we've got all four hours on that damn <laughs> On, on this bad boy. Hell yeah, just the two of us too. Yeah, man. Nice. Event eventually, we'll uh, as hopefully you know, show show will continue to grow mm -hmm. over time and whatnot. Yeah, I know that. Uh, you know, I'm so appreciative of everybody that does listen, and I know that uh, podcast hype was up in 2020, and then you know, because we all had nothing to do, right? And, uh, uh, a fair amount of, fair amount of uh, folks, I guess, thought that like uh, this would stop or something. And I'm really glad it hasn't. Mm -hmm. You know, me too, man. I mean, it gives me a place to have meaningful conversations. Yeah, and I'm, just like scheduled hangout time. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. It's uh, talking with somebody. I was like, you know, I probably wouldn't see Judd Judd and Biscuit as much as I do if I didn't like. If they didn't enjoy like being on the show as well, mm -hmm. you know, and like like I love having them on, and like I know uh, uh, having the same guests on repeatedly can get uh, disappointing, I guess, for some people, but I, I I don't care, you know. I don't think so. I think it kind of builds rapport with the people who are listening. You know, you get to the more you listen to somebody, the more you get to know them. Yeah. You know. Well, it's all about it's all about keeping keep making content, mm -hmm. you know, because what. If you stop making something, then that's all it was. Right. That's all it was. And, you know, like, I, it, it's meaningful to me. I, I, think it's, uh, I think it's fun to do. Um, certain people enjoy it, you know. Like, you know, we, we, we have people that tune in every episode. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I, that's so fucking cool, you know. Like, so, but I, uh, within, a, like, the next uh, year or two, I want to, Wants to kind of level it up oh, yeah. a little, a little bit. I think uh, get a, get some, uh, some cameras and uh, upgrade on a uh, some audio equipment. Yeah, yeah. Get a couple a couple more mics and 
I'd, li- I'd like to get a, uh, a cue system for like headphones mm-hmm. for everybody and individual mic channels that everybody can control their own volume of their uh, voice yeah. and their headphones. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Level it up. Yeah. It's up. We black. We Jew. It's up. <laughs> I'm not black. <laughs> I never did the... Uh, did you ever do the 23andMe ancestry? No, I refuse. Yeah. Well, my opinion was that they've already got enough of my data mm. like as well. They, they, they've they already got my parents' data. My, you know, one yeah. of my, one of my yeah. grandparents. They, they know. Mm-hmm. They know. But, um, you know, like my... Mom did hers, and almost the you know, all, all of hers was European and white. All of it. The uh, it was predominantly things you would expect: English, Irish, German, uh, uh, Nordic, and then there was like a small amounts of Eastern European Jew. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my dad was like the same thing: like English, German, Irish, Dutch. And then there was like four generations back from him. There was an ancestor from Polynesia, and two generations huh. back from them, there was one from uh, Sahara, from Africa. Yeah. We black. That, no. <laughs> no, no. I, what, it, what it seems like is probably somebody just like to travel a lot in my... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. In my, my family, I just like getting dick in different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it seems like, but uh, I think maybe uh, maybe part of the fascination I have with you know body mod tattoos is from a Polynesian ancestor. Genetic memory. M- yeah, maybe that's could epigenetic. Well, like influence. That could be your Viking blood as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like some somebody was talking about that uh, they were uh, they were up in arms because they saw a, a white man with dreadlocks, and they were like like how. Like, how could somebody, like, be so insensitive to appropriate culture like that? I'm like, have you never heard of Nords? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I'm, 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 I'm with you on, like, you know. They live in Skyrim? Yeah. I mean, you ever heard of them? What, did he have blackface on while he was doing it? Right, yeah. Like, I mean, did tra- he, dreadlocks are universal. Did, I mean, did he say trans women aren't women <laughs> and have blackface on and, like, brandish a swastika? If you don't, like, if you don't do anything to your hair for like two years, I don't care what color you are, what part of the world you're from, you're gonna have dreadlocks, bro. On some real talk, if I don't wash my hair after like four days, same, it's unbearable. Yeah. Like if I try to wash it, like it, it just naps up like very, very. I mean, you know, I've got like a like a cubic foot of hair on my skull, right. but like, I mean, still, like it's, I, I gotta, I gotta be cautious with it. You know, it, it will. Not up, and when it does that, dude, if it gets to a certain point, you can only cut it out. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't you can't get those knots out. Right. Like, I, if, I think if I dreaded up all my hair currently, it may be like down to my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like, but like, of all the things to get outraged about, like, I, I figure maybe, I don't know, f- having f- mandated medical procedures against your fellow citizen would be a kind of an outrage having them forcibly close down your business while watching big business flourish no 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 we're mad about hairstyles good lord they 
There, there's protesters outside the drag show for kids at the library. We're, we're going to go out there and make sure that our LGBT brothers are protected. Sorry. Our LGBT brothers and sisters are protected. I'm sorry. Our LGBTQIA plus brethren, sister, and zistren are protected. There you go. There you go. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe we shouldn't be exposing kids to sexuality. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I don't like the notion of like, you shouldn't kink shame because like, no, no, there's certain things you should absolutely yeah, shame. Yeah, there's some, yeah. Like, and there, I think there's a big difference between somebody playing a character, right, and a characters in drag, whatever. It's a, it's a fucking character, yeah. and having it become a motif where it's like, hey, we can take burlesque show performers that do drag, mm -hmm. right, at, so they're adult performers, and have them perform in front of kids and say it's all ages. Right. And that will open kids up to LGBTQIA plus culture. Mm -hmm. It's like, that, what, sexualizing kids is going to yeah. open up them to your culture? Yeah, well, yeah, that will do it. That'll do it. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, the Roman church seemed to agree yeah. with it, yeah. you know? Well, how... How can we make sure the priest won't marry? Oh, we'll just have them fuck little boys. And then we'll, <laughs> we'll just have the little boys, just the really good ones. That, we'll become priests. Yeah, yeah, the ones with the juiciest buttholes. Oh, gotta, my God. you got to find the kids with the, with the juiciest Catholic buttholes. <laughs> and you got to make sure that they're they're not dissuaded from the altar boy program. JC Bussy. Like, my, my, my bussy wasn't good enough. I never got molested <laughs> as an altar boy. They they're oh, like they're like nah nah, he's weird. Shut it down. He's <laughs> that's the kind of kid that you you give the clap to and then you just go. Oh, oh. <laughs> the, the priest doesn't even he leaves the booth when it's your time to confess your sins. <laughs> you know. There he is again. Now pinch hitting <laughs> for Reverend O'Malley Malley. <laughs> Father Bruce. Father Brutal. The knuckles on that man. <laughs> I tell ya. You don't want him giving the sign of the cross <laughs> in your asshole. Oh my god. I'm glad we could finish on a yeah. uh, uplifting. Shut note. it down. <laughs> I was about to be like, what's the name of that local business? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't listen anyway. No, no, they're going to listen to this one show and be like, tell him not to talk about yeah, yeah. <laughs> These guys talked about God and Jews and vaccines and little boys' buttholes for <laughs> four hours. He said he had chlamydia. Not bad. <laughs> she gave me the clap. I got better. There's only two options. Yeah. Which? I mean, yeah. I mean, you could classify that as a curse. So. I mean, yeah, it is. <laughs> she cursed you. 
what's what's sad about it is that uh, supposedly, from what the doctor told me, a lot of a lot of women can have it and not know about it. I guess maybe oh. because like the the pain will come from like their ovaries, mm. right? And I guess maybe it gets misconstrued as cramps, right? Like from the menstrual cycle, so that they can have it and not know it. But like as a dude. Your ball shouldn't throb. <laughs> they give you a little taste. Of it. <laughs> like, so, so it's like a just pro tip for for all for all the dudes raw dog and strange out there that if your balls are hurting a week afterwards, go see a fucking doctor, man. Like, <laughs> or even pro tip, just do what I do and don't talk to women. <laughs> I mean, they don't have souls. Church confirmed that. You know, the the only way through redemption is through their submission to man mm. and his path to righteousness. If she's lucky enough, she'll choose a godly man and he'll get her into heaven. This, look, I don't know why all these bitches are so upset about these rules. <laughs> Who's mad? Look, science be science. Where do you think evolution came from? Men. Think it, men. Yeah, godly men. The church. <laughs> Where do you think Big Bang cosmology came from? That's a good point. Men. That's a good point. Godly men. It came from the church. Vaccines. Dude, no doubt it came from a swinging pair of testicles. That's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Shut this shit down. <clears throat> Alright, is Mike off? Good. Let me talk about my problems with women, folks. Did y'all know that biblically... They're all demonized <laughs> from hell itself. Can you imagine if that was like the rules, though? Like, I know, I know we're going over here. Oh, no, we're, no, we're good. We're go okay. Like, but if that were the rules, though, like, or it's like. The oh, women are demons? Yeah, that's just part of, like, if that's, like, part of, like, <laughs> the left wing cult, if that was it. Like, if you truly want to have empathy, it would, you would. Pick something preposterous and give them the their counterpositions argument, mm. right? So like, like the like the trans cowboy, like like, hey Jim, how's it going? Oh man, I tell you what, Randy, world's a crazy place. I, uh, you know, I realize that I am a woman, a long time ago, <laughs> and that the world was bound to hate me for who I am, and these. Goddamn libs, these liberals, and trying to force me to, to use a man's bathroom. And I tell you, it's just, I pray. Even though God ain't real, I pray every day <laughs> for the day that I'm able to no longer be a marginalized member and be able to walk into that woman's restroom proudly and say, I am woman, hear me roar. <laughs> And take out my big old pecker, <laughs> sling it over the sink, and shave my pubes right there in the O'Hare International Airport bathroom like a real woman. And tell them that I'm late for my meeting and doggone it, I'm gonna give these fellas a run for their money because they ain't never seen a woman the likes of me. Go so on, I Queen. I, th I think until you're able to say, go on, Queen. <laughs> Go off, Queen. <laughs> Slay, yes, Queen. It's your time's coming, Jethro. I tell you, fellas, sometimes 
The day I can surgically cut my dick off just can't get here soon enough. Well, you know you could go to the barber downtown. Oh, hell. You know I'm a Democrat. <laughs> they run you out on a pole. These... These libtards and their fucking rules. <laughs> so how are women demons? <laughs> it's the matriarchy taking over, fellas. I tell you, you know, thanks for letting a girl talk. It can, it can really, it can really wear, wear me down. Speaking of which, did you know that they don't ask me for my preferred pronouns anymore at Walmart? <laughs> I was, I had to, I couldn't use a self-checkout. Line was too long. Too many white patriarchal. <laughs> I guess it was the opposite of me. Too too many Puerto Rican bitches <laughs> stand there with their Caribbean hubris, thinking they're all that. Well, just because you conquered the seas, they're appropriating my boots, wearing Wranglers, <laughs> and I go through. The normal checkout, like, you know, a common person that I am. And you wouldn't believe it, this Indian feller said, thank you, sir. Sir. I had never been so upset. No, he didn't. I took my mag hat off my head and I wiped my face, tried not to shed a tear. And I said, sir. You have a blessed day. This world's going to hell, y'all. They might as well have just put me in a concentration camp that day. They sterilized me as far as I'm concerned. That was violence I dealt with. And I'll be shopping at Piggly Wiggly from here on out. Guaranteed. I can see Wednesdays on NBC. Like, I'm telling you, if you... The, that could have, in some other alternate world, that is the course of events. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what, that's what happened, is whatever marketing campaign they tried to play, and, like, the lefties are all QAnons, they're like, like, I'm telling you, Biden, he's supposed to have dementia, because there's more than one Biden. It's, it's on purpose. Yeah. Well, you see, there's five, there's five different Bidens, and they're all working together to take down the Republican cabal of vampires. Look. Kamala has to smile and laugh, right? She she can't let on that she's running these black ops missions. <laughs> they've, got, they've got Ronald Reagan in the tunnels. Look, they've discovered a group of Nazis that live underground of Washington, D.C. They're there left over. Trump brought them in to drain the swamp, right? And he put them in these tunnels. And now Biden and Kamala are down there and they're purging these tunnels and they're finding nothing but gay trans cowboys that have been marginalized. <laughs> they're finding them and trans kids. Yeah. Nothing but people that identify as children trapped underground. <laughs> Transabled people. They're finding people that wouldn't let them have their legs amputated so they could they could they could feel what was right because they knew in their hearts that they were meant to be a, a quadriplegic.
In some timeline, that's 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 where everything goes. Yeah, yeah. You, do you ever play? Um, do you ever play Bioshock? Uh, a little bit, not really. Um, I'm, I'm I played. I think I played the third one more Infinite, than the other two. The yeah. Sky City one. Yeah, with the the <laughs> twist reveal of the slavery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The um the it's probably the one I've played the most, just because the um. The story isn't really about the character you play. I mean, the twist is, mm-hmm. right? But, like, the story you participate in is about your character and the character Elizabeth mm-hmm. that you rescue slash kidnap. And as you go through the story in these... It's because it's more linear than open world. She and you have dialogue back and forth that gives more context to what you're experiencing mm-hmm. versus the... Um, like uh, other games and even its own predecessors that have like journals or audio logs where you can delve deeper into the rabbit hole of the world you're playing in, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but it wove it into the gameplay itself and seamlessly because you're conversing like as both characters are discovering something about themselves. But um, this character Elizabeth, you know, she can she can open up wormholes as she calls tears to other realities and bring stuff through or step through mm. and exist in another timeline. So they're trying to get uh, these um, these guns to get this airship that they had commandeered that they were going to take to escape. And the sort of left-wing revolutionaries have taken control over the airship and they want guns because the the powers that be are right-wing um, uh, American exceptionalism. You know, like mm-hmm. they, they have deified like Thomas Jefferson and mm-hmm. Ben Franklin, George Washington, and Abraham Lincoln as scum. And, right, you know, that, right. <laughs> that their pure uh, white uh, in the clouds race is literally above the nation mm-hmm. itself. They've transcended the Sodom below, as they call it. So, in... Uh, you get to the gunsmith, and he's been captured by the cops and beaten to death in his interrogation. Mm-hmm. So now he can't make the guns for you. So she discovers a tear that is there into another world where he's not in the interrogation room. He's been let go mm-hmm. instead. So she opens up, steps through, and they find that... Uh, Things, think you know, things are different. His wife is different. He himself is sort of the gunsmith is stuck between two planes of existence because he remembers being dead. Ah, uh, yeah. And yet he's alive mm-hmm. now, so he's he's lost his mind, mm-hmm. and all all of his tools are are gone. You know, so you you're you're still like trying to find a way to get these guns back. Now you need his tools back so he can make the guns. So they step through another tear, and in this other tear. The left-wing uprising—they've already—they've already taken power, mm-hmm. and uh, of course, their utopia is even more disastrous than the the other one, mm-hmm. you know. And your character is dead; he was a martyr in this world. Mm-hmm. And then you show up, and oh. this—the <laughs> the second coming. Yeah, well, the the leader of the the left-wing—they call the Vox Populi, mm-hmm. the voice of the people says that uh, when she discovers him, she says that you're not the real Booker. You just complicate the narrative. And the the 
oh man, it's so profound to me that like they take all of these ideas of like no matter which at the end of the game spoiler alert you're you're taking all these lighthouses like how the first two games start off with a lighthouse in the middle of the sea even this game starts off with mm -hmm. a lighthouse and every lighthouse is a different choice or a different set of choices uh. yet no matter what choice you make in the game or in life it seems invariably you end up with a set a certain predetermined set of outcomes yeah mm -hmm. as far as what's going to happen to mm -hmm. you so the um the character as it turns out booker in these multiple realities after he uh was at wounded knee and through his ptsd and all the uh, uh, killing that he did he went to a river to get baptized and in certain scenarios, he decided to go through with it, and in other ones, he did not. And the ones where he did not, he left and uh, became a, a gambler and an alcoholic and ended up selling his daughter to pay off the gambling debts. Mm. Um, the one where he went through the baptism and came out a, a man of God, he becomes the evil preacher that runs the city uh. <laughs> that you're that you're going against like the whole time he's mm. the main like antagonist mm. and as it's revealed um, Elizabeth's father oh uh. Elizabeth is your, your daughter. daughter and as it turns out that Comstock who is your character like the preacher right goes through this procedure with one of uh, the physicist that discovered how to make the floating city mm. of how to open tears because mm. he wants to go to another reality he believes what she's saying she's able to bring another version of herself over from another reality and call it her twin brother but it's actually her mm. but as a man in another timeline right right but they're able to kidnap his daughter back from himself through this tear in a wormhole. They find the version of himself that his wife dies mm. <clears throat> and then his gambling debts stack up so he offers to pay off his debt by oh. selling his own daughter <laughs> to himself. <laughs> through the through the tear. Yeah. Oh man, that's sick. The, the reason why he had aged in the timeline where he accepted the baptism was because the experiments of doing the tears mm -hmm. had uh, increased uh, the how fastly, how quickly he aged mm -hmm. and had made him infertile so he couldn't have kids in uh, that timeline anymore. And then he developed this whole prophecy of a miracle child being come to him that his wife would quote-unquote give birth to after only being pregnant for X amount of weeks, mm. which was a lie. So, to make sure that his wife was still on board, the preacher man has the leader of the Vox Populi framed for murdering his wife. Mm. So it turns the enemy into the state, into a tool for propaganda. Mm -hmm. And like, in the, in, I know I'm rambling, but in the game itself, there are certain places where you have to make a choice like even one of the characters says you don't leave this room until you pick up that baby and you give it to that man mm -hmm. and you don't 
you don't, the game will not allow you to complete itself because there are certain things that you do no matter what. Right. In right. any circumstance. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So at the full spoiler, I hope, yeah. hope it doesn't no, deter it's, you. No, it's fine. But um, at the end, whenever it's revealed to you all of this, you you keep going through these lighthouses and you keep having more revelations because you open a door and you'll be like in rapture, like the city under the sea, mm -hmm. or you'll be back in Columbia, seeing the city in the sky, or you'll be in your apartment with your daughter and like you open another door and you're back in the lighthouses out at sea again. But you get to, you open one ultimate door and you're back at the river and all of the Elizabeths from your timeline are there with you rather than a congregation mm. of people because you realize that the only way to stop all of this from happening and from kidnapping, imprisoning, and selling your daughter in all timelines is to prevent yourself from ever getting out of the river. So they all drown him. Oh, and after drowning shit. him after drowning him one by one, they, they start disappearing until there's one left. Oh man. That is rad. Yeah. Damn, I wish I would have finished that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that is insane. It's it's kept me like I've played that game probably like five or six times. Yeah. Like it's been out like ten years. Yeah, it's so. been out for a while, yeah. But like it the the more and more I play it because the story just like takes you in. Yeah. And, like yeah, I mean, even knowing the end now, I want to play it just to like experience that story. That's yeah. wild, and I and I like that it it plays with the idea of it's like a combination of free will and predestination, where yeah. it's like it's like yeah, you you, you have you a choice, get to make choices, but, but there's like, a road laid out in front of you. Right, right. She um, at one point, uh, you know, because you know, you're out at sea and with all these lighthouses. And she sees uh, Elizabeth sees the sky. She's like, "Look at all the doors." And your character's like, "The stars." And she's like, "Not stars. Those are doors. Mm. Like those go places." Damn, that's rad. Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, I need to play. I need to play all those. It sounds like I didn't realize they were so like lore heavy. The the first one I think kind of <coughs> unpacks a, a lot of the problem with uh, what's her name, Ayn Rand. Yeah, like, uh -huh. I've heard that. Um, with as far as like, you know, fundamental libertarianism. Yeah, you know, the, the, the the city is no no gods, no rules, mm -hmm. no laws, and anything goes. Mm -hmm. So of course that doesn't work, you know. But the um, what's what's cool? The first two games take place in in that city, but you only experience the city after it's fallen, right? right. So it's it's already post apocalyptic by the time you get there. In the third game, the first part of the game, you're seeing the city while it's still operating mm -hmm. as it was intended to, and you witness over three different timelines how it falls each time. Uh. The, uh, there's uh, a cool DLC with it that um, it's kind of like the epilogue because mm -hmm. they wanted to bring a, a way to have it come all the way back around. In the, in the, in the first game, it turns out that there's a... Um, there's a uh, like a Manchurian candidate phrase that somebody can use. Uh, it's uh, would you kindly, and then X, and your character will do all the missions in the game because they're instructed to. Uh, they say, oh, would you would you kindly go here and kill that son of a bitch? <laughs> yeah, right. Would you would you kindly break into this office and bring me some uh, some of these parts that I need for my machine? Mm. So 
um, it, it talks about uh, uh, one of the big characters in it uh, says that uh, a master chooses and a slave obeys. Mm -hmm. Are you a master or a, or a oh, slave? Man. And he says, uh, would you kindly kill me? And mm -hmm. then the guy kills him because <laughs> yeah. you, ha you have no choice. Right. You, you have to do it. So it the DLC, it's called Burial at Sea. And in it, you are the, um, it's two parts, you're the last remaining booker. You're the, you're the character from the, the third game, mm -hmm. the guy that eventually drowns. So you're, you're the last one, right? And Elizabeth, out of spite and as a way for revenge, tracks you down, and you're a private detective in Rapture, like under the sea, mm -hmm. and you walk out of your office to go find this little girl, right? And you're seeing the city as as it was, like, mm -hmm. while it's still thriving. Mm -hmm. Like, there's restaurants, people are, NPCs are, like, having conversations and, like, getting their shoes shined. And there's whales outside, like, like abundant sea life. You see big daddies working on the city. Mm -hmm. Like, and then you, uh, you get sent down to this, um, department store that a political enemy of the guy who runs the city he sunk his whole building because kind of similar to how the floating city like works mm. they're set at a certain level of the seabed oh, okay so he didn't like them so he had his whole seabed <laughs> sunk <laughs> lower like piece. <laughs> yeah so it's, so it's like another like league or so like beneath everybody mm. else so it's like not only are you not welcome here but your whole squad and everything you can keep your building as it is by sunk, sunk the whole building yeah. so he's you get sent there right but as it uh it uh turns out that uh through the course of events is that uh the reveal is that after you you go to find this girl and you hope that she hasn't turned into one of the little sisters you know, like the zombie things that mm -hmm. they'll use for food <laughs> in the game um you you find her and then it occurs to you all of all of your memories of the previous game come back to you and you realize that in this reality what happened was that you uh, the night that your daughter was taken they're pulling her through the wormhole you latched on and pulled so tightly that when the wormhole closed it closed on her head and decapitated uh. decapitated her and killed her. Damn. And then, because of your grief, you had the, your scientists that opened the tears mm -hmm. send you in the future to this city under the sea where you wouldn't be bothered, nobody would know who you were, uh, and so you, you could live out your guilt-ridden days as peaceably as you could, because he, he was the guy that ran the city, right? Right. right. Well, your, your daughter, back. Elizabeth, because she can open tears and go through worlds, tracks you down. Yeah. And then has you killed? Damn. But the trick, the, the tricky part is, in the, the second part of it, you play as her, and in the mix of everything, probably as a god smack, as a curse from the gods, she discovers that in the the chaos of how Booker was killed, she's actually been killed herself. But all of her timelines have now merged into one. Mm. So she doesn't have her super magical powers to go elsewhere. That's been killed off. She's a normal person now. Oh. And stuck in this... Oh, shit. 
this <laughs> building. Like, she like fucked herself. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. The folks that own that sunken building that run it, the gangsters, mm-hmm. they discover her, and they're gonna kill her. But she's like, she's like, I, I can get you, I can get you what you need, what you're looking for to help you fight, you know, that guy up there. And what it is is it's this catchphrase that is used to have it's a trigger phrase to get this Manchurian candidate person to do whatever you want. So what he does is he has her go through this whole series of events to find out that it's would you kindly. Mm -hmm. And then he gets this plane on the walkie-talkie that's you from the first game to take over the plane, crash it, and come come to Rapture initially. Oh, so that, like, because in the first game you wake up in a crash yeah. underwater. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Damn. That's wild. I had no... Bioshock idea. Infinite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, okay. I had no idea those games were that in-depth, like, story-wise. Dude, That's dope, amazing. That dope. sounds rad. How have I slept on that? I don't know. How have I spent forty five minutes talking about? Enjoy like usually I hate usually I hate spoilers, but like you presented it in such a storytelling way that I'm like, okay, tell me. You oh know no, I mean? it's totally worth. Like, yeah, like going in. I, it, it's one of those like the endings. Like even the first time I had, it, I was like, okay, wh- what? Yeah. Like, yeah. Can I can I go back and like try try again? Mm-hmm. It's like no, no matter what you try, you get the same ending. Mm-hmm. Like every time. But it's golly, man! It, it's it's as far as linear games go that don't really give you a, a lot of options, and you know, like the it's it's pretty easy to beat as well. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go through like a story mode and just get the story, dude, like maybe ten hours, yeah, and like put on easy and blast through it. I'm gonna check that out there. for sure. Yeah. That's that's cool because you don't you don't often find that depth of storytelling in games. Like every now and then, you know what I mean. There's something that will really blow your mind. Fallout Four, I think. I haven't played all the Fallout's. I I hear some are better than others, but it had a like its twist in it was like mediocre at best. Yeah, I felt the same. Because <clears throat> it's like, oh, bro, I didn't. It's really like, identify with this character. You're like, your son's older than you. Yeah. Your son has become the father. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <gasps> okay. And then it's like, oh, don't worry. We made you a robot version of your son. He'll stay 12 years old forever yeah. and ever. It's like, oh, my God, dude. It's like that movie AI. What a fucking frightening existence that yeah. would be. I haven't seen that since I was a kid, but it was, I remember it being just creepy it's a it's a dark movie usually spielberg movies aren't fucking dark and depressing but yeah. like that one good god man like the the shit that the little boy has to go through and like the robots themselves mm-hmm. like their persecution and then they're being put to death for amusement and but that ending though where it's like he gets frozen at the bottom of the sea and then Aliens come like thousands of years later. Oh! And they thaw him out and they bring him back online. He and his teddy bear back mm-hmm. online. And they're like, you know, oh, David, we can. We're willing to grant you one wish of whatever you want. And he wants his mom to be alive again. Oh, God. And they can only bring her alive for one day. That's what that movie is? Yeah. 
I don't. I, it's been so long. I don't remember it. That's 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 like his happy ending. Right. Is that his? He gets to see his mom again, the, the woman who disowned him and left him in the woods. He yeah. gets to see her again through a gen, a genetic copy the aliens make, based off of a lock of hair that uh, his teddy bear had uh, hidden away for her DNA and his memories of her. But they can only keep her alive for a day. So they have a full day, and then they just opt to go to sleep, and that's that's how it ends. It. So eventually, the robot's going to be laying there with a corpse, and the aliens are going to be like, David, do you want to get up? <laughs> what the fuck? Your, your skin suit is starting to mold, oh, yeah. Spielberg is weird, dude. I think... It was taken off of like, like Kubrick may have like wanted to work with the idea of uh, AI as a movie, mm-hmm. and, you know, then and he dies, right? And I think you know they were like, oh, you know, Spielberg's gonna come in. It's like, oh yeah, because those are comparable fucking directors. Yeah, well, pretty much the exact same style. Spielberg's like, I'm good at traumatizing children. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Dude, I gotta piss so bad. Yeah. Alright. Dude, thank you guys for listening to our, I think, longest episode we've ever had. I think so, yeah. Yeah. But tune in again, as always. Thank you. See you later. See you next time. What?